Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh, shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Value Pack. A very special episode of The Value Pack. Uh, it is Frosty's birthday today. For everybody uh, who burp, burp, didn't burp, tune into the stream, yep, trumpets, trumpets, <laughs> and cheers galore. L Lorenz recorded that and sent it over. That was Lorenz on his uh, on his saxophone. Burp, 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 burp. Yeah. Do you hear the the crowd going wild right now? Uh, the crowd being the three of us, I suppose. Uh, so uh, we're gonna be taking a birthday shot. This was requested by Frosty. Yep. Um, Nayashi doesn't know what a shot is. Birthday uh, shot, yeah. He has a double shot. Yeah, Nayashi I grabbed Cholula. When we said I birthday think, shots, I think it's Nayashi. more so that you guys don't know what a shot is. You guys are taking too small of one. And no. he's chasing with Cholula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nayashi. For the record, I am not actually doing that. Yes, Cholula he is. Don't let Nayashi lie. No, before the, before you could check the tape, what Nayashi said is that he wears a wristwatch on his left hand. He puts Cholula on the band of the wristwatch and sucks it off yeah. after his shot. Why the band? Why, Why specifically? Because you're band? fucking weird. You're in Florida, man. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I get what. Let's let's go over one more time what we're all drinking for the for yeah. the people that also, aren't on the live. Also, Frosty's here. And she's taking a shot of Tennessee Fire. And I'm taking a shot of Jack. Just straight up Jack. Nayashi? I'm doing Crown Royale. And I'm doing uh, Kraken Rum. Kraken Rum? So. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. We've got to get a whole different Reslar today. Listen, <laughs> the only time I've taken shots of this shit was on my birthday stream, which is the drunkest I have ever been. So... <laughs> Uh yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, you got demonetized, right. didn't you that day? I probably. I don't make money off of Twitch. <laughs> he so. applied for partner that night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, All right. Frosty, do you want to do the countdown or no? Should you, I do the you, one of you guys do it. I got my shot glass. No, actually, you do the countdown. I'll do it. Oh, Miss Frosty's right, gonna do it. Yeah, Miss Frosty's gonna do it. Miss Frosty right. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice and loud. Ready? You're far. All right. Three, two. One happy birthday! Ah! Woo! Man, it's fucking ah. gross. Yeah. All right, now the question is: Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit. shit! That burns. That Pretty good. The, the question is: Did Nayashi shoot the alcohol or the Cholula? Probably that's, the Cholula. <laughs> that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a question for the comments. Right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um. Which, by the All way, right, well, we do we do have two weeks of comments to go over this yeah, week. Yeah, that'll, that'll wake you up real quick. And there's one comment yeah. that I don't want to talk about right now. I don't want to address. I don't want to respond to. But there's one comment I'm going to highlight. It's going to be a teaser. Here we go. A teaser for the comment section. Someone says, okay, okay. Uh, Frosty, crabs are arachnids. <laughs> That's the teaser. <laughs> That's oh, the no. teaser. Here we go. I hope they didn't oh, delete boy. it because that comment I'm so excited to talk about. There was um there was a surprising amount of comments that were like mad at Armin for not like shitting on the company he works for, I guess. It's like 
What Why did, would he what, do that? What did you guys he... expect him to come on and say? <laughs> I don't know. Like... Like, kind of weird, but I guess we'll get to it. We got a lot of stuff to get to. I first. really, I really wish I was there for the Armin podcast. Unfortunately, uh, real life uh, stuff got in the way with what, a family what? member that passed. Actually, I'm sorry to hear that. If I could, yeah. what, what, what's something you wanted to or would have asked him? Um, you know what? There was something I actually messaged him. Let me actually pull that up. Uh, right. Let us know I the question. I, I will act as Armin and, and answer what he would have yeah, said. Yeah, I can already tell it's going to be. I got this. Uh, no, this is not a bit. This is real life. Um, I mostly. Life. Yeah. Uh, when you guys had basically, you were talking to Armin about the the Drake Awakening, uh, Draconia okay. Awakening. You guys were going over predictions that you talked about in the past and whatnot. And I was just mostly telling him what I thought my prediction for it would be, and okay. that would be like. The whole Skyrim thing with the the Dragonborn, the shouts. I just wanted to hear his take on that, which he didn't really actually acknowledge. <laughs> okay. So you <laughs> want uh, to know like what he would have thought of your idea of like? Yeah, a, yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. But he, um, he would have said, "Uh, I can't talk about that right now." Sorry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, Verbatim, he would have said that. Yeah, I think it, I, I mostly was just talking about that. I'm like, I thought that would be. You know, and unique and cool, and then you could do a lot with the utility-wise and combat-wise because of how you know shouts inherently are used in video games typically. Um, I respectfully so. reject your idea. Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we got very few topics, but a lot to talk about, right, Rez? I don't need you memeing me, sir. <laughs> Before we get to those topics, though, I'm not going to forget two weeks in a row. we got to thank our lovely, lovely patrons. Uh, Garmoth.com, Hawaiian, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, and Wavesy. Thank you so much to all of the patrons who support us, as well as all of our uh, Twitch subscribers as well, which you can find the links down below in the description. Um, yeah, yeah, last week, gonna... uh, last week they, they had to pull up on the tail end of the video, didn't they? Listen, I'm not gonna have. <laughs> I'm not here to be bullied. All right. Yeah. I'm I did kidding. listen to the podcast from last week just so I can get caught up um, on everything. So. Okay, that's impressive, actually. Yeah, yeah. I felt, I, a, I felt a little bit more dedication was required. You know. I'm I, genuinely surprised that you can keep attention on one thing for that long. It helped that I was grinding mindlessly at orcs. I'll say that. Hmm. Yeah, dude, Nayashi putting in... I like that Nayashi on this show that his homework is listening to our previous episode. That's the that's as far as he's going to go with his homework. <laughs> he's like, no, guys, I really fucking went out on a limb here and I listened to what we talked about last yeah, week. Yep. Yeah, See? yeah, yeah. Overachiever. It's yeah, really, oh, it's really looking for a raise, man. God <laughs> damn! I uh, I used to listen to every episode of our podcast, and uh, now I'm just like, God, I can't listen to myself speak for that long. It's just yeah. there's something about it. I haven't. Maybe that's why I Reslo, feel that. I feel we, that we don't hear as often, or we don't hear how often we we say like and I don't know because we don't go yeah. back and listen. Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Although I am, believe it or not, I am, ever since we read that comment, I decided I'm going to try to make an, an effort to not say things like that anymore. Now, I cannot guarantee this effort is going to result in change. However, I, an effort is being made. I That's appreciated. And I, I too, 
have thought about to myself. I was brushing my teeth and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try not to say I don't know at the end of sentences when I actually don't know anymore. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta take it one step at a time. I gotta take it one step. I'm starting with like and then I'm going to tackle I don't know after that. I think for me I think I think I'm the biggest problem with the I don't know. I think I say that a lot more than anybody else here. I say I don't know a lot. But I think my I don't know is worse than my like. I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. That was on purpose. That was on purpose. Okay. Uh, do you want to get started here? Let's, let's start with... Uh, let's start with some of these Elvia changes because they are controversial. And I have a little bit of insight on what's going on here. And the insight leads to more questions. And no answers. So, the big, the big, big news of all the news. So we knew before today going into it that Orcs was going to get essentially secondhand nerfed because what they were going to do is add some sort of a cooldown to, um, uh, what's it called? The using a weapon. So that way you can yeah, only have yeah. a weapon they for... Were, they, were, they were changing it from RNG... To basically, you're guaranteed to have a weapon half of your grind hour. Exactly. Basically. So instead of getting a weapon in most of the time, not eh, maybe not most of the time, but you can easily get over 30 minutes of weapons at orcs with proper buffs yeah. and, and proper yeah. class and AP and whatever. A lot of the time, people are running orcs with 50 minutes, 55 minutes, 45 minutes of, of buff. So now, essentially, they're going to add a cooldown, and we knew they were going to add a cooldown where you'd only essentially have the buffs for 30 minutes at a time. Um and coupled with that, they were going to make it so you can't get your weapon stolen, which both of these things mm -hmm. were added to this. Those, both of those were expected. What was not really expected is the rest of the changes that came to orcs. So I'm going to get to the attack power in a moment. But let's talk about the defense. The defense of the monsters that appear in orc camp has been increased by 20%. Uh, mm -hmm. Ancient Spirit Narcs, which is the lower tier, the lightning one that works the least, it's the shittiest weapon in Orc Camp, has been removed entirely from the game. Uh, uh, That's sorry, big. from Orcs, from Orcs. And, and they did this from with, the game. Yeah, yeah not, from sorry, the not from game. the game, but from all, but essentially from the game, because all of the Elvia spots, the weakest weapon in all of the That's Elvia been, spots got removed. Yeah, which I I actually really like that. Honestly. Me too. There there was nothing more depressing than getting a weapon. You're like, oh fuck yeah, this is where my money really takes off, and then it's the worst one for the zone you're grinding, and you're like, ah, never right. mind. And separately, they increased the drop rate of the the Voltara uh, Ancient Spirit by six times, which I think mm. is just to make up for the lack of narcs that's going to be dropping. So I, I believe mm. the Voltara one is just the flame weapon, right? And the Akiara, uh, Akiara or whatever is the water one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, so far we have 20% increased uh, defense to the mobs. No more of the weak weapon. Uh, increase in the fire weapon. And then a decrease in Blackstone weapon and armor uh, drop rate by 50%. A decrease in Voltara flame by 30%. And the loot available for defeating Org has been changed as follows. And it's the uh, BMC crystal... Iron armor has been reduced by 30%. Uh, so they actually nerfed quite a few more things than just the weapon change. And on top of that, they added a new 
AP range for efficiency from 280 to 320. Uh, which again, I, I'm just going to throw that out there. We'll get more into detail on that in a little bit because I, I there's a lot to talk about with the caps. But just looking at these nerfs in general, the 20% increased defense, the lower drop rate of Voltara's flames and uh, weapon armor crystals, and then the orgs dropping fewer BMCs. What are your guys' thoughts on those in general? I guess starting with... Uh, I, I'm guessing, Rez, do you grind orcs? Uh, man, I haven't for a while. It got to the point where I was doing more DFSing than grinding. And it was like, I'm the type of person where I either want to PvP or I want to like grind. 90% of the time I want to PvE. So when that when I'm when I want to grind, I don't want to be interrupted. And so I just stopped going there like quite a while ago in all honesty. Just because it's too right. it's too much. Um, That's why I like underwater so much. Nobody nobody DFSs it underwater. It's so nice. Yeah, there's a lot of available rotation or a lot of channels are available, and it's also underwater is kind of a pain to get to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, as someone who kind of retired temporarily from grinding orcs, what are your thoughts on the the nerfs to orcs? Uh, you know what? I'm just glad that I can make my money and get super geared, and now they're nerfing it so that other people can't follow in my footsteps. You know, I'm just you know, mm -hmm. that's really good that we can keep uh you know gearlets from really abusing the systems that I got to abuse. So, really happy about that change. And Nayashi, your your thoughts on the orc nerfs? Sorry, I just got back. My dog got sick again. Um, I mean, the, the nerfs, as severe as they are in some cases to some people, it's justified. And they, like, it's too good of a grind zone right now. Um, and frankly, it's going to help spread the population out across all the different grind zones in order to. Do, make it a little more pleasant experience for everybody that's trying to grind and make the most money they can. Just is what it is. I know a lot of people are upset about it. Like we mentioned uh, before the podcast started, like how uh, people had the arguments that, oh yeah, now everyone that's already super geared got to abuse it. But now everyone that's trying to gear up is uh, kind of getting screwed. You know, there's plenty of other grind zones that make plenty of money, like Gyphons and stuff like that. So I don't really see the problem. Yeah, here's the thing. To to all the people that are like, well, of course the highest geared people want this because the highest geared people already got their gear. and Yeah, like me. And now the lower geared people aren't going to be able to catch up. And it's like, eh, is that true? Because, like, <laughs> I, I have all right gear. I would argue that my gear is pretty decent and I have options to do a, a whole bunch of different things with my gear. I'm sitting around 715 gear score and... and and I mostly don't grind orcs. I, I didn't take advantage of it as much as most people did. Al Alki, Alki grinds orcs constantly, and he knows damn well. Like, I I'm spent most of my time the last year at Sakreya. Mm. So, was I also not able to get any gear? Or, like, I don't know. There, like, there's so many other options. And the, the thing is, is... You can't... There. All right, so they're buffing all the other spots. We don't know how much money the other spots are going to be. And I, I don't want to read through line by line what all the buffs are, but essentially they're buffing every other spot and making uh, basically all the spots a little bit tankier while also increasing the drop rate of weapons everywhere else by a lot. Orcs is the only one that didn't really get a major, major drop uh, increase on weapons. They just removed the lower end drop. But it's like... 
yeah you can still get gear everywhere and if you make smart decisions like you can still get gear grinding everywhere the problem with orcs is the same problem that was going on with sea monster hunting is the one thing was so disproportionately better than everything else that it made everything else bad and a lot of people have this philosophy i saw it on reddit where it's like ha 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 imagine the idiots cheering for grind nurse when really they should buff every other spot to be orcs level yeah but you have to account for economy you have to account for uh the time it takes to gear up you have to account for all these other things and if they bring orcs down to i don't know 600 mil an hour uh, or 640 mil an hour whatever it might be down from 900 to 1 bill or even let's say it's worse let's say it's 500 mil but now some of these other spots that got buffed are 600 mil then that's still pretty good money and like it's not going to take you that much longer uh to grind not to mention the value of some stuff at other spots are going to go up or down or the economy is going to change significantly like for example if i'm grinding at nagas or, or orcs if i stay at orcs and bmc drop rate is lower everywhere and blackstone weapon and armor drop rates are lower everywhere maybe blackstone value goes up a little bit and then i can actually like sell those uh or maybe um i don't know the value of other stuff goes up elsewhere it's like i don't know not not that big a deal we can't be paralyzed by like well orcs was such good money now it's not fair it's like well it also wasn't fair to me that everyone got to see monster hunt and get three billion silver payouts every four days for six months but that happened and like we got over it it what what were we supposed to buff every place to give us three billion silver every four days automatically like no yes you have to make the change like you can't always buff everything like that's you have to account for power creep you have to account for economy you have to make differences you have to make changes sometimes you're going to have to nerf stuff sometimes it's going to be a little bit hard and seem not fair but at at the same time i don't know who everyone thought was like all these low 620 gear score players that are able to just push alki out of the grind spot or push zethian out of the grind spot or push norelio out of the grind spot or push <laughs> nayashi out of the grind spot That's at 620 gear say. score to grind orcs it's the most contested spot. I'm sorry, you're not pushing these people out. You can pretend yeah. that the nerf to orcs is hurting the lower geared people, but it's a bunch of actually geared people that are complaining. The lower geared yep. people weren't allowed to grind there anytime they wanted anyway. They were getting more money per hour grinding somewhere else because of how much they had to duel for spot and how much they lost. Yeah, so it's I like mean, people people complain all the time that they end up with like five dual for spots in like 10 minutes. Yeah, stop pretending like, like you give a shit about the 605 gear score player that wasn't kicking Alki out anyway. None of these players that just are fresh off of Tuvala that are like, oh shit, I saw a video of uh, I'll suck lawn grinding at orcs with 610 gear score. Like I'm going to go there. It's like, oh shit, but Frosty's 715 gear score suck Kuno's here. Maybe I'll win a dual for spot. No. It's not happening. You weren't getting the spot. The spot is overly contested and it needed to be nerfed. The only the only people it was benefiting is the people that already made the money from orcs to begin with. It's not benefiting new players. So this whole notion of like, well, we really care about the new players and this is really hurting new players' catch-up mechanics. No, it's not. They weren't making money here. They were getting kicked out originally anyway. Stop pretending like you were like uh, all these noobs were over here grinding, making sick money. They were stuck on the back rotations, making the same money as us at Sacrea. So it's like, I, I don't know. 
it's just it drives me nuts that like that's the it, and it's always the super geared people is it is the nerf too much maybe but their goal they stated their goal very very clearly at the top they stated their goal is that they want all of the spots to feel equally viable uh regardless of your gear so they have different gear ranges they want you to be able to feel like you could go to different spots and make good money at all these spots and if that ends up being the case then great. That means that people are going to spread out more. It's going to be less contested, less duel for spot, less annoyances. Uh, the really, really high-end people, if Orcs ends up being worse, you could go to Gyphon or Olun Valley. Gyphon uh, is a little bit... Like, Gyphon kind of gets affected heavily by market value of stuff. So, Gyphon's really only as good as the drops are valuable during a specific time. And then Olun Valley, Olun Valley requires a, a ton of setup, a ton of pre-buffs. You got to get a group. So it's like, it, it totally makes sense. It's like what Blonde Bear has been asking for for the last year, essentially. is like, Olun Valley should be one of the better spots because it requires a lot of setup to go there. So if all of these spots end up being better, newer players are going to benefit. It's not going to be a negative for newer players, despite what geared players are trying to say. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a positive for the, you know, the community as a whole. It's not, it's not a, it's not as big of a negative as people are making it out to be. And I, I agree with how you're, you're, you know, just pointing out the fact that it's really just the gear players that are crying about it. Because I mean, that's true. Like, <laughs> people that are under gear are just going to get fucking, you know, kicked out, or they'll lose their duel for spot um anyways so they're not going to end up being able to enjoy that grind anyways yeah so and also opens up more arsha channel spots you know as well you know like for you know people that can sneak in an opportunity on a on a spot that's you know not heavily contested you know they can make a lot more money that way too so i think yeah. it's overall positive for the game and you know the economy because that just means more people are going to be able to get more silver than what they typically would, which brings more silver into the game and the economy, rather than everything be focused all around one or two grind zones. Yeah. Also, and and Alki, I'm, I'm sorry again to use you as an example, but I you're you're known for just you just feed people. That's like your goal, regardless of whether <laughs> you want the grind spot or not. I let's say let's pretend I'm 630 gear score and I go to orcs, right? And the potential for orcs at 600 gear, 630 gear score is what? On the high end, if you're really efficient on a good grind class, like maybe 750 mil. Let's just pretend it's 750 mil, just for sake of example. So I go to orcs 35 minutes into my grind. Alki feeds me to mobs two times. I lose an Elkar crystal and I spent 11 minutes not grinding, but trying to defend myself against Alki. How much silver did I make? Did I make more or less than the guy that spent his entire hour at this new buffed Fogans? that makes him potentially 515 mil an hour. Probably less. I'm going to be honest. Probably less money than that guy. So it's like, you don't, most people don't actually care about the new players. They care about where they are and how hard it is to get their current upgrades and they want to be able to get further upgrades. But newer players don't benefit from, from orcs right now. When did Alki become such a bully? He's not what happened. What happened since he, I he, Noto? He doesn't look at it as being a bully. He he's helping them. Right? Alkin? He's helping them. He's helping them understand the error in their ways. You don't need to be here. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's just like 
Will it will it potentially be worse for a 705 gear score player that's trying to get to 720 and like maybe um someone like Zethian got to benefit a little bit more? Sure, potentially. But the amount worse that it is is not enough to like for the overall health of the game to just neglect it and let it go. And also, I, I don't know that the solution is just buffing this, the raw silver from every spot in the game to match orcs because that it's so much raw silver. And you know how, like you could, well, you could add rare drops and Kaffir stones. It's like, well, what happens when Kaffir stones drop down in price, which eventually they probably will anyway. But it's like, these things don't necessarily buff it forever. Like the easiest thing to do is raw silver or make it so people want to go to different grind spots. And I think this solution makes the most sense. Do I want orcs to be dead? No. Do I think it's dead? I don't think it will be dead. I actually think orcs is still going to be pretty good. Yeah. I think yeah. orcs is actually still going to be really good. And one of the other changes that happened with this, and Rezar, before I get to this part of the topic, if you want to butt in and say anything, is there anything you want to add or argue against before I move on to the, the how pets are, potentially affect this as well. Well, I, I, I want to talk about another LVS spot, actually, but regarding the whole Irks thing, I, I just think that anytime you have such a serious outlier, I think at any point in the game, honestly, it kind of needs to be addressed. And, I don't know, I don't think it's good to take the mentality of like, I understand that some people think, like, oh, we'll buff all the other spots, and then it's all equal. It's like, no, then it's all fucked. Because that's not the only equation, like you mentioned, the economy. Um, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of things that go into something like silver that a lot of people aren't considering, in all honesty. Uh, I think nerfing is the right thing. Obviously, if works is, like, absolute dog shit uh, after the changes, then... Yeah, they should go back and like readjust it. It right. was like nerfed way too hard. But to say that it shouldn't have been nerfed is frankly quite bizarre, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's the thing that annoys me. Yeah. Like when I read this note, I'm like, why the fuck did it take over a year or a year to, that's, to even? That's, like... what, that's what the biggest problem is, honestly, is the fact that it took them so fucking long to do it. It's not the fact that it is getting nerfed. It's just. It just took forever to do it, so people are complaining, saying they're not being able to benefit from it now. But yeah, right. It's just, um, it, honestly, like, let's be real. Players like Zethian or whatever that have been grinding there and quote unquote benefiting from it. Let's be real; they're gonna outgrind the fuck out of you anyways. No matter where you are, no matter, no matter where, where you are. are, you're not gonna be able to keep up with them anyways. I don't care who you think he, you are; you're not going to be able to keep up with them. Yeah, Zethian also outgeared all of us when we were grinding Kratuga. He outgeared all of us when we were grinding History. He outgeared all of us when we were grinding Sakraya. It's it's literally he's always going to. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so I, I don't even like you know talking to you know commenters or anyone else that's listening. Don't even use those people as as examples to base off of because you never would have kept up with them regardless. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so the other factor that affects all of these spots, not just orcs, is the pets. Now, Rez... Well, uh, no, yeah, hold on. Go ahead, I, go I, ahead. I, I wanted to talk about one more LVS spot regarding okay. the weapon changes, because I, I okay. wanted to ask this question because I was thinking about it myself the other day, and then Dreadspark made a comment that reminded me about it. Hassle ruins. Yeah. Uh, 
Isn't Castle Ruins kind of in a weird way going to be affected a lot less than any of the other spots? Yeah, because of the tagging. With the weapon thing? Because of how you have to tag mobs and it kind of fucks people? Or, or, uh, why, why do you, no, what's your I was theory talking about with it? the, the, with the weapon changes, the weapon cooldown changes. Because technically speaking, I, I, at least in my castle groups, I don't know mm -hmm. if maybe other people do it differently, but in my castle groups, usually you're rotating weapons between your members anywhere, right. anyway. You never want like all three people to have a weapon. Usually you only want like two and then right. you kind of like rotate off and on or whatever. So players are kind of like naturally doing that in the first place, it seems like. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much the cooldown change is going to really affect things because unlike some place like Orcs where, yeah, you want like 100% of time on your weapons. I don't know if that's necessarily the case for Castle Ruins. Yeah. Well, that's why I was saying, like, the, one of the problems with the weapon, like, if it was, like, everyone having a weapon was a huge benefit, that'd be awesome, but it's kind of not that way, because if you have a weapon and your team doesn't tag the mobs, they don't get any loot. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another big part of it, right? So, why you don't want three weapons. I think, really, all that's going to happen at Castle Ruins is that everyone's going to just rotate their weapons, still per usual, and, and based yeah. a little bit more on the cooldowns, except weapons are going to be more accessible. So you're going to have 100% uptime on weapons in your party. You just got to like manage who has them. Mm -hmm. I, I think anyway, because they, they changed a, a few things. So here, let me go through the, the ancient or the castle runes changes. So uh, Narc um, no longer appears. The, the lightning weapon no longer appears. There. The loot available for killing normal monsters has changed as follows. Um, the flame weapon now has a 30... It has the chance of it dropping has been increased by 30 times. The probability of dropping the water weapon has been increased by three times. Baltara's flame drop rate has been reduced by 50%. The chance of obtaining, obtaining Shard of Furious Knight has been reduced by 22%. Heart of Arid Forest reduced by 70%. Chance of obtaining uh, Black Magic Crystal Gold River reduced by 30%. And Alrunny's Secret Order has been reduced by 80%. The loot available from defeating monsters appearing in Alrunny's Order has changed as follows. The weapon is now a 30 times increase again. Um, let's see. It has been obtained so you cannot obtain Alrunny's secret instructions from monsters that appeared during the instructions. And the loot available from defeating Alrundi uh, has been changed as follows. Shard of Furious Knight has been increased by 35 times. Heart of Arid Force 23 times. Voltara Flame 35 times. Um, it's been changed so you can acquire two to five pieces of Voltar's Flame from the previous. I don't know what it was before. Was it one or two? How many Voltar's Flames did you get from killing Alrundi? Uh, I think it was one. I don't remember. Okay, one. So now you can get two to five. Um, the chance of obtaining Void Seed has been increased by 1.06 times. So not like a lot, like 6%. And then, um... The chant, it has been changed so uh, you can now obtain two to three void seeds uh, up from one previously. And then the chance of obtaining a BMC from the Gold River has been increased by five times. Tears the black, uh, Cold Black Sun 3.5 times. And then um, the defense of the mobs has been increased by 0.16%, or 16% uh, essentially. So. Which one was that again? It, this is Castle Ruin. So essentially, like, yeah. the loot got nerfed from all the mobs, and then the boss got buffed, like, massively. I mean, it seems fine. Yeah, so I, again, I, like, I, obviously, like, I need to test it out. 
I don't know if that's going to make it better or worse. I think on average, people are going to have a weapon always. Like essentially yeah. always. Someone in your party is always going to have a weapon. So you're always going to have the most optimal kill speed uh, as long as everyone's tagging everything. And then every time you get to Alrundi, you're going to get way more loot. But yeah. killing which, the normal which, mobs is going to be less beneficial. Which makes sense as far as um, you know the loot being... Um, you know, reduce a little bit because people are going to have weapons more often, so therefore you're going to get overall more trash between the group. So it makes sense. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You basically get an overall increase, technically, like a net positive, because the boss is going to drop more special loot. So. Yeah. The other thing people kind of forget, kind of with all these spots before we get into pets, but something that affects everything is. As of this month, we or last month, like the middle of last month, we all have artifacts as well. And everyone has a lot more AP to deal damage to all these mobs, so our kill speed's gonna go up. The power creep went up a little bit. So some of these nerfs actually make a little bit of sense relative to that. Um, on top of the fact that some of us are more tanky, like you can get a Labresca helmet and a Fallen God helm, or in a Fallen God chest without ever getting like a pen, glove, or boot, and grind spots that yeah, especially with artifact spots you never would have been able to grind before with like low gear so you're going to be getting to some of these spots or or moving on to higher end spots a little bit earlier um but the 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 big thing is uh that affects everything is these these pet changes so yeah um this is gonna be huge yeah so let me res can you go to if you're free here here's the the black desert foundry link um if you scroll down just from the top, it's the very first thing, and you pop up the before yep. video first. Yep. So before you play it, put it at zero and pause it. Before you play it, the, the premise here is what they did to set this up is turn off all their pets, go around, kill essentially an entire rotation of mobs, and then come back to this starting point that they pre-set up, and then they turn on their pets, and they show the difference of how their pets loot while they're moving around the battlefield. So this first one, I'm going to start this here in three, two, one. You see the lawn walks forward, gets the first batch of loot, and then gets the second batch of loot. And then we wait, we wait, nothing, nothing. There's loot on the ground, it's passing loot. Now it gets its third batch of loot, fourth batch of loot, fifth batch of loot, and then the, and then the video ends. Now if you go to the video on the right, Exact same premise, started over at, at zero. They do the same thing. This is now post pet changes. So what they changed in the pets is, pets are now gonna prioritize picking up loot versus following where your character is moving around to. So in this version, uh, same thing. They cleared out all the mobs in the exact same rotation. They go through, do a movement rotation as they're going through this. So I'm gonna start this in three, two, one. And instead of that big long gap between loot, they pick up loot. They pick up loot, 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 they pick up loot. Like the, the amount of times they're looting is way more often than in the first yeah. video. Well, I mean, I think it's explained in the thing. It's just when they do like movement skills, basically, it's not picking up, right? Is that the idea? Yeah, but I mean, essentially, well, what it's doing is it's the pet is like, oh, we got to move to where he's moving. But, and then it then it runs back to pick up anything in range. 
from yeah. that from that new starting if it's location. in range from that new starting location correct yeah. so um so they're changing this and i think that this is a is is a actually a very significant change to oh, places like orcs where like loot is everywhere at orcs on the ground and if you're just moving around which a lot of people do especially if you're playing like suck lawn or any fast class it happens to me on kuno when i'm on suck kuno with a weapon like i'm moving so fast like i'm pet is being or loot is being left behind constantly yeah like constantly there's just loot always being left behind so just that alone is going to increase the amount of money that you make in all of these spots which i would argue would be pretty great for a newer player that doesn't have as much gear when they get a weapon which they're going to have access to way more often see where i'm getting at like it's like yeah i don't know it's like yeah orcs got nerfed i don't know by what percentage if i had to math this out i'd probably say it got nerfed by like down from the average person that would get 900 mil might only get just looking at the face value of these bullet points 500 mil or 550 but also pets are going to loot way more often which is going to net you more consistency with weapons and stuff like that plus the value of blackstones potentially goes up um and it's going to be less contested you're going to have less issues so your like average income over the course of like 100 or 200 hours is actually going to be like pretty good yeah like this is all great for newer players that are coming into the game and even veterans potentially i guess i'm just like i'm i'm not as doom and gloom as everyone like the first the day this came out it was like non-stop like orcs is dead lol lamau they don't know what they're doing they killed the orcs orcs and i just don't i don't know if it is dead i really don't know it, it might be it might be i i don't know I, yeah i i just know I, I don't know how you can say it's dead without actually feeling how it feels yeah after, yeah yeah. Right? yeah especially yeah. like i anyone who grinds there a lot the difference between getting an ancient spirit narc and a fire or water weapon is huge like the fact that you're never gonna get that weaker weapon yeah that's that's massive actually yeah i mean that that would ultimately affect a, a little bit of your grind but the pet change is also I here there's places they don't affect. They don't affect Jade Forest. You can you can literally have your pets on on the slowest speed. They don't really affect um Gyphon that much. Maybe a little bit, but you're typically in the same area. And once you start a new pole, like outside of the trash loot mobs that like take a while to walk to, I, I don't think you need like super, super optimal pets to do Gyphon. Yeah. No, um no, but not. they definitely affect Sacrea. They definitely can affect Star's End. They definitely affect Thornwood. They definitely affect all of these Elvia spots that are yep. getting changes. They they majorly affect the pot grinds. Um, they majorly affect like uh, map grind at Sulphur, map grind at Pilaku. Like the pet changes are pretty huge for for a lot of these spots. Um, and if, yeah, if potentially, I, I don't know that BMCs will go up because I think there's still too many things that generate BMCs in the game. I doubt they'll go up. There's there's a potential also that weapon and armor stones go up in price because they got reduced at basically every one of these Elvia spots. But again, 
I don't know because more people will grind Turos, which still has a huge amount of Blackstones that it drops. More people grind Olun Valley, which has a huge amount of Blackstones. So there's no guarantee that those go up in price, but it potentially could happen. And, and that could also help those spots uh, a lot. Um, but then that all leads into the actual doubt that I have and the fear that I have because all of these spots have a whole new text that we have not had before in very high-end spots. So we have AP caps in Medaya. I'm gonna use Medaya as an example because it's the most obvious and easiest to tell. So if you hover, hover over Wandering Rogue Den over Medaya, it says, quote, optimal AP colon 80 to 100. Now, essentially, if you get any AP over 100, and I haven't tested or read any tests about monster AP or demi-human damage or human damage or any of those things, how they affect this spot. So separately, those might affect the spot a little bit more, but just your raw sheet gear AP. If you go over 100, every AP you have over 100 literally is not helping you at all. Like you're just getting no benefit. And the reason for this, their reasoning, their original reasoning for this was, so when lower end players are there, they're not being overrun by high gear players that um, grind it more efficiently and can just run them over and take the spot, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And that's fair. And that's fair. And this happens in Wandering Rogue Den, Abandoned Iron Mine, um, Saucens. And you can see the difference if you look at Saucens right next to Schultz. Schultz is technically a lower end spot, but it does not have the cap. And Saucens shows like an optimal AP colon 100 to 180 AP. Uh, Schultz is recommended AP colon 220. So what they did in Elvia is add a cap of some sort that we're not 100% sure exactly how it works yet. Uh, I'll use orcs as the first example, but orcs says, quote, orc camps, the appropriate attack power has been set for the orc camp. Orc camps can be hunted smoothly if you are an adventurer with 280, uh, 280 AP to 320 AP, or 320 AP, sorry. So 280 to 320 AP. So that's the essential range. And here's what they said in, or the efficient range. And here's what they said in the blue, their little blue paragraph. Um, first, the appropriate attack power of all Elvia hunting grounds will be adjusted. In order to balance the overall loot balance of the hunting ground, we've adjusted so that the efficiency when hunting in the Serendia Elvia hunting ground far exceeds the appropriate attack power does not appear significant. If it is within the appropriate attack power, the highest efficiency can be attained and if it exceeds the appropriate attack power, it is adjusted so that the efficiency is not excessive. Now, to me, the way I interpret that is your AP will still benefit you if you go over the cap, but it will not benefit you as much. And now this is like super in the weeds and like underground, like not everyone knows this information, but for a while now, it's been pretty well known that bloody monastery has what most people would call a soft cap. And what that means is after a certain AP, so if you go into your sheet AP, if you press I on your character and you go to view my stats and you look at your actual total AP, after a certain AP, every AP after that only gets 70% of its efficiency. So if one AP is equal to 100% damage, you only would receive 70% of that. So it's essentially like gaining 0.7 AP for every one AP you gain after a certain threshold. I think the threshold is like 
680 or 700, something like that. So that, so every AP you do do a little bit more damage, but not as much more damage as you do prior to the cap. So the theory, my theory is that these are soft caps. And after you hit the 280 range or the 320 range in the case of orcs, your AP is going to become less efficient, but not hard capped like it is at wandering rogues where it literally is 0% efficiency. Every AP over does nothing. That's my theory. Now this guy, uh, Najil, who he's like kind of a, he's like big and shiny in a way, except he doesn't post on Reddit or stream or talk about his findings ever. So I, I asked him if he was planning on testing and he said he would over the weekend. And he went and did a test over the weekend and these were his results, which ended up unfortunately giving us literally no information. He said, oh, that's good. there are no soft caps at any of the spots at all. So it's probably not added to Global Lab. Whatever system they plan to implement is not on Global Labs right now. And the soft cap that normally is on Bloody Monastery is not actually there right now at all on Global Labs. So the soft cap that we normally would have at Bloody Monastery is not there. So something's changing. I don't know. He said he tested with 802 total AP at Bloody, 718 AP at Broggy Den. He still had 100% uh, efficiency for each AP point. Other spots like Sacrea, Starzen, Ash Forest were still soft AP capped. So Starzen, Ash Forest, uh, and Sacrea still had the soft AP cap. For reference, at Ash Forest, the soft AP cap starts at 530 total AP. So it's unlikely I did not hit the cap. All of the soft AP caps are gone in Elvia spots currently. So, I mean, I don't want to get into the weeds on how he determined that he was getting all the efficiency for each AP. But, um, I mean, that's... It's kind of typical. Sometimes they announce changes before they're actually implemented. I mean, yeah, it's not unusual. Chimera earrings for PVE. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, I don't know. That, that's, this is the biggest question. And I, I asked multiple CMs and GMs, if any of you know exactly how these caps work, please let me know because I guarantee it's going to be one of the most asked questions over the next couple of weeks. Like what exactly does a 320 AP cap mean at orcs? Does that mean if I have a Nuver and I'm running 320 AP compared to someone that has 330 AP, do we do the exact same damage? Do I do, does he do, do just a little bit more damage? Like how exactly is that going to work? Yeah, well, what does that actually translate into? So orcs and bloody are 280 to 320. The places where it's like really it's low and easy to hit. Broggy Den, the, it's 240 to 270. Castle Ruins is 250 to 280. Swamp Fogan is 260 to 280. And another thing is, how does it affect monster AP? Do my Pen Black Stars not do anything anymore? Does the new Tet Black Star offhand not benefit me if I'm already 280 AP at these spots? That's one of the things. Yeah, because that's important for gearing decisions. Exactly. It, it, it's another reason why I hate these cap numbers because they don't... They don't tell you shit. They don't tell you anything. 260 to 280, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, because it, I, it ultimately is your double pen black star that you uh, struggled to get your hands on fundamentally useless. <laughs> yeah, or 
and on top of that, because you have you now have artifacts that give monster AP. Yep. You now have light stones that give monster AP. They just added a third weapon that gives you monster AP. So are those affected by the cap? Does that not matter? Like I, I we need answers to this, and I hope we get them soon, because it's really confusing. Because all of my uh, swatting down the negativity of orcs goes out the window if all of these spots are super super hard capped. Because now it's now none of your progression. It's one of the things Dalen, I'll, I'll credit Dalen, is concerned about. What is the progression for if it doesn't even help you in PVE? Yep. Yep, because then it's just like, okay, I'm just getting this gear because it exists at this point rather than needing it to improve. Then it becomes more like, well, okay, this gear is a collector's item. And that would justify for those individuals that are actually just focusing and waiting on the ranked arena to even more so not work on their gear. <laughs> Someone said that feeling when we asked for equalized arena and now we're getting equalized grinding. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Translation issues. It happens. Oh my god. Rez, what are your thoughts on these caps? Uh I mean I'm a gearlet, so no caps are probably. Yeah, but a bad you're not too much PvE. of a gearlet to like alright, if well, so when this comes out, within caps here no, hold soon. on. <laughs> what, what is what is your current AP when you have like a Kudamon? When you have a Kudamon, what's your AP, Res? Two eighty nine, I believe. You're two eighty nine. That means you're over the cap at Castle Ruins, Bragi Den, uh, Alter Imp Habitat, Swamp Fogan, and Swamp Nagas. That you're basically every spot, yeah, every spot point, except for Orc and Bloody, you're over the cap, which means all of these caps would affect you. So. But by how much? Does none of that AP over 289 matter? Does uh, pet, uh, Pen Blackstar or Tet Blackstar matter? Should you go for the Blackstar offhand? I don't know. If someone comes into my chat right now and is like, hey, do you recommend getting uh, a Pen Blackstar? I was thinking about buying one. I saved up a bunch of money. I'm like, I don't know because they're adding caps to the game. And I don't know if that Pen Blackstar is actually going to benefit you anymore. And I can't get an answer out of Pearl Abyss. Yeah. And, and no one I has one. Caps for grind spots are just not good. Mm. I didn't even I didn't even really like it whenever it, it was on Medaya spots. It didn't make a lot of sense to me in all honesty. I mean, it makes sense for Medaya spots because of the reasoning earlier that was given. However, it doesn't it doesn't make sense for in-game zones. Zones that players tend to spend the majority of the time grinding to get actual money to progress. That that doesn't make sense. I agree with the low-level zones that they should have caps to make sure that, you know, some weirdo fucking higher gear score players and, like, griefing lower gear players. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it shouldn't... But, it should not be for endgame zones. The thing is, is if, if it is a soft cap and after a certain AP, 70% of every one AP is added to the damage that you deal to these mobs, I can live with that but these cap numbers can't be 240 and 270. They need to match what's in our stat screen because 240 to 270 doesn't tell me anything. I need to know if monster yeah, AP is affected. It, I need right? to know if species damage is affected. I need to know if demi-human or human damage is affected. I need to know all of that stuff. There's no reason to hide that information. 
So tell me exactly what AP I become, I start becoming less efficient as I gain AP. Cause for me, let, let's just say for sake of example, uh, orcs soft cap, if it were a soft cap is at 700 AP. I personally still feel motivation to gain more than that. So I can kill a little bit faster because I'm going to guaranteed be 30 minutes at that spot without a weapon every hour. But yeah. if I gain 0% efficiency, then I have no motivation to get any pen black star, any like the new pen black star off and none of that matters. I don't know why I would ever use those ever. If I'm over the caps at these high end grind spots. You wouldn't. There would be literally zero purpose in pushing forward. Uh, it's, it's concerning. It's concerning for sure. I mean, it's highly likely. And obviously I have no evidence to support this. So I just feel confident about it that, you know, species damage, human damage, all that kind of stuff will actually still play a factor of 100% of its value. But that's okay. going to be a weird take, which, which is going to be a weird take because right. then it's kind of like T1 caps. Well, but then um, it's like, do are we okay with that? Do I want to have to have a whole different artifact setup for every single grind spot I go to to try to gain efficiency? That sounds tedious as fuck. It does, and expensive, and time-consuming, because those aren't easy to get, typically. Imagine trying to get a Blight fucking Lightstone right now, or Roar. Did you say a Blightstone? Yeah. Blight is human damage, and Roar is demi-human. Your RNG card. Don't you have both? I may or may not. You may wa or may not, you said? I may I may wa or may not. <laughs> Dude, it's just... Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't even understand where, what does this number mean? An adventure yeah. with 240, what if, you know what the worst case scenario is? Like absolute worst case scenario is that you open that these caps, this is going to be so sad. If it, if it were ever true, this would be so sad. But orcs, for example, says orcs can be hunted smoothly or efficiently if you are an adventure with 280 to 320. What if that is referring to your stat screen? Oh no. Honestly. There's no way. But I have you no idea. Remember, yeah, I know. We don't have any idea. But at the same time, like they've never really worded things when it comes to like AP zones and whatnot. Like if you look at the map and you open up your map now and you look at all the zones, they're gonna say the recommended AP is two eighty for Bloody Monastery and two and two eighty for orcs right now. Like it's gotta be based on that number. Which is which is based on the number that we had previously without the, all the extra stats that we're seeing now. Like I, I think it's highly unlikely it's like a flat out two eighty. That would be so silly. That would just make the grind spots useless. It would be really silly. Well, it make your gear useless actually. But yeah, I, I I think it's it's based on that. They just like they never updated the the map because it's probably confusing as fuck to new players. Because the new players probably don't know to look at their view my stats screen to actually get a look and see at what the, the AP value should be. Like I'm looking at 591 and 612 right now. I'm sure you're looking at closer to 700, right? So Behold says Frosty is catastrophizing so much or so hard right now. How? I, I literally, it, did I not say, all? I, did I not preface the whole segment with an hour of positivity and being on like the... 
PA's side? There's nothing wrong with being concerned about the vagueness that was given to us. Because if you don't show concern about it sometimes, they might take that as, oh, everyone's okay with us. He's trunked it. I had two. All right. It's, first of all, it's my birthday. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell That's, someone on their birthday I, that they're drunk. Second of all, I've had two wines and two shots. All right. Over the course of five hours. I think there's I a realize difference. realized Frosty was such a light. I think there's a I am. difference between. <laughs> I, don't like, drink, I don't drink that much. I think there's a difference between like core mechanic changes that are like very up in the air about whether they're going to be good or bad and something like this which is just like i don't know caps just kind of suck and they don't make sense for grind spots in all honesty they make they make sense in uh caps t1 nodes caps siege you know maybe even like some capped rbfs or whatever but and uh ranked uh, ranked arena but that's it they they don't they don't make sense anywhere else in this game. When it comes to open world and gear progress gear progression based areas, there should be no caps. Yeah. When it comes to know. like lower lin- lower end grind zones, sure makes sense. You know you don't want lower end players getting griefed by some fucking weirdo. But yeah, progression progression based game. That that's literally the sole purpose of this game is gear progression. What what was that clip that recently uh it was the Zethian that said it and people have been like basically using it as a meme recently where Zethian said uh some along the lines of uh this is a gear progression game and if you're not grinding and keeping up that's kind of your fault kind of thing or whatever. That was the gist of what he said, but I don't know what that yeah, that it, feels it, like you're just on a different topic now. <laughs> <laughs> it's related to the same topic. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if I, if I know that these are hard caps and if I fa- if I add up all of my AP, all of my all species damage and all of my monster AP, and I'm well over the cap, I'm selling my black stars. Yeah. Because why no do I, have because why do I have them? Yeah. There's no point. Now, mind you, I would still recommend against that because those are literally the in-game pieces, but. Well, they're sure. not, but they're not anymore. Yeah, but you know how it is. They'll fucking change something, and then you'll regret your decision. But Wandering Rogues, again, people are like, well, they hard cap Wandering Rogues. You, you weren't mad about them hard capping Wandering Rogues. Because that's well, for yeah. people that don't even have their Awakening yet. That's for people that why, literally why haven't even want, enhanced their gear Why yet. do you want Zethian or endgame players to grind efficiently at Wandering Rogues? What is your agenda here? I, I don't even understand what you're talking about. Like, Wandering Rogues is a completely different scenario because it's for people that don't have their Awakening yet. Yeah, it's, it's an anti-griefing mechanic for places like that. That's all that is. But for places like progression zones, all it is is just griefing the game and the players. I don't, I don't, no, my get, no, behold, my thing is, I said at the top of this, my theory is that it's a soft cap, more similar to Bloody Monastery than a hard cap like Medaya. But I don't know. 
there, I can't rule out the possibility of Medea hardcaps because maybe that is what they did. I, I don't know. And when is the last time they did it? I don't know. Maybe Fetus Habitat? That got hardcapped. Afterwards. So I, I, I don't know when... Like, Fetus didn't used to have a hardcap. They added True. a hardcap way later. So I, I don't know when, they're, when they last added. I don't have it off the top of my head. But I also can't say, guys, don't worry about this. This isn't a hardcap. They haven't done that in a long time. I have no idea. I have no idea. My only, my only information is orcs camps can be hunted smoothly if you are an adventure between 280 and 320. I have nothing else to go off of. So there's that. I think it's just a wait and see thing at this point. I mean, ultimately, that's all we can really do. Uh, Judge Spark clarified, by the way, he said, this is talking about what Zethian said. He said, he said, you don't take a Toyota Camry to a NASCAR oh, yeah. race, then wonder why everyone is faster than you. Yeah, I remember that. Right. That's exactly what he said. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, my oh, that, okay, yeah. pretty fucking popping, dude. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, in, in actually, that I don't know if that analogy even is that good, Rezar, because Nayashi put aftermarket exhausts and headers on his Camry, so he oh actually could go to a NASCAR race and potentially win that bad boy. Hell you know yeah! I mean? And it's my wife's car to boot. And it's his wife's car to boot. Not to mention he he was gonna get a carbon fiber hood, but he he opted to just paint it black instead, which is basically the same thing. So, Basically. you know, I could see him actually winning a NASCAR race in that thing. That thing's fucking nasty. Like, <laughs> Plus, he doesn't have to refuel as much because the fuel efficiency is nuts in that car. True. Tell him, Nayashi. That's true. That's true. You can go to uh, fucking uh, Gator Alley and back from there, you know? That's no big deal. Gator? You, do you mean Gator World? Well, Gator World is in Gator Alley, you know. Is it? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm just fucking around. All right. But no, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's this whole thing though is it's crazy. It's just uh, the vagueness is is silly. It, it's they know better at this point not to do that, and it's just it was just laziness with the patch notes. I think honestly. Mm -hmm. So, before we move on from this, do you think it's a soft cap or no cap? Like, it's just a recommended, hey, at this point, the mobs die so fast, so anything after that doesn't really impact them that much? Like, what do you think it is? I personally think it's probably a piss-poor translation, and it's supposed to be recommended. A recommended range. I, I, I just... I don't know if I believe that they would actually put in a soft cap for an but they say, zone. They say I know they do. that after 280, it's been made so you're not going to get as much efficiency. I know. I know. But I feel like that's got to be an error. Like they be, Because they, they had other zones that they were talking about. So I feel like that they kind of just like, I don't know. Maybe some intern got lazy and copy pasted all the different zones and fucking threw them in there. I don't know. 
You know what's sad? What's that? Some weird way. No, I got nothing. <laughs> I just wish they would. I. You only had one shot, Frosty. What's I, going on here? I wish they would say, like, two forty to two seventy kudum, and then in parentheses, this is just a rough estimate of how you'll be. I don't know. Whatever it is, I just wish we knew and didn't have to ask questions, so we could either be mad about the caps or be okay with the caps or have a discussion about the caps. But right now, it's like, how do I even? We can't even form an opinion on this. The whole point of Global Labs is so they could get feedback. But what is our feedback supposed to be? Hey guys, hard caps are bad. Well, are they even doing hard caps? I don't know. Hey guys, soft caps are not good. Or soft cap, I'm okay with soft caps. This was a great change, but we don't know that that's what they're doing. So we can't even, we, there's nothing to go off of. Yeah. I agree with that. The whole point of the test server, this isn't like a, a hideout ball where they're saying, hey guys, this is something we're thinking about doing or here's the next big content update. This is on the global test server where they're supposed to receive feedback. And then we have someone go on, Najil goes on and spend hours of his own time testing the caps at every one of these spots and be like, that's weird. There's no caps at any of these spots. So I don't know what any of these numbers in all of these patch notes mean. They literally mean nothing on Global Labs. It's actually irritating as fuck. <laughs> it's so dumb. Why is it in the notes and implemented in Global Labs, but not implemented in Global Labs? We can't even test it and discover the numbers for ourselves. Someone said, keep feeding Frosty booze. This is awesome. <laughs> this is the most heated up you've been in a little while, actually. Uh, it's not the booze, guys. It's 5 p.m. Usually we do this at noon. True. He's grumpy. He needs his bedtime. Yeah. I'm grumpy and tired and exhausted. He's an old man now. And I I've, mean, he just turned another year. Like, that's, that's, a, that's huge. And I've gained zero embers today, it feels like. <laughs> that, that'll make anyone grumpy. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Anyway, on that note, if... Uh, Rezzer and I actually could host for a second. I have to refill my drink and use the restroom. Oh, Nashi, go ahead. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we'll move on to the next topic. I mean, Frosty's basically uh, yep. shot this horse multiple times at this point. <laughs> mm -hmm. how, so what's, uh, the, what's the next topic? Next topic is going to be the Infinite Pot quest. Yeah. So what? What is? I it? am super excited about this one because I am such a lazy fuck that I don't want to fucking grind for these damn infinite pots. So basically, the change was they decided to add in a weekly quest that would give you, upon completion, five pieces of the particular piece of your choice that you chose quest-wise. It would prompt you to go kill X amount of monsters. I think it was like 3,000 and 4,000 for one of them. But most of them were 3,000, if I'm not mistaken. So not that bad. Um, maybe like 45 minutes to an hour grind, depending on which zone you're at. And uh, you would end up by turning that in with five extra pieces of that particular zone towards your infinite pot piece. So that's pretty nice. So while you're grinding... For that quest to get done, you could potentially, obviously, get a few more pieces. You know, I suspect 
the average player will probably see after doing the quests anywhere from six to if they have multiple loot scrolls and you know drop items going or drop buff uh um up on their bar, they're probably going to possibly see like even double that, like 10, you know, for that hour. So, I mean, it's that's pretty nice. Um, I'm excited for it because I fucking don't want to grind at, at Rana Roast anymore. But I'm obviously going to have to do a little bit more at 30 fucking pieces. Still got to do like 70 more worth of quests um, at minimum. So. That's assuming if I get five per, well, I'm gonna drop every fucking loot scroll item buff I can. I don't know how you feel about this, uh, Rizzler, because I know you. You said you don't have your poppies too, right? Yeah, I. So I have three pieces, two health and one mana. Um, ironically, the mana one that I have, I think, is the the hardest one. Honestly, it's the uh, the Ferrica really? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Dreadspark literally said in my chat. He said, "Pardon, but fuck the Farica piece." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, um, no, I, I personally I, have I, not I, had any luck. So. Yeah, I, I really, I really like this change. I think it's a really good thing. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, is it fair to community? S- yeah. Is it fair I don't to know say how the community feels no about longer... it because I know when petty pieces first came out, there were a bunch of people mad that the yeah. petty pieces that came out. They were like, "Oh, you should have to fucking raw grind it like I had to." <laughs> but I don't know. I think anything that makes them easier to get is a good thing because, I, again, before we started recording, I said I think they're kind of moving away from the mentality that this is a treasure item and more towards the idea that like yeah. this is kind of. It's not required, required, but it's one of those things where it's just like you kind of like need to get it at a certain point, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was yeah. going to basically ask you. Like, I mean, don't you feel um, that this is no longer a convenience item and it's more of like a necessity with like, I mean, it's you take so much fucking damage borderline. nowadays. Yeah. It's the, borderline the, the a thing necessity. Is- one of the things I'm asked a lot when, especially when testing a new class like Draconia, is, "Hey, how is the uh, sustain on your WP?" And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, fuck! Mm. I, I forgot that's a thing people even think about." <laughs> yeah, because you have the infinite bot. Yeah. And then I, I hear people like, "Man, I've been gathering every day, but and the gathering for whatever reason, the gathering piece." And I know Rez, you finally did get yours, but the pity pieces for gathering are yeah. the worst. They're really I, ironically. Bad ironically i got mine and i i wasn't even actually uh trying to get it i think i was doing another quest i think there was like an event quest where you needed to like butcher something or something like oh that oh my god and, and so i just out of sheer chance yeah yeah i literally was just like well if i'm gonna have to butcher something i may as well do it on the like you know off chance that i get the pot piece on the fucking birds and then i actually ended up getting it <laughs> wow because I put in a good, like, I don't even know how many hours. I probably put in a good, like, 30, 40 hours, and I just gave up on that piece. I was like, I'll come back to this later. Fuck this piece, bro. Yeah, I, I can't take another 40 hours of fucking butchering birds. <laughs> or yeah, tanning. that's pretty awful. Yeah, so essentially, yeah, they... if you just start doing the weekly every week, what is it? So you need, you get five pieces. You do it if 20 you, if times. If you just do the done. weekly, and you get literally zero luck on any drops during that time period that you're doing the weekly. Mm-hmm. And then it takes you 20, what, weeks. 20 attempts. Yeah. 20 weeks. Yep. Yeah. So, which, you know, 
is a long time for just one piece. But, um, you know, that's still, at least you're making progress towards it. Same. But, I mean, there's there's a pretty damn good chance. I mean, realistically, if you're popping, like, even baseline loot scroll buff and, you know, maybe even a temp buff, you should see at least one to five drops during that hour grind that you're doing for the weekly, right? Isn't that fair to say? Well, at the gathering one, lower. But everywhere else, well, yeah, yeah, like yeah. one to two, maybe? One to three? yeah. So oh, I mean you come fine. out you come out of the weekly quest with like seven, let's say. It's a fair average. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. For, I mean you make some make some progress. For the record, you can only take one of these every week. You cannot Correct. do all five of them and have both your pop use after twenty weeks. You can only do one per week. Um yeah. and Dalen says luckily the gathering piece is less rare than the others. Dude, I gathered for a hundred and two hours. I don't care if oh it's God. less rare than the others. A hundred and two hours of gathering Farricas is fucking awful. And I yeah. wish that on nobody. And every time yeah, someone awful. every time someone starts the mana piece, I'm like, well, I would honestly I know because people are like, Well, I want to finish the narc piece first, because they say it's the rarest. I'm like if you can, no, no, no. If you can at least gather out your energy on whatever character you're gonna go do the narc thing every day, so you're at least chipping away at attempts. Yeah. Because yeah. the gathering piece can be a nightmare if you don't get it. So, and it's the so, worst. It feels so bad because it's it's one of the worst gathering spots. If you were getting Kaffir stones and good dust over time, it might feel great, but it's just you're getting bird beaks, man. <laughs> fucking <Wow>. bird beaks <laughs> so frosty as You're getting someone mcdonald's who, chicken nuggets dude yeah i know right as as someone who actually already has both of them how do you feel about this you think it's fine you think it's I, fair i love it i i think to make this a little bit easier but you still have to do a little bit of work i think is fine yeah because yeah, I, I mean not, it's but, not it's not know. it's not like you're really truly getting it for free you're still spending quite a bit of time it's just like the it's just like the pen um the pen accessory quest line like it takes yeah. still quite a bit of time in order to get it the difference is you can actually continue to grind for the pieces necessary so you spend less weeks of weeklies in order to get it so it's just uh, a nice boost a little boost to players that are trying to get it yeah i'm way more lenient on the whole oh i had to work so hard for that you should too i yeah. for whatever reason maybe it's because i just feel guilty about it but if something is that hard for me i'm like dude i hope they make this easier because people are yeah. gonna quit <laughs> I, I, I will say, say like people will quit and there's no reason to because this piece isn't that crazy it's a fucking mana recovery it's like yeah. what the fuck it shouldn't it shouldn't be this hard to get yeah now i will say i don't necessarily think they should do this for like the compass or the map or anything like that. I think those are actual treasure luxury items. And I think that's, that's a huge accomplishment and achievement for those that actually do complete those. So I don't know how you guys feel about that personally, but I, I kind of don't see the need for there to be like a pity system for those. I, I tend to agree. I'm not as, I don't look at, I don't know. I, I could understand why someone like uh, I, I'm using Blonde Bear as an example because he's a treasure hunter like through and through. It's just who he is. And I could understand why someone like him 
appreciates and feels proud of the fact that no this item is hard it's clear that it's hard everyone knows it's hard and i went through that difficulty to get it now i i get mm. that but i think that the hp and the mana pot are different yeah. and they feel way more necessary yes. than a compass where any someone with a compass their com gameplay isn't that much different okay yeah my guild has to spend seven minutes to get to where i'm at Fine. If that, if they have doom horses and whatnot, yeah. Yeah. What What were you gonna say, Raz? What do you got? Hold on, I'm executing a flawless combo right now. Um, I was gonna say, isn't that why they did the whole ancient pot thing, though, so that the people who care about the whole like, I went through the trouble of getting it the hard way, right? Like, didn't they do that for those people so that it says like ancient fucking whatever it's Ye called? Yeah, but can't you, if you get the straight drop, don't you still get that ancient title anyway? So it ended up not really mattering. Yeah, but if you got the straight drop, then you did the same grind as the, all the people who did it before the pity system. No, fuck those people. What, what, do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm just oh no, people are saying not anymore. You can't. It's different. So I guess not. Oh, you I can't? thought they had something where you basically. I I don't know. That that's another thing that's so weird to me is. I I, I guess I actually miss the way the old ones looked. I thought these ones looked cool, but I'm not a fan of gold. They have gold. Not into it. That's all I have to say. I have nothing important nothing, to add. Nothing to else to add. Nothing important to add. Nothing to that. else. The old ones look better. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, sure. If you did it early, you have an uglier pot. Grats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. And a title that no one's gonna wear because it's like, I I don't even. What is the title? Does anyone know offhand? Anyone know the the name of the title that you get? The sucker that grinded out for these. It's not even a Herald of Dawn. Who is wearing that? What a dumb title. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you could show someone that you have the title, but no one's wearing that title proudly. Come on. No. Herald of Dawn. <laughs> Astralis is me with a sad face. All right. Um. Okay. So you got to the pot. Yeah. Tamer changes. After that, did you? I don't know. Do you want me to bring up the that whole topic? I was well, let me about let, let let me let us get through these things. The tamer thing yeah. first, real quick. Yeah. So obviously. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. all right. Definitely. So here's the here's the thing. Tamers, I I'm with you. I get it. You, you guys I feel like there's a butt coming. No, you guys are not in a good Yeah, state. I really love I love how he's opening this. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I get I get it. I totally get it. You're not in a good state and I understand that. The bugs are glaring. They are like so bad. The bugs with Tamer's pets are horrendously bad and I have said multiple times and people can corroborate this. In my stream, when people come up, hey, I'm just starting the game out, was thinking about Tamer, what are your thoughts? And I always say, Tamer has a lot of bugs with the class. It's not finished right now. I do not support that class by playing it. I highly recommend against playing Tamer. Currently, mostly because of bugs. Not because of balance, more so because of bugs. Now, 
when balance when it comes to balance i get it. it's not great in large scale it's only pretty good in 1v1 and it's like average at best in pve like suck tamer is pretty good awaken tamer is a little bit worse but passable it's like passable it's not great but you could get by but i don't recommend it it's not like a oh no 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 tamer's legit like you should go try out tamer so Said no that all ever. having been said i can't with the people that keep telling me quote it has the worst pve in the game which is not true quote it has the worst 1v1 in the game which is not true and that it's just completely and utterly unplayable in every facet of the game period and it's just not true now is it in a great state no do i recommend it no but we can't get to meaningful changes or feedback if we're just gonna lie right off the bat 100 percent of the time we we can't lie and we just gotta we get the suck wizard meta yeah we got we got we have to just be honest about things that's all it is that's all that's all it is we just have to be honest about things so when we look at these changes which i looked at and i know i i don't do i main tamer i don't main tamer i don't i don't main tamer i did used to main tamer for a long time do i know tamers yes do i follow tamers i do do I ask other tamers when I read these patch notes to be like, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Break this down for me. How does this impact you? How doesn't this impact you? I did that. I, I want to make sure when I'm giving my opinion on something that it's not completely baseless and random because I don't, I don't want to upset the tamers. But unfortunately, this time I have because these changes, while yes, Roaring is nerfed, Roaring spam is gone. And I, I read all of the Reddit complaints about it. I read all the complaints on the, uh, a bunch of complaints on the Tamer Discord. I read a bunch of complaints on, in uh, everywhere. I, a bunch of people in my chat telling me that I'm a, an idiot piece of shit who doesn't know anything, so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, these in totality are buffs are they buffs that are good enough that they solve your class no nope there definitely could be more do they fix any of the pet bugs nope none of them none of them addressed here at all none of the pet bugs are addressed here and and gun rocks and chat can vouch for me i have i have addressed a million times the pet bugs are inexcusable and an embarrassment to pearl abyss they need to be fixed and they are not fixed here but you can't look at this because this is the initial reaction I saw from everybody everywhere. Up, oh, they nerfed Tamer even more. Weird. Nerfing worst class in game already. No. No. These are not just nerfs. Are they good enough to be amazing? No, they're not. But are they buffs? Yeah, they are. And there's a lot of people on a lot of classes over the history of time that are like, well, fuck, man. Like, I haven't gotten anything ever. And some changes are still a positive step. Do they fix everything? No, they don't. They don't fix everything. You have a lot of stuff that still needs to be buffed and, and changed for sure. But is it nothing? No, it's not nothing. And if, if when they finally give you something positive, your only feedback is fuck you, then it's like, I, I don't know. Fuck you too. 
you know what I mean I I don't know it's like come on it's like hey this is a great first step but here's what we're still missing that that's the feedback I expected when I read through this I was like okay here's how I see it let me ask a few other tamers and really really good tamers were brutally honest with me and they were like listen this doesn't fix all of the issues I have with it but it's a step. It's a minor step. It's going to help our PVE, helps our PVP, our protected combo in this area and this area helps our PVE in this area and this area. But here's what's still missing and here's a list. But you can't just look at this and be like, oh, this is a net negative. We're nerfed even more. Because that's just not wrong and weird to say in general. It's like, okay, cool. This is step one. Hopefully there's more. Because this isn't everything that needs to be addressed. They definitely need to do more. And do I agree that the roaring spam while grinding low-end grind spots is that bad and Suck Zerker isn't a worse issue? No. Suck Zerker definitely needs to be addressed first, for sure. Am I disappointed that Tamer getting its its pet CC, uh, its pet fucking roaring spam while running around on a horse nerfed was priority over Suck Zerker and Suck Kuno and some of the range damage in the game? That is disappointing. I don't think that that needed to be changed first. But the thing a lot of people keep forgetting is that because of the way Roaring works on pets, people were doing it with bots and macros. And that was a problem that they wanted to address. That's it. It's not because they hate you tamers. It's not because I hate you tamers. It's literally just because it is so easy to gain way more money than everyone else while not actually playing the game on this class with macros. That's it. It's just that simple. I know it sucks and I wish they didn't have to nerf the class in order to get rid of that, but they did have to do it. But they were like, fuck, we can't just nerf the class because this class already isn't in a good state. So let's do a couple little buffs and it's all right. Now, does that make Tamer great? No. Does that make me happy with Pearl Abyss's decisions? Overall, no. Tamer definitely needs more. All of the pet bug changes need to be fixed. Their AoEs are way too small specifically for PvE on Awakening. It's in absurd how small some of the AoEs are, making them basically useless at a place like Orcs. But it still is like, you can't just lie to me and tell me these are all nerfs, Frosty. This is like, this is the equivalent to buffing Kunai throw. No, it's not. Lowering the cooldown on one of your mobility one of your mobility skills and one of your protected damage skills is not the equivalent of buffing the damage of kunai throw by 10%. It's not. Those are different. They're not even comparable. Removing the stamina cost of Bolt and Jolt is not the same as buffing kunai. What is that music in the background? <laughs> Was that Nayashi? Yeah, my wife's watching a fucking show. She made it really loud. Um, It's just not the same. So don't lie to me. That's all I'm asking you, Tamers. We can be mad at Pearl Abyss together. But don't lie to me. I, it's not okay. Don't be dramatic and say this is all a nerf. Everything here is a nerf. Because I, I'm going to go around and I'm going to ask a bunch of other tamers. And if you just align with the Reddit tamers and you're not actually thinking it through, I have nothing for you. I, have no, I can't even have a proper discussion with you. Unfortunately. Shade Shade in chat says, quote, I think the buffs are amazing two cents. That's crazy, Shade, because... Overall, they're nerfs. Did you know that? That's what I'm saying. It's like, there's other people. 
There's other people out there. I, I'm going to ask a bunch of people. I'm not just like looking at the bullet points. Ha! <laughs> Great. So Tamer is fixed. And then going around telling everyone, hey, Tamer's fixed, guys. I don't know why Tamers are crying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that these are buffs. They're not nerfs. Yes, they nerfed Roaring Spin. The, the irony of it all is every good Tamer I have ever talked to, ever, in the history of since the day Succession Tamer came out, is like, man, I hope they nerf Roaring so that way they have the opportunity to see the balance that it's at after Roaring's nerfed and actually make the class feel like a great class. Because Roaring Spam is so cheesy and awful and not a fun playstyle to play against and not a fun playstyle to actually play. So now, two years later, when they finally do it, it's like, oh, man, we love that playstyle. Why would they change this? It's just, it's just strange. I just find it odd. Yeah. Man, that was a that was a long emotional uh, monologue there. Yeah, it was. This was this was your birthday wish to just trash on tamers, wasn't it? <laughs> I just he's been waiting for this all year. <laughs> mm. No, tamer is. I, I agree. Um... I agree. Like, I personally. I, it has been nice seeing no tamers out in the world because you know they're such bullies <laughs> with their with their two you know two v wanting people. The two v wanting, yeah, yeah. It's it's a real problem, man. It, they're just a bunch of fucking bullies. Here, um, here's a little known fact, and I don't even know Reslar if you know. Did Reslar? Do you know I ever played tamer? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So when I first played the game, the first class that I truly felt like, dude. Like, this class is so sick. I did hate from day one, for the record, that it was, like, for some reason, not, a, like, a full-grown, normal class like everyone else. I, I thought it was odd that I have to be, like, a small girl that can't... The, fir the, the first one that attracted you to play the game was the 14-year-old. Yeah. No, not, not, not to play the game. <laughs> no, because I, I played the game, and I was trying other classes, and I went through Sork, and I went through uh, Wizard and Valkyrie, but Tamer was the first one where I was, like... This is my class. Like I play tamer. Yeah. I main tamer. Like duel me on my tamer. Come to battle arena. I'll go to you. And then when the CC changes happened, I kind of was like, I didn't like that tamer became so pre-awaken centric over how much you were in awakening pre-CC changes. It kind of the playstyle like changed. Seventy thirty, right? As far as pre-awaken to yeah. I mean, it, the playstyle changed so much that all of your catches were pre-awakening and I, I didn't like that style and I wasn't as into that style, which is why I have zero interest in Tamer succession. And if Tamer awakening got changed dramatically, it might be more interesting to me. But so I want to see Tamer do well because there's a still little bit of me in the back of my mind. That's like, man, it'd be, it'd be kind of cool to main Tamer. Yeah. But it's just not, it definitely would be different for you to go back to that for sure. Yeah. I've always known you as a Kuno and, you know, a bully mystic and, <laughs> uh, you know, all the other fun classes that you end up, you know, just teaching people how to play their own class in PVE. Yeah. So I, I want, I want the class to end up being awesome. And I know, I know for sure looking at this, that this would, is not enough to make the class. And then everyone compares it to suck Zerker and no, uh, of course, this doesn't make it Suck Zerker. But it do, it is a, a step. It's a tiny step in improving it. And Suck Zerker needs to be nerfed. So the goal shouldn't be to make Tamer like Suck Zerker. 
at all. But it's it's still just don't lie to me. I, I guess it's at the end of the day, it's like don't lie to me. We could be mad or disappointed, like, hey, yeah, they made some changes and it, it cost roaring spam to do it. And I wish they did more and they still didn't fix the pet bugs. But that's not what I was addressed with. The night of these Global Lab notes and the next day was just nonstop like, oh my God, they nerfed us more. And I was like, I was like, am I, are my translations wrong? Because I'm seeing like a bunch of cooldown decreases and damage increases in PVE. And they removed the stamina cost from Bolt Jolt, which was really fucking a lot. Like the stamina cost on Bolt Jolt made that class feel like your stamina starved because it was on your attacks. And then I see the the flow full moon cooldown reduction from seven to five seconds, which means you can use it all the time. Cloud stomping is one of their major mobility skills, which now the flow, the flow of cloud stomping is built into the actual skill. So that means you get to do cloud stomping and flow cloud ride 100% of the time every seven seconds. I'm like, how are these not... How is this all nerfs? I'm I'm so confused. So yeah, I don't know. There it is. That's I, I said I don't know. That's how you know it's the end of the segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, tamers don't lie to me. All right. You goddamn liars. I had a really good long talk with like four or five different tamers that were honest. It was just the majority of them were being dishonest. And, <laughs> um, but the four or five that were honest and they broke down everything. They were like, look, here's what I like about this. Here's what I don't like. Gunrocks put up a nice video showing kind of the different changes and how some of them are cool and some of them are awesome. Just because you think the changes are good doesn't mean that the class is in a perfect state and that it can't get even better. That's all it is. It doesn't mean that the, the class shouldn't get more. You can admit that your class got positive changes while still feeling like, man, I wish it got more. For example, Awaken Kuno got positive changes with the reworks when it comes to PvE. Does it need more? It needs way fucking more. It is still dog shit in PvE. But that doesn't mean that the changes it got weren't positive. It just needs more. It just wasn't enough to bring it to the level of every other class. And that's the same thing here. Like there's some really cool stuff in here. Get it. There was some exploits going on with Roaring and they had to address it eventually. Now they did as compensation. They lowered the cooldown of, of Roaring in both Awakening and Pre-Awakening. Or sorry, in Succession and pro and uh, and Pre-Awakening. And then they lowered the cooldown of some other, uh, some other abilities. They also made Void Lightning. Uh, a pull skill, so since you no longer could spam Roaring as a pull, you have something else in there to weave in between. But it, yeah, it needs more. But these are still some cool changes, some nice stuff. Some positive stuff in there. That's all I'm saying. So, and yeah. Uh, Seed saying, Armin asked for more feedback right after the patch, so they're going to do more. And I hope they do, and I hope that they fix all the bug like the annoying bugs with the pets are inexcusably bad and actually kind of embarrassing that they're not addressed in this patch. The first time Tamer gets meaningful changes and none of the bugs got fixed. None of the pet bugs got fixed. It is very, very odd to me. But some of the changes are pretty cool and pretty awesome. So there you go, Tamers. There you have it. You can hate me all you want. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Now, actually, what did you want? To, you wanted to talk about desync a little bit. 
Um, yeah, so basically, I was having a conversation with uh, Zero Den Hunter, and uh, uh, we, we got on the top of a desync and whatnot because he had a, an experience yesterday that was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I put two clips that he provided from yesterday um, in the Discord. Um, so we'll go over the first one here. And this is because yesterday, for some reason, the servers were extremely bad. During Easter, yeah. Yeah. The guys there normally that, that move the packets around manually by hand weren't there. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So, yeah, in in this particular case, there's a couple different like weird scenarios. This first one is where he just ends up desyncing really hard, and it's clear as day that he's just desyncing. But the second one is where it gets more interesting. But, okay. yeah, so in this first clip, he just... Fight some people. He's uh, trying to um, playing with a sepia other player, a sepia filter. It looks like or something. I don't yeah. know what's happening there. Yeah, and then he gets the the standard desync, but halfway through the clip, he goes to do slashing the dead, and he like literally gets frozen midair during a super armor, mind you. And then it just like it just gets weird, and he has to bail out of that situation. But it was just interesting desync. And um, the and second clip. The guy Go dies ahead. on his screen, does a yeah, death animation, and then all of a sudden appears with low life. Right? Yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was just a little weird. And then I don't the have second... a feed. Did it show him a kill? No, he didn't get a kill on that one. Okay. Not on the second guy, at least. But um, the second clip is when it gets weirder. Um, he... CC's this guy from Stray, and he's comboing him. He's definitely going to kill him, you can tell. Mm -hmm. And then the weirdness happens when he goes to actually do the final blow. He actually, from the animation, kills him. You can see the stand-up animation um, after like five seconds in, but then he spawns back. Yeah. Like, like if he wasn't killed, <laughs> and he's still on the ground, and then he gets up and continues fighting. It's the right. weirdest shit. I posted so, a clip like, from opposite point of view. This is from a Zerker grabbing Zerodin. And oh then, God, here we go. And then moving and then Zerodin killing him basically out of his grab. Well, the grab kills, those are those are old from uh, oh shit, geez. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that one is bad. That one's really bad. He moves with his body over towards the rock, throws him down, and then he's literally just out of the combo and, and kills Azu. And as Azu says in chat, it always seems to happen when I'm fighting Zerodin. Really? Yeah, I, I've seen some weird horse stuff with Zerodin where, uh, for whatever reason, he's like the only player I've ever fought in open world where when he gets knocked off his horse, he doesn't have to do, he doesn't get the fall animation or anything. He's just upright automatically. It's very odd. I, I don't know. Um, and again, I didn't play yesterday. I didn't log in yesterday, so I have no idea um, what the lag was like. So I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, know either. I, I, was, I had family, family over. Yeah, I had family over, so I didn't get a chance to play and see. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just interesting because we were we were getting on the topic about basically how the state of the game used to be. Um, you, you know, we've had this discussion quite a few times where basically I would bring up how like my iframes don't work and I feel like the game's just been deteriorating. The servers specifically have just been deteriorating over the years. And I still hold that position on that. But you made a solid argument where the game is getting faster and whatnot, but it 
at the same yeah. time, I mean, this would but this, similar this is with an the example. Ta- similar with the Tamer thing, though, that doesn't mean I don't think it should be improved and worked. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, definitely course, should. Like if they can do anything to reduce latency, and I know everyone thinks that the fix is well, let's move it to Chicago, yeah, and it's like yeah, okay, yeah, well, let's More just move it to Chicago or... so that way the East Coast players are are happy for a while, and then the West Coast players are, are fucked. Best. But the, <laughs> uh, exactly, Dalen, ding, 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 128 tick servers win. This game is way too fast to have a 60 fucking tick rate. So uh, the tick rate, and again, I'm I I I'm not technical in this stuff. But here's the baseline yeah, for how I understand how tick rate works. Essentially, uh, when you have a certain tick rate, every time that tick rate happens. So if your tick rate is is 60, well, de- demo. So Dalen is saying he bet you it's 30. Damo did some test and he concluded that he thinks it's 60 tick rate about two and a half years ago. Now, again, that it, maybe it's different for us now, but uh, apparently it's, it's, it's either 30 or 60, but either way, neither of those are enough because a lot of people play the game on way more than 60 FPS and with like varying oh, yeah. degrees of ping. But essentially the higher the tick rate, and the TLDR of it is the more often the server is sending the information to relay back what's actually supposed to be happening. So it's closer to what's actually going on. The higher the tick rate, the better, because the more often the server's updating with the information that's actually going on. That's that's weird. I figured it would be the opposite. The lower, the better, because, you know, typically when it comes to like ping, the lower, the better. Right. So tick rate is uh, different than that. Yeah. yeah. Tick, like- tick rate is different. So tick rate, tick rate is literally just the the intervals between which information is sent and received to the server. So the higher the tick rate, the more often and uh, the more often the information oh, is sent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that makes more sense then. So technically, by saying it's it's higher, it's obviously a lot less time between each. Tick. Yes, exactly. It's less time between uh, it, the latency. So uh, Dalian puts it a different way: the lower the tick rate, the larger the corrections the client has to make. Yeah, yeah, that actually right. is a good explanation. So it, it would be nice, just one, to try to improve tick rate, like yeah. a lot. Like I don't know what it costs. I have no idea. I actually, me and a, a group of friends of mine tried to look this up and figure out like what does it cost to increase the tick rate, and I I could not find information on it because I'm wondering like is it really so expensive to improve the tick rate a- at least so that we can check that mark? You know what I mean? Like check that box. Yeah. Like okay, tick rate isn't the issue if there's something else going on. Like, yeah. so that would be an awesome first step. Also, just I know everyone just says blanketly, like they have bad net code. Well, break down what you mean by that. What specifically is bad? What have you found that's bad? And if you have that information, send it in as feedback and Perlibus fix it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what it means to just be like, it has bad net code. I just, it just doesn't tell me anything. It, it, yeah, it, it really honestly doesn't really mean anything if you don't have like anything like are you losing packets or you know whatever the case is you know like it doesn't really mean anything if you just vaguely say it's just bad net code yeah and then on top of that like just any optimizations they can make in both frame rate lag disconnections improve their servers just make it more reliable every improvement they could possibly make as well as increasing the tick rate should happen yeah yeah no it's definitely I just wanted to kind of like um, show those and because the serves were especially bad yesterday and it just, it was 
the topic divulged into the previous topics that we've had on the podcast and, you know, between just me and you personally as well. And, uh, so I thought it'd be interesting to show like, it just, it kind of supports like the whole, the, the servers are just degrading argument more so than like the speed of the game per se. So Hakiri says BDO's game engine is legit. The worst game engine I've ever seen in my life. Have you played what other MMOs have you played? Yeah, like because that's like such I get a, that's such a I get I get the desync thing, but like okay, Lost Ark. Would you? I would argue, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know enough about software development. But the top-down view version of Lost Ark should be smoother, in yep. my opinion, than BDO because it's using less resources. The graphics aren't as intense. There's not as much detail You're not going showing on. showing as much world. There's, yeah, there's not as much, there's like a lot more limited. There's not background. The view distance is like not even a factor because you just don't have view distance. None of that should matter. Yeah. But the thing Which is- means all is like, your resources should be focused around just your screen. And I, I, I said this to a few of my friends, like we had a group, uh, it was like me, P. Lorenz, um, uh, Bear, uh, a few bloom. I think we had a few people like it all in chat and I was like, okay, I know this is going to sound crazy, but now that I've been playing lost Ark for a full month, every time I log back into BDO, I'm like blown away by the frame rate I get in BDO compared to lost Ark. And I cannot figure out why, because there's no reason why lost Ark should seem more choppy than BDO considering it's a fucking top down view game with way lower quality graphics. And and have you ever played Elion? Have you ever played no. Terra or Ion? Like you're telling me BDO is the worst game engine in the history of any game you have ever played is just absolutely absurd. For like how good the graphics are and how good the frame rate actually is, like I get it in Siege, like your frames drop massively and there's definitely parts of the game that need to be improved. And every time I think that, it's like, no, uh, so many of these other games are so much worse. Yeah. It's like actually blows my mind. I'm like, wait, how the fuck are the graphics in this game that I'm playing so bad? Have you played Dying Light 2? It's fucking <laughs> choppy as shit and the graphics are not good at all. Have you played Dying Light 2? It's so bad. It's actually so fucking bad. People just love to hate on BDO because they know it could be better. That's, I think, ultimately what the thing is, the issue is, when people are like throwing hate at and hate and shade towards it. They just know it could be better, so they just they just get mad at the game and just call everything about it trash, even though they still keep logging in and, you know, playing. No, it's not. Storm, Storm is saying, have you walked into Velika on Terra? It's not Velika anymore. They have a new hometown. I forget the name of it, but the, the hometown... It literally just blows up my computer over and over. It just turns off. The game closes on me. I have to reopen it and, and try to find an empty channel where I can't be in the main city. Now, be fa- to be fair, I still get the bullshit where you go into Battle Arena and then you go to exit and it just drops you from the game completely. Yeah, again, and every time it's like, well, when you, if you defend it, you're saying it doesn't have problems. I'm not. There's definitely things that can be fixed. There is a yeah. frame rate issue. If you were to, if someone were to go in and measure and record the frame rate in statue rotation at Sacrea compared to main rotation, main rotation frame rate is way, way better. There are definitely places where they can they can improve the the performance a yeah. thousand percent. To, but to just be like, 
BDO's game engine is the worst bar none. It's like, no, no, it's fucking not, man. There's so many worse game engines out there. It's like, just silly. Yeah. And my, my whole thing was, uh, I don't, I don't have, have that stance. I just, it was mostly just like the whole, the whole thing where the servers have been degrading over years. It's just like on Easter, a day where arguably less players are on. God's watching. Dude family. God's watching. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like the servers just aren't performing up to snuff. It's, that's weird. It's just confusing. But yeah, no, I definitely don't have the viewpoint that this game's servers or this game's engine's bad compared to like everything else out there. I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, I don't, I haven't played this game for like five to six years because the game engine's shit. Yeah. Baba and Chaz comparing it to, uh, <laughs> blade and soul which is another good example he says played blade and soul for six months love it before uh or sorry played bdo now for six months love it before played blade and soul if uh if you go 12 man in it you have 12 fps whereas here i have 150 plus i yeah, know blade and soul is like some of the i i don't even understand blade and soul's frame rate issues i i felt i could be by myself in a desert with no textures and nothing around me and be somehow stuck at 27 fps with a fucking 2080 yeah. Ti. Yeah. My only, my only time that I'm really getting like heated and griping over stuff with BDO is just because I know the game can be better. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. And I would love for it to be improved. And I, I actually think if they had a Global Lab patch, I've daydreamed about this a few times. They had a Global Lab patch, not even an announcement. Don't even go into a fucking Calfion ball or Heidel ball and announce that you're doing this. Just let it be a surprise on Global Labs one day where they just have 50 million bullet points, like improve the frame rate in Secrea uh, at statue rotation, improve the frame rate at blah, 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 improve the frame rate, improve this, improve the, the crashing that happened here. Like just 50, 60 you know bullet points of just frame height. rate and crash improvements. I feel like people like, Oh, people would be so happy to read that shit. Yeah, the hype from people would be insane for sure. Rose, you got anything you want to throw in here? Sorry, I feel like we've been uh rambling. No, you're fine. I've I've just been practicing combos this whole time. <laughs> Rez, you you play you recently upgraded your PC and you play a bunch of different yeah. games. Like what what's your feelings on the performance of BDO and like either Ooh, by yourself you get... or with groups or whatever? Uh it's pretty fucking bad. Um, but I think that I, the thing is, is I don't fucking program. I don't, I, I don't know how this shit works. I have a feeling it has to deal with the speed of the game, which you guys have touched on, obviously just how fast everything is. Um, cause it's like, there's been lots of action combat games that while they may have some desync, I feel like it's not as bad as this game. I, I I just think it's the fucking speed. So if that means speeding up the servers, like you mentioned, like I, I'm not sure how to fix it. I don't know if it's like netcode, um, but I think it's I think it's pretty fucking bad, honestly. Um, what what about separate from It could from also be an just... engine problem though, because remember they have a custom engine. Like it could be an engine problem. I have no fucking clue. Well, separate separate from desync, what do you think about like frame frame rate? Frame rate? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, oh, sorry, I'm supposed to be Ring apparently. Um, oh, they're dueling. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. It's 
The thing is, is it's one of those games where it looks really, really fucking nice, but unless you have a really high-end PC, you can't really play it on super nice mode, which it's increasingly getting, like, less that way as technology keeps advancing and the graphics remain the same, right? Um, so, like, more and more people are able to, like, play on Remastered and shit, and that's just a wild thought to me because if you, uh... If you told me, like, I don't know, maybe... If you told me, like, even three years ago, like, people were sieging and remastered, I'd be like, there's no fucking shot. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, right. The performance guide stuff is kind of frustrating. Like, you have to have a guide to be able to, I don't know, get decent frames out. But I really don't mind it for how good the uh, the game looks, in all honesty. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's... Yeah. Someone's in chat saying I remastered looks like shit in my opinion due to the bright sky. That's true. I mean, remastered's not for everyone. I go kind of back and forth on if I like remastered or not. I I wish there was an FSR version for medium and low. Yeah, I I like remastered and I think it looks pretty good. But the the bright shiny lights from just your weapon going across your screen sometimes can be a little much. But yeah, it is nice aesthetically, but. In, in smaller doses, I think. I like medium as well. Medium's a great, comfortable grind graphics where you get the best of both worlds. You get, you know, more FPS while still seeing enough of the graphics to make it look nice and pretty. Yeah. If I'm not streaming, um, for the last year or so, if I'm not streaming, I usually go to Node War on medium unless uh Siege, I'll go to low because there's just way too many people. Yeah, way too but many. I, I, what do you do when you stream? Are you? Yeah, but didn't Armin say that he was going to siege on remastered on his? Yeah, on his but PC he's the also other day? he's also a paid week? employee, you know. Yeah, okay, he's, well. <laughs> he's, he's, he's working with the best of the best. Yeah, I, so I'll go to. I, yeah, I've tried remastered and siege, but it feels bad to me. And siege is like I always have to turn off skill effects. Uh, yeah, Node yeah, wars, especially if I'm not streaming. Node wars, I could play on medium with skill effects on, even far away effects, and I I don't mind it. It's fine. I actually prefer that. But when I'm streaming, I'm not sure what resources streaming is taking up mostly, but it definitely affects my frames like a lot, even in the most basic things. So, I don't know. Maybe I need to get a second PC for streaming, but, you know, it's, it's kind of expensive. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't done that yet, honestly. Well. But, yeah, it is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Shame, Plus, you shame might have for... a hard time actually landing your hands around a fucking graphics card at this point. So. Also, I hear it's super tedious. There's a kind of a lot to it. And then people run into issues. Probably fake uni has one set up like that, so he'd probably be able to give you some do's and don'ts. Yeah. FSR 2.0 is coming. That is true. FSR, an updated version of FSR uh, is coming. Is it out already on some games? I don't know if it is or not, but hopefully PA gets on that and we get whatever the latest version is. Because for me... FSR has actually been the first time I, I stream in remastered always when I'm grinding I'm really? in remastered I, like basically 100% of the time and outside of the stupid bug zone where it's really laggy when there's a lot of mobs near the end of each room I actually oh my god my loot scroll has been running in the background this whole time uh, 
<laughs> outside of the bug I hate zone, that when that happens, yeah. Outside of the bug zone, it's been really smooth for me. Like when I'm grinding Jade, I have no problem with frames at Jade Forest while streaming and in remastered. Yeah, I mean, I play. I mean, I I, I can't really contribute too much because I constantly play in low, very low. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I I really don't have many frame issues in it. Uh, generally speaking, occasionally I get like weird fucking just like frame drops on CCs, which can be frustrating. But I'm honestly not confident that that's the game and not my PC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Could just be yeah. something weird. If on you're my by end. yourself grinding, do you have frame issues? No, nah, it's pretty much always in PvP. Yeah. I know I don't have frame issues either in, in Battle Arena for the most part. If I'm just like me and one other dude. If ever there's like a bunch of people, then things start getting a little hairy. Like I, I know for sure I get frame rate issues back in the day when we would do King of the Hills and the line would get super long. And there's just so many people next to me while I'm doing it, I would start getting issues, but uh, for the most part, it's not too bad. Anyway, uh, there is one other thing I, I completely forgot to write in the little rundown. Uh, Draconia got its for bombs. And I'm just going to say it right now, and, and, and maybe I'll, I'll have to eat my words down the road, but I think they got... Of the six options, I think they got one good Rebomb and the rest are trash. You there think so? I, I really, really think so. I, I think the uh, only good Rebomb is the one that buffs their team and their movement speed and their heal, their self-heal. The other ones, I went on Global Labs and tested them. They are all... So first of all, these first two are just 1v1 combo skills. The, the level 56 ones. One is like this uppercut completely unusable the time between the end of that uppercut and when you can use another skill is so absurdly long that i it has to be bugged there's no way that you it, it doesn't make any sense so the only usable one is mark thanon's fangs which is the second level 56 one which is it does a, a float and then a slash and it flows fairly well into other abilities this ability isn't special, it's not unique, it doesn't have anything cool or different than any other. It's not Serpent Ascension, it's not Wheel of Wrath, it's just a relatively decent speed re-CC that I think will flow well in combos. It, it, I don't know if it makes the class better. The class already has two of these in its pre-awaken kit with Absolutes, with SF and SLMB. Actually, SLMB is a prime skill, uh, but I don't. It's it's okay. It's okay. It might be used in combos, especially if some things are on cooldown, potentially. We'll see. I don't think it's... Neither of these are useful in PvE. Uh, the next set of skills, the level 57 one, Piercing Wings, is probably one of the worst bombs I've ever seen in my entire life. So, this is... it. You press Shift-Z. It is a forward guard. So, when you read it on face value, it, sound, it actually sounds fucking awesome. So, it's a 15-second cooldown. Uh, 10, 28 times one up to eight hits accuracy, 7% forward guard while charging stun on successful hit, no collision while moving PVP damage reduction on it. And it, you travel through a target relatively quickly. The problem is you cannot get rid of that charge animation. The charge animation is there 100% of the time and it is so slow. It doesn't flow into or out of any abilities well at all. Nothing. Nothing flows well with it. I don't think anyone will ever use this ability once it comes to live server. This ability feels to me just completely dead on arrival if it comes good, as huh? it is here. 
It doesn't connect with anything well. There's no way to cancel the charge. None of it feels good. It's just a completely trash ability. If you get stunned by this, you're going to end up on Pistanity. It'll be an embarrassment. Dra <laughs> Dragon Assault. This one is a little bit different. It's a, it's a 15 second cooldown. It's fully super armor. It dashes you forward. It's very slow and it doesn't flow out of well, but it does apply a DP debuff. So for group PVP, if you want to get in and just do like a super armor AOE low damage skill that has a has a DP debuff, it, it's pretty all right for that or chaining together super armors. So it's not great. It's not bad. It, it's okay. It has this weird issue where for some reason, even though it technically has collision, it moves you past the target after you do the uppercut. So you're like, it just moves you like behind targets. It, it's super weird. I, I don't know why, but it, it moves, even if they're directly in front of you, you start the uppercut in front of them and then you end way behind them and then you have to reposition and Draconia is just not good at repositioning. So this skill I don't particularly like, though I yeah, think it'll be the one chosen. I'm noticing that when I'm on the season. It, it seems a little wonky with its uh, immediate movements that it needs to do. Yeah. Now, here... Uh, the level 58 skills, now the tooltip is wrong here, the cooldown is wrong on this level 58 skill, the cooldown for both of them is 18 seconds, not 23 and 30. I don't know if that's intended or a mistake or what, but when you go into Global Labs and actually try both of these level 58 rebombs out, they're both actually 18 seconds uh, cooldown. The first one I think is incredible and super powerful and great for, for group PvP. Uh, it gives them, it's an 18 second cooldown, can't use it during cooldown, restores 10% of your own max HP. Uh, it gives 15% move speed buff to yourself and allies for 15 seconds and a 24% critical hit rate buff for 15 seconds for yourself and allies. Now, the crit rate buff itself is not particularly good for the Draconia because all of her skills that you would use in group PvP all have 100% crit already. But it is very powerful yeah, cape. for people around you. What, Russ? Oh, sorry. I meant to mute for that. Oh. I was talking in the chat. <laughs> my <laughs> um, bad, my bad. But the crit rate is great for people around you. Uh, just as an example, if I'm on a Sukuno and I'm next to a Draconia and they use this, this 24% crit rate is going to buff the damage of Shadow Explosion. It's going to buff the damage of Tenon Cutter. It's going to buff the damage of Shadow Stomp. So it's incredibly powerful for your team because not a lot of classes have 100% crit rate on a lot of powerful skills for um, their, you know, whatever, for some of their skills. So, and the move speed buff is nice and plus it heals 10% of your HP. It's not protected in any way. You can't cancel the animation. There's no like gimmicks to get in or out of it. It just, you have to raw hard cast it from your hotbar and it has its, its duration. But cool skill nonetheless, one of the more powerful ones. The second one, also an 18 second cooldown, does 901 times six, 50% crit, 8% uh, accuracy rate, damage reduced by 30%, has super armor, and it is an AOE uh, cast, attack, and move speed slow debuff by 20% for 10 seconds. On paper, this one is the one I liked when I first read all these skills, but in practice, I really, really don't like this skill because it, it is incredibly slow. You have to do the whole animation. And the slow debuff is essentially fatal blows AOE, but around your whole character. 
So they have to be, you have to be like making contact with the character basically to apply the slow debuff. You'll see it affect targets way further than the AOE, but they don't get the slow. So I almost think that this skill for PVE in particular is intended to be a pull skill because it has a pretty big AOE, but the slow debuff is only applied directly around your character, like a pretty small AOE, if that makes sense. So the skill is like, is it usable? Probably. Is it great? I, I don't think so. It's not like, it's not Devastation or Gravedigger or Ensnaring Sand on Hash or, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, what's the, the Kuno skill? The actual class that I mean, I can't figure out it's going dance macabre. It's not like that. It, the AOE is too small and it, and, and it's really slow. So it's it has its uses. I think it'll be mostly used in one V one as like a part of an SA rotation. I don't know if it'll be used in group PVP. I think the other skills a lot better. Um, and for the record, and again, this again, I, I could end up eating my words. None of these abilities help its PVE in any way whatsoever. Not not a single one of them. So the, those are my those are the uh my breakdown of the Draconia's rebombs. Uh thoughts? I mean it's hard for me to have an opinion on them. I haven't really played the class too much. They look interesting though. I I I, I think I don't know. I I haven't played the class, so let me state this first. I okay. haven't really played the class that much, so my opinion does not hold nearly as much weight as yours does. But I think that the the rebombs are probably going to be more useful than you think. I I just think I don't know. The 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 first like CCs, the fifty six rebomb, I think is pretty decent. I think it's it's more decent than you're giving it credit for. The protected movement is well, like really nice, huh? Why? It's like he it's, it's almost like Heaven's Cleave from Warrior, except slower. It's literally that same ability, except slower and, and probably does less damage overall. But I just think that she's missing kind of like... I, I just think she's kind of missing a CC like that. Just like a, a relatively... Well, it's not a catch, quick. though. It's a re-CC. It's too slow to be a catch. It's really, really slow. And you can't cancel uh out of it. So it's only going to be used as a re-CC. Actually, it's worse okay. than Heaven's Cleave because Heaven's Cleave moves you forward. This one doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think more protected movement is insane because I, I, I don't know. I personally feel like that class already has a lot of protected movement. I know it can't spam its protected movement, but the protected movement it has takes it really fucking far. So I think adding more of that is going to be pretty pretty nuts, honestly. Okay. Uh. And I think that the slow in one v ones and the uh, like AOE buff for your your party mates is going to be very 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 useful. I, I think those are the the best ones honestly because I I think that slow I, I honestly think that slow is probably exactly what it needs for one v ones. Again, if I'm wrong, like that's fine. I haven't played the class. I haven't one v one on it, so I'm not purporting to understand the nuances of the class. I just think that that slow. It's going to be really good for its 1v1s. And that buff is going to be really nice for large scale. Yeah, the buff is super nice for large scale. I, I actually think this skill is not only good, but like great. 
I think yeah. the buff is a great skill. The only reason I don't feel the same as you about the slow is because once I tested its AOEs, it, it you have to be on top and it has a wind up. So you're not, I, it would be, I don't know how you get hit by the slow or ever. Like I, I actually can't imagine being hit by the slow. And again, my perspective is like, I'm thinking if I'm dueling this class on an, an awakened Kuno, or an awakened hash, or um, like a mist. Like you're just not close enough ever to be hit by it, unless you happen to cast it as they're about to dive into you. Because it doesn't have AOE. It, it's only um, it, it's only like the target right in front of you. That's the only reason I don't. Otherwise, I would think the slow. If it had a little bit more AOE, I'd be like, okay, this is pressure that you can put on people and um they're gonna run into that the other thing is i i don't know what the cooldown intention is it's an 18 second cooldown so you're not really gonna have the slow on people that often so once you whiff it once you're you're not gonna have a slow for a 20 second fight yeah is the other the other thing which i'm okay with that I, I actually don't like that slows are a 10 second cooldown and a 10 second slow duration kind of drives me nuts but so I'm okay with the duration. I just think it's going to be a very hard slow to land in 1v1. But I did look at these... When I looked at these two skills, my initial thought was the same thing. And even after testing, I still think... Like, you're not going to use this group buff in a 1v1 because there's no point. You're never going to cast that in a group or in a 1v1. Like, you're just going to get CC'd. So you're definitely better off using the slow. But the slow feels more like a lingering SA where it's like, don't you don't want to come into me because you're going to get slowed. Yeah. I guess. Which is okay. It's okay. It's like not, I guess not totally useless, but just not as scary as it looks. I, I guess my reaction to it is why I sound so harsh is because of our good friend Reddit where I was reading through the feedback of these rebombs and one of the big ones that I found hilarious was this needs to be nerfed ASAP. Why is Draconia getting such overpowered rebombs? Protected area effect, all slow with good damage and low PvP reduction. Protected mobility rebomb choices with attached big damage. Hello, developers. And I'm like, I don't know how on earth you got unless, like, if you if you even touched these rebombs on Global Labs and felt how they feel, I don't know how that's your reaction to these rebombs. There are so much better. I would gladly, in a second, take all three of Kuno's rebombs over any of these rebombs. Literally none of these I would trade for a Kuno one. Yeah, I don't think the rebombs are, like, OP. I just think I think they're pretty solid. It, and it sucks that they don't really do anything to, like, improve your PvE, because I know I that's know. what you really wanted. It drives like, me that nuts, really, dude. I know that really fucking blows, but I I don't know I I felt like when I looked at it, my first impression was like, whoa, these are insane, and then like I actually started thinking about it, and I, I kind of tempered that opinion down to like, ah, I I think they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. Um, I I definitely don't think only one of them is useful. <laughs> I think only but one again, of them like, is. Again, like I don't I don't I don't play the class, so my opinion's not worth shit. Like, well, the one that the one that I think disappointed me to the the most is this piercing wings one, because a forward guard on charge and then a stun on hits. Where I was like, dude, they got a fast catch. 
this was like I, I was like this is what it's missing to help its 1v1 this is going to feel like a totally well-rounded class and then I was like alright let me figure out how to cancel this charge animation and there's just no way there's nothing you can do before this skill maybe someone has come up with that I tried E which is what mostly cancels most of the skills in her uh, E cancels most of the skills in her kit I tried F I tried uh, forward RMB first. I tried SF. I tried side dashing. I tried doing her ADRMB iframe into it. And every time you get stuck in, you get hard stuck in this charging animation and you have to spam left click. You're like spamming left click to do the dash. Mm. If you don't, and the spam left click, like it always charges for at least like 1.7 or two seconds. So it's like, uh, it felt weird. It felt like, like I was getting stuck. Like my game was freezing. It's tilting me, but the skill does look cool. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's <laughs> maybe they have to be careful in the rebombs a little bit because of what happened with Corsair. Cause Corsair went from being like, I'm, I'm, this is pretty good in large scale to holy fuck. It's untouchable. Now it's going to get yeah. out of every bad situation. A hundred percent of the time. So I, I, I do like this group buff. I'm a fan. I know everyone hates PA and thinks that PA and all that stuff is bad, but I like these more subtle buffs. It actually reminds me a little bit of Lost Ark, like synergy type skills, where it's like a minor buff that helps your team, but isn't so dramatic that you're like, we need 20 Draconias in our guild right now. You know what I mean? I, I, I kind of like it. If the Draconi is around your group and pops this buff, it's it's going to help your group whether they know it or not. Most of the time, they, they probably will have no idea that they got buffed by a Draconia. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how I feel about true. group. I, I, I really don't know how I feel about group buffs, honestly. I'd have to like really think about... I know we had a conversation like a few months ago about like do we like group buffs or not, and I forget what I said at that point in time. I, I think I think kind of generally speaking I'm fine with them as long as they're not so game changing as like making everyone unkillable like PA did. Right. I it would be hard to implement and it's this is super far fetched idea, but I wouldn't be totally opposed to the idea of every class has some unique group buff that's relatively useful but not too crazy. Yeah, and I think that might have been like something that we were talking about for whatever reason. I don't remember what context we were having that conversation, but I think we were having a conversation like that. Yeah. In Lost Ark for PvE, they call them synergies. Where it's basically, if you hit... I mean, there's a bunch of different ones, but one of them is if I hit a mob with a certain skill, that mob now has a debuff, so your whole party does 6% more damage. Something like yeah. that. It would be cool. Like this one is a, a crit rate buff and move speed. I think Warrior has one, although it's weird because I don't know if it stacks. I've heard that it doesn't stack with certain skills, so it becomes a little bit less useful. But they have one where they give their party DP. The idea of that is cool. I like the the shy one where everyone gets HP is really powerful. Although apparently not powerful enough to require shies in your guild. Even though it is pretty powerful. I, I like little little things like that. I think those are kind of cool. Like if you're with a suck Kuno and they pop a buff and, and the 10 people around you get like plus 10% back attack damage. That'd be kind of cool. 
or if you're with a Zerker, all the people around you get plus, minus 10% stamina usage on their skills like Lava Piercer, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It just fits the theme of Sug Zerker. Uh, anyway, you know, something like that. Yeah. I, I like the idea of group buffs that are subtle, subtle, subtle group buffs. So everyone has them and they add up, but they're not super impactful and you wouldn't even really notice that they're there. It's kind of a cool idea, but that's what this reminds me of. I am confused why they showed 30, 23 second cooldown on the buff and 30 second cooldown on the slow, but both of them are 18 seconds. I don't know what's going to end up happening when they actually come out. Uh, all right. I think that's it. So we have something else you guys want to talk about. I think we should probably oh, we got get two to... comment sections to go through, so we should probably try and get that done. Yeah. Uh, are you cool with reading them? My voice is uh, gone. Yeah, I can. Uh, let me tell my abilities that I got to sit out for a bit. Uh-oh. Are you in Node War or something? No, we're doing, uh, we're just doing some 3v3s NBA. It's fine. They can find somebody else. It's toxic. Uh, are, are you their main right, shot caller? Pull up. Huh? No. What? <laughs> what? How would I be their main shot caller if I'm in here? What? <laughs> well, normally you're not in here. That's why. I mean, like, normally are you their shot caller? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we don't, okay. we don't. We don't. We pretty rarely do this, and when we do, it's very like casual. We don't really like take it hardcore or anything. Okay, so we're gonna start because so we have two comment sections. So we got to start with one forty-seven. We're gonna start with the oldest, right? Yeah. All right. Let me, let me pull it up. Just read through this real quick and make sure that I don't need to. Del I deleted a couple um, earlier this week. I think it was. So I don't think there's anything. All right. All right, you ready? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me pull it up. Uh, we're doing 147 first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 147, and then we'll do 148 afterwards, since that was the more recent one. So Tristan Crow says, can Nova please get an iframe? Wait, let me scroll to the bottom. Succession does have an iframe, right? But Awakening doesn't, which yeah. is kind of funny. Yeah, Awakening only has it in uh, Excel mode. But Succession, I mean, Successions needs a little love too. Yeah, for sure. It's a 10 second cooldown. Methios War says the problem I have with siege type things if one person needs to be able to kill one person the damage needs to be at a certain point at this point having five or even ten more people hit one person you get insta gibbed this problem gets worse with range and AOE skills much harder to avoid this kind of takes away the powerful feel you hopefully got after progressing your character for years so there needs to be some rules in place like split damage perhaps mitigation on a person that gets hit by numerous abilities you have to find a game that does this in a good way the more people the more lag the less one person is going to matter in the picture like you guys said problem solving something pa doesn't do historically they just stop working on things before it works yeah i i don't know what, what are your guys feelings on uh on split damage uh 
Hmm. It's like I, I actually don't know why they don't utilize it a little bit more with some little, of these skills yeah. that are huge nukes with big AoEs. Big AoEs. Like yeah. in, I'm not just talking about range. I'm talking about even melee skills. Like I don't know. Like big AoE skills. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's uh yeah, I feel like it's a I feel like it's something that they they put in the game and then they've almost like forgotten about it, it feels like. Um because I feel like it could just be better utilized than it is. Uh, and I don't know. I'd yeah. have to, like, really sit down and, like, think about it and, like, get into the weeds of, like, when is it appropriate or not. But I don't know. It just it just feels like it's something that they added into the game as a solution, but then didn't really, like, make it, like, make it a good solution for everything. They just kind of, like, were like, yeah, it's, it's there. Like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and it's always so extreme. It's bizarre. It's never yeah, it's like, bizarre. oh, if you hit 10 people, you're going to deal 85% of your damage to those 10 people. Instead, it's always like, all right, if you hit three people, you're cut by half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's another one of those things where we're always left like guessing as to how it's like affecting our gameplay, which is never good, honestly. Uh, Solus says, yo, whatever happened to the hash lore about the door that leads to hell or something? Open world PvP is just dead. Most games have, like, factions or points when you kill someone. I think honor system is what Solus means more. I, I feel like factions these days are kind of... I don't know if people love factions anymore. I, it always causes I, I feel problems. Like, I honest to God just feel like guild systems are just better factions. Yeah, I, I, mean, I really. I, I I I just think the guild system and guild wars for like open world stuff is is just far superior than factions. I don't know. Factions factions could be fine, but I don't know. Yeah, there was this land know, of the know. dead thing. I think he's referring to that yeah, hash is yeah, from, yeah. and that was supposed to happen in Valencia that never came out. Yep. No yep. idea why it never came out. I don't know. It sounded yeah, so I'm cool sure. too. Uh, Cry says, I like how Rizzler hasn't complained on Zerker since it became busted as fuck. Uh, I think that's just a lie. That's just, I've definitely complained a lot. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that's just Yeah, you've definitely, you've definitely said that the, the class needs to be toned down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I've literally came on here every single week and talked about how... Succession Berserker is OP, and then simultaneously I've complained that Awakening Zerker is in a bad state, aside from like the first two weeks where I was still on that Titan Blow high. Yeah, um, Titan Blow strong, full kit, eh. Yeah. Anonymous Gamer says, Frosty, if you want to see what a character dual-wielding shields looks like, look up Cabrican in the game Smite. Yeah, he has two shields. Uh, Rez Sun Wukong was an anthropomorphic, the king of the monkeys. I know who. Did we? I know who Sun Wukong is. Did we watch is. that trailer last week? We did not. No, I don't believe so. Okay. It came out this week, didn't it, it? Yeah, that's why I was like, it's crazy that he's talking about it here. Did we talk about it last week? I don't even remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 mentioned it in some context. I don't remember exactly okay. what it was, but we mentioned it in some context. Okay. All right, after this comment, um, we have a, actually a couple little small things we have to talk about before we get to the next comment. 
Yeah, go on. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I can solve the issue of people not wanting to PvP. Take one of the Olvia servers and make and one of the season servers and set aside three, maybe four servers at most where there's no PvP at all. All PvE only people can grind over each other all they want. Make all servers with PvP active have the Archa buff. Then the shit karma system can just be removed. There'll be non-PvE uh, people whining about their Archa buff, but they decide not to participate in the whole game so they don't get all the benefits. In my opinion, all classes should lose a couple CCs and SA slash frontal guard each. That way people don't feel like they just need to grab to stand on even footing as other classes. Also, if they, parentheses, Draconian and Guardian, are both daughters of dragons, how is that a race war? They would te- they would be technically the same race, half dragon. The better comparison would be the family rivalry of the Hatfields and McCoys, or the story of Romeo and Juliet minus the romance. An awakening the weapon could be a pendant from her father that she goes into beast form when she grows claws has actual wings her ability is more ice frost and lightning since she is guardian's rival no grab but she has a one second freeze into a bound fairly short range about the length of sork dk frame distance in a very narrow cone that way you can see see multiple enemies but you have to be good with it not just another giant aoe freeze lol on a tangent there are really big mobs in the world of bdo can i ride something other than a fucking horse a griffin big trant from trees maybe big ass elite from blood wolves or thornwood mobs pass that along to the intern lol there's there's some stuff in here there's some stuff there's some stuff there's some good um, stuff in definitely here. agree on the mount part why are there not more mounts man I just don't I'll never understand it I feel like mounts are such a big part of MMOs that they just do not utilize in this game man yeah why I- can't I ride a bear <laughs> a damn it's bear it'll ruin your immersion that's why I just don't get well, it. It's there's a. Weird. I thought it was interesting. They say uh, they would technically be the same race, half dragon. The better comparison would be family rivalry, but uh, of like of of like the Hatfields and McCoys, which I don't know that reference. And then they say, or the story of Romeo and Juliet minus the romance, except there's romance involved. So the Hatfield and McCoy, if my memory serves correct, was this big, um, if I remember correctly, someone please correct me if I'm wrong about this. I think it was like a moonshine smuggling uh, family war where basically these two families were both like making moonshine in uh, the Prohibition days. And they basically were like constantly fucking murdering each other because they were like competition or whatever. Hmm. I think that's what it was, if I remember correctly. I'm, I'm not. I'm not well versed on that specific thing, but I think that's what it was. Maybe question mark. I don't know. Someone will probably tell me I'm wrong. I'm but, in Killian's. Well, wait, what? real quick. How how could you not? How could you say there's no romance involved when they were both? Both their dads are a dragon. There's a lot of romance involved. Okay. Jesus right. Christ. Okay. Well, hold okay. on. I there was for some reason. Oh, the <laughs> Monkey King thing. We have to talk about. Yeah. This. Okay, let's talk about this. Two two things. So the first thing is the Monkey King trailer. We saw yep. it. I, I don't know if we should show it here. Maybe it doesn't really I don't matter. think we need to bother, honestly. We don't really have it's kind of old but news at this point. Essentially, there's a BDO Mobile, uh, BDO Mobile China only trailer yeah. Yeah. for the Wukong <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. And it's like kind of it looks kind of cool, but it's like a slap in the face. I think a little bit to a lot of people. A lot of people feel like, oh, well, that sucks, man. Like, I wanted that class. Yeah. And we're not getting it probably for a long time. I imagine 
if I, if I it's going to expand, yeah, we might not ever get it. And if it is going to expand, I imagine it, it would expand throughout BDO Mobile first. But yep, exactly. I also think it's the first BDO Mobile class that's exclusive to BDO Mobile. I know they have technically a class that's not PC, like a class name, but it's basically just an awakening version of a class from PC. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. And but then, what's what's funny, what's funny, Frosty, is this this is not the only BDO knockoff only uh, like BDO knockoff game only class. Okay. Because in Shadow Arena, <laughs> the great one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the top ten games of twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, or I can't remember. Uh, they have the little like monster guy that you can play yeah. as that I think has like completely original animations. Yeah, the little monster guy. It's like a I don't even know what it is. It's like a it's like Nar. He Aztec like turns big. Monster I think. Thing. Yeah. So they have the Rock Mage, but the Rock Mage is just recycled animations from Awakening Wizard. So it's not actually like a new class. However, the little monster guy, I think, is actually like fully original animations and stuff. There's, I don't think there's anything like recycled there. Yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting. Um, and that's also what I would cite as evidence that we're never getting Wukong <laughs> because it like, I don't know, just if they're, if they're adding things to their other games that are like only for their other games, at least the evidence that we have this for, which is only one example, but it, it says that we're, we're probably not going to get it. Yeah. And here's it. So I have two more things. Uh, one, I know a lot of people like, I, I saw a lot of people's reaction. Like that looks way cooler than Draconia. But if the rules yeah. were reversed, if we yeah. got the Wukong and then you saw some BDO mobile trailer where a girl with a sword was using lightning and fire, you'd be like, dude, why did we get the Wukong? That Draconia looks so fucking sick. I agree in part. I do think there is something to say about like the lack of male classes in this game like compared to females there's way more females than males so i i think there is kind of a desire for more male classes but for the for the most part i agree with you that's that's very likely what would have happened i want to be with you on that because i I do i i'm okay with they should add more male classes but no one plays them no one's playing hash Unless they become insanely meta. Yeah, everyone's playing Slugzerker. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, unless they become insanely meta, no one plays them. It's like so weird. It, the amount of, like, I don't blame them for making mostly female classes because way more people are into female classes than male. Like, at the end of the day, it's just the truth. For whatever reason, yeah. everyone I, I run know. into, the excuse is either like, I, I rarely hear, I only play male classes. I always here i only play female class like well why is that i don't want to look at a male's ass all day when i'm running around it's like are you actually like looking at the character's ass or are you just like looking at that's why you're getting caught in all your ccs you're not looking what the opponent's doing you just stop looking at your character's fucking ass like what is that and then yeah. the last thing the last thing i wanted to address they're doing an, a, ma- a maintenance tomorrow they announced they put on their notices. Nice, are you still here? Because this is really unique. And yeah, weird. yeah. They're doing a maintenance tomorrow. Tomorrow. That is weird. Early at 1 p.m. 
PDT. Until like four or five p.m. Yeah, there is a maintenance tomorrow here. Let me pull up the page. They announced it today, like I think this morning. But essentially, like maintenance got moved up, and I'm really curious why. It's so yeah. it's so. Is weird, it a holiday random. in KR on Wednesday or something? Because that's usually when they do weird things like that. Right? True. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. But yeah, so April nineteenth, uh, at thirteen. PDT to seventeen PDT, which is one p.m. to uh, uh wait. Uh, what is wait. it? Four hours. So Wait. that means, Reslar, at 3 p.m. your time tomorrow, servers are going down. 3 p.m. Wait, Frosty. Yeah? Wait, did they, did, they, did they move our maintenance specifically so that our maintenance wouldn't happen on 420? No. No, why not? Why? Because of I, pot? I have no idea. That's the, I, listen, it's, it would have happened on 420. They moved it for some bizarre unknown reason. A pot's legal in like forty states now. Listen, man, I don't know. I I'm just I what what other connections can you? Draw? Why would that? Yeah, like I've heard a chat, so I was like, why would that matter at all? What else? I, what other the, connections? The only would you thing draw? I can think of, if maths are, I haven't seen SEA or or Taiwan, but okay, good, good. I think our server comes up at the same time as Taiwan normally does. So maybe they want everyone to be kind of around the same time for something special, some surprise. Am I am I coping here? Is this copium? Probably coping. Yeah, no, there's no holiday in April for uh Korea. It looks like it's it's March first is March first movement day, and then fifth of May is Children's Day. So there's nothing in April that would suggest uh. Like a holiday or anything. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird that they'd announce it today and that it's tomorrow. Because it does line up exactly with Taiwan's normal release for the patch notes. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's some weird scheduling issue. It just seems so odd. It's so random. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time our servers went down middle the middle of the day for a routine maintenance. I don't think it's ever happened outside of yeah, the no, server the transition. The they, they've moved the days in the past for like holidays and stuff, but it's always been at like the same time on different days. Not, not like a random afternoon time. It's fucking bizarre. Very, very weird. But probably how EU feels every single week. Yeah. What, what time does this, do the servers go down for EU? Like EU central. I didn't, I'm asking the chat. That's to the chat. That's not Nayashi and Rizlar. We can move on with the comments. Hopefully I get a response on that. All right. 10 a.m. Uh, so the servers go down 10 a.m. and they're down to like 2 p.m. Yeah. All right. Back to comments. Uh, Iman Killian says, man, as a berserker man, can you not do that where you compare a new class that it doesn't do more healing than Zerker as if Zerker needs to be better at healing than the new class. It's, it's not that the Zerker needs to be better at healing than the new class. It's that for then six years, what is it, years, Razzar? It's for six years. I have gotten nothing but shit of for Zerker's healing. 
Every time I use a heal in a 1v1 to, like, heal back to full, all I get is people going, Oh, dude, that's so fucking bu- Oh, my God, he class so stupid, busted, retarded, And then now Draconia comes out. It heals at 1 million times the speed. It has a PA with a heal on it. And everyone's like, yeah, this is perfectly fine. Well, it's fucking no, annoying. No, everyone is not like it's perfectly fine. Here's the thing. The people that hate the heals, I could see them all being like, well, this heal is bullshit. But the Zerkers should be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool with my heals. Like, why, why would I be bothered by other people getting heals? Listen, man, I'm just saying I, 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 it, it, I've been getting shit for it for six years. And then Draconia comes out with Omega heals. This is after Guardian came out with Omega heals, which are now not Omega heals because Draconia came out and now Draconia is Omega heals. And it's just like, I, I don't know. Are you eating chips? Sour cream and onion. Miss <laughs> Frosty just brought them to me, like, out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. These are delicious. <laughs> yeah, whenever, anyway. whenever a Zerker complains about the heels of another class, I just start eating chips. Listen, man, I'm just saying, I, I better see people with the same goddamn fervor about Draconia heals as I've been getting for six fucking years in regards to Zerker heals. That's all I'm saying. And if I don't, then fuck you. You don't have a leg to stand on. I'm sorry. It's just, you don't. You just don't. Well, there are people that are complaining about it for sure. I just don't know why Zerkers would be the ones, because it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Healing is an issue. We should nerf all of these heals. I mean, arguably, healing is an issue, uh, but, I mean, I would be fine with them taking away healing if they, like, give us survivability in some other way, which is another big problem that I have, but nobody wants to hear me out on because Zerker OP Omega lol. But the entirety of Zerker's defensive stats is based around HP and their ability to heal, and yet we're giving huge HP pools and healing to other classes that also skill insanely well with, like, DR. Okay, and first just, of all... It, 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 they scale similarly with DR. Relax. Okay. Here. Guardian does not scale similarly no, hold on, to hold Zerker on. with DR. This Horseshit. is a, This is it, it's not a defense, but it's a um almost to make to make your complaining about the healing not seem so bad. I heard a caster actually tell me that Draconia's heals are bullshit. And I was like, why? You you guys have the same you guys have heals. Your heals are really good. They heal you and your team to full. And they're like, our heals aren't protected, so we don't use them. And I was like, you don't use your heals because they're not protected. I, I just want to make sure I'm yeah. clear on this. Are you sure that's how you feel? Because... Yeah. What? There's no fucking way you're not using the Rabom heal because it's not protected. That is a fucking lie. Yeah. It's a lie. I mean, the, the caster heals are... I, I think the caster heals are OP because they heal everyone well, around them too, right? Hold on. So like, they say... So he said... Uh, he or she said, no, no, no. We want to use the heals, but we can't because we just get CC'd out of them. Did you know that most witches and wizards stop using their heals because they just get CC'd out of them? I learned this yeah, recently. I, yeah, that's weird, champ. 
like every single time you see a Witcher Wizard like disengage with double TP, the first thing they do is pop out a heal. So yeah, I don't know. I I if you, if people want to make like a generalized argument that there's too much healing in the game, like I would probably agree with that, Zerker included. But I'm just saying that it's. Healing in high HP pool is Zerker's main mechanism of defense, and I've been shit on for it for six years. Draconia comes out, and it is Omega protected with incredibly powerful heals, and it's like everyone's resident sleeper. And no, it, they're it's not. A, that is a lie. I, it's like the most complained about I, thing, but I I don't uh, agree with it necessarily yet. If their PA affected other people and or their heals affected other people, then and be like, dude, what the fuck, man? I don't even mind the PA that much, in all honesty. The 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 PA, I, I, I don't mind nearly as much as the healing. Because the really the problem I have with the healing is the same problem that I've always had with Zerker's healing, which is that grabless classes are just fucked. Unless there's just like an insane gear difference. There's like legitimately nothing they can do about it, which can be like I've been a not a grabless class fighting a Zerker when they're healing, and it feels fucking bad because you're just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do about this shit? Like, it's frustrating as hell. You supply a DP debuff, put a little dot, and then continue on with your day. Yeah, just regain some stamina, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, next time you see, see, I mean, a, a grabless class. Yeah, I can tell you exactly what a grabless class can do against it. Uh, it doesn't really matter because there's nothing that Draconia could do to CC that grabless class. The kit does not have a CC in it that can catch any yeah, reasonably well, decent class in this game. I mean, doesn't need to when it literally just one shots everyone. So. One shots no one. They're a liar, bro. <laughs> we I got tested. two shot by Mina and BA yesterday. That's different from one shot. That sounds like twice as difficult. Okay, <laughs> dude. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because I heard that. I'm yes, I am still eating my sour cream and onion chips. They're fucking good. Is it? Wait, is it Ruffles? No, they're Lay's. Oh, okay, Ruffles sour cream and onion is like whoo. God yeah, damn. those are good. So. I kept being told the same thing as you. And I, I don't disagree. Shift RMB into the flow is very powerful. And SLMB is also very powerful. They hit extremely hard. But someone came, came onto my stream a couple days ago and said, I was 480 DP. And this Draconia with 309 AP one-shot me. And I was like, they one-shot you? I was like, really? They one-shot you? It's like, they one-shot me. No other class could full combo me. There's 309 AP Draconia one shot me with one single ability so i was like all right that's fucking crazy like i i gotta that that's a problem so i went to battle arena with amortat who's 309 ap and i faced the opposite direction on my succession kuno on my succession kuno i was 385 or 395 dp so this mm. is now almost 100 dp less than the person said in their example. They also said they have 7,000 HP. In this example, I only had 6,490 HP. So I had 500 less HP and almost 100 less DP, 85 less DP. He couldn't one-shot me. He hit me with shift RMB and the flow. It only brought me to 50% health. He's 309 AP. He then hit me, this is in the back. So I was like, eh, maybe, maybe try e-buffing. So he e-buffed, he, uh, he popped his giant strap, 
Still, 50%. If special attack damage played a role, sometimes it was even less, only 40%. And I was like, and then he asked me, he was like, well, take off, take off your armor. I want to test something. So I took off my Beggs gloves, which dropped me all the way down to 325 DP, 320 or 325. I can't remember off the top of my head. And he hit me with shift RMB and the flow, and I still did not die in one hit. And we did it four times in a row, and he never was able to kill me at 309 AP with shift RMB and the flow straight to my back with a giant strap up, even when I was 320 DP. So I don't know what's happening out there where people are getting one singular skill shot by the class, but I can't get it to happen. I, I, a lot of people are saying that Sakuno is just way too tanky. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It sounds like Sakuno needs to be nerfed to me. <laughs> I uh, guess. That's what I heard. That's what I learned out of that story, and be perfectly honest. I guess. No, yeah, I, I, I don't know. They're, they're, okay, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a symptom of a bigger problem right now. Drakani is of just like super high damage perma protected like bullshit that is just I don't know. It's lame to me. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe other people disagree. Uh, let's move on. We got Macy Macy. I'm not sure how to say that. Kwiatkowski. I butchered the shit out of that. My apologies. I just don't understand why they kill new classes. Corsair is pretty much dead class. You barely see Sage. Just what the fuck. They don't even make outfits for them. Just make them good in PvE. Frosty is a former Corsair. Is it uh, pretty much a dead class? Well, it's like a lot of these classes. So sometimes we do get caught up in PV, uh, PvP balance complaints, right? But yeah. mo most people just want their class to be good in PvE. And uh, yeah. I've said this a thousand times. I, I don't know why on earth you would ever let a class just be completely terrible in PvE, especially a brand new class where you're like trying to sell it. It's so weird to me. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I can't disagree with them. Sage, they nerfed its PvE. Corsair, they never made it great. Suck Nova, they never made it great. So it's just sitting there. I don't know. And then Suck Nova, they gave it that horrendous fucking costume which is just an absolute abomination it's like the worst costume design i've ever seen in the history of <laughs> costumes so the quinceañera one no uh i don't know i don't know like here let me send you a screenshot it's this one here um yeah send it to me i want to see which one you're talking it, about it is it, it like i can't believe this is a real costume it has to be fake <laughs> it's literally like it's i i'm i posted it in a our discord what, what is that no one wants that you have a bow oh. tie around your neck you have a your midriff yeah. is showing you have these weird platters that are holding up your breasts you have a, a skirt and like it's half metal you have the top you have an american eagle top flag post pole on your head and then if yeah. you turn her around it only gets worse what is this Rezlar? look at this it's the most disgusting you have a reverse duck bill why <laughs> Reverse duck bill. It's fucking nasty. Yeah, yeah that's pretty the, awful. It's so gross, and that, that I I don't know. It's so weird. And then for some reason they have a holster for a dagger. They don't even use a fucking dagger. What is that holster for? Why do they have yeah. a dagger holster? It is, it's so fucking weird, man. Anyway, yeah, anyway. So I, I get what that guy's saying. Why make it bad in PvE? It's so weird. 
Steve Smith says her healing faster than Zerk is irrelevant. Zerk has more speed CCs. Yada yada, whatever. Cybernetic augment <laughs> creator says timestamp for downs. What? I'm not even gonna bother. I don't. I just don't care. Wait, can we get Nayashi's Nayashi's reaction to that comment? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It was just the the way he dismissed it so quickly. It was just funny. Well, because there's was. no point in arguing with these people. Because here's the problem. Here's the fundamental problem I have with all of these fucking retards that don't understand what I'm Whoa! saying. Whoa. Everything I am saying is from the context of me playing Awaken Berserker. And every single time I say something about Awaken Berserker, everyone goes, But Chuck Zerker OP! I am not talking about fucking succession, you goddamn dense. I'm talking about Awakening. And it's like so fucking old at this point. God damn it. Didn't, did you or did you not get to enjoy Q-Buff spam for the last two and a half years? I did, and I also, for those two and a half years, said constantly on this show, it's been fucking documented that I have said, Q-Buff needs to be nerfed for the whole two and a half years. And when Q-Buff got nerfed, I said, thank God, Q-Buff got nerfed, finally. And but yeah. then they just replaced Q-Buff with Titan Blow, so we're still fucked. Doesn't matter. That's right, you're a bad person. <laughs> it's just so fucking aggravating. Well, Everyone just ignores the part where I say, yeah, Succession is busted. It needs to be nerfed. I'm talking about Awakening. Yeah, but, I mean, Succession is just so OP. Like, fuck you, man. You know why, man? Just fuck you. No, you know why? Uh -uh. No, I'm going to defend these people. Oh, God. Jesus No, let me, finish, let me finish my chips. Hold on. Yeah, I was going to say you want to okay. finish first. We spent, Rezar, you and I both for two and a half years, or a year and a half, even longer uh. than that, Complaining okay. about casters. That's uh -huh. what these people are going through right now. Unfortunately, yes. Rezlar, I know you hate it, but you are playing Suck Wizard. Today's Suck Wizard. And people hate it. So they are complaining about it constantly. They are constantly complaining about it because it is fucking awful. And that's what they're not yep. differentiating. They're, when they're complaining about Wizard, all of this, all of the awakened Wizards were not coming up like, guys, stop talking about me! You're not talking about me! No, they were talking about Suck Wizard. No one's talking about you, Reslar. You're taking it personally, but they're not talking about you. They're talking about the Suck Zerker. So stop being offended if it doesn't apply to you. Period. That's all. They're not talking about you. They're complaining about Suck Zerker because Suck Zerker is fucking bullshit right now. Uh, except but they're for the just part saying Zerker. Specifically reply to what I'm saying. But yeah, yes. except your heals are still <laughs> fucking super powerful, even on Awakening, and it's fucking bullshit that you think that they're not. Yeah. All right, that's all. I want to have all. a. I need. We needed a clip for Pistanity. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy clip. <laughs> True. Yeah, and again, Full like stage. if people if people want to make a generalized argument that like there's too much healing or like SA heals are a problem because grabless classes like have no counter to it. Like I'm fine with that, but these people have no standard and that's, what's frustrating about it. There's, there's absolutely no standard for which these people apply their arguments. They just completely just based on nothing but emotion go Zerker OP, Zerker OP, Zerker OP. Even if I say, yeah, succession Zerker is OP and I'm talking about awakening. They go, yeah, 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 yeah. Zerker OP, Zerker OP, Zerker OP. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk with you then. I'm just not gonna engage with you.
It'd be just going to go Zerko Fee, Zerko Fee, Zerko Fee every time I try and have a discussion, which is why my new thing is I'm just not going to play it. I'm not even going to okay, play Awakening. Okay, but this is not even relevant. Like, okay, so separate from the balance thing, it's like, I, I also was taken aback when you complained about the heels. I was like surprised. I was like, that's so weird that the heels huh. are his issue. Like, I could see like, hey, this damage seems kind of nuts or hey, she's too protected. But I was like, I was kind of surprised about the heels because I'm like, dude, that's like kind of what Zerk does. And she doesn't yeah. have frontal guard during them, so she like you actually get to mitigate damage. And on one of your heals, you're also doing CC attempts while you're healing. Yeah. So I was surprised as well. Now I get yeah. that Suck Zerker is different than Awaken Zerker, and I'm not asking for like Zerker's heals to be nerfed. I'm just a little bit surprised that a Zerker and now casters I have to throw them in too, which are the two people. Which also is fascinating. The two classes I see complaining most about Draconia's heals are Zerkers and Casters. And I think mm -hmm. that's interesting. There's something to it. What it is, yeah, yeah, I don't no. know, but there's something to it. Well, no, there's an argument to be made that they feel like like this happens all the time, right? This is this has been my feeling about Striker for the longest time, basically up until Reworks came out, is that Striker is just a better Zerker for like 1v1s. Um, and I think, again, this is all pre-work. I think that's especially true for Berser uh, Succession Berserker. Or was, I should say. Because, again, this is pre-rework Succession Berserker. I was looking at Striker and just going like, this is just better Zerker. Now, of course, whenever you talk about Awakened Berserker in large scale, you have Q-Buff, which is, you know, busted as shit. So that you had was, that. Was, but was, was busted. Was, was, was. Um... Anyway, yeah. So, I, I don't know. There's an argument to be made that whenever people feel like something is a better version of what they have, they get really upset. Which, like, yeah, certainly that's a part of it. But again, I, I would go back to my feeling on Berserker is that what has always been its definitive defensive trait is its high HP pool and its ability to regen health quickly. And I was annoyed when they made Guardian heal on every hit. You can go back to, like, Guardian release podcasts that we did. I was annoyed about that. Because I was like, why is Guardian healing so much on just every fucking skill? It's doing damage and CCing while also being fully protected and healing. That's kind of bullshit. And I complain about it when Draconia does it. And guess what? If Monkey King ever comes out and it also has insane healing, I'm probably going to complain about it again. Let's be real. Don't you're actually mention, probably going to play it. Don't mention Monkey King. Also, <laughs> Thordred in chat says... Um, so I did the calculations and servers tomorrow come up at the same time as Korea. Hmm? Coincidence? I think you are definitely into the copium. Coincidence? Honestly. Yeah, that's weird. Coincidence? Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know what could be the reasoning behind that is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I rerolled my coupons off of Zerker. Well, um, here's the thing. Hold on. Let, let me get to something because I have for the longest time. I mean, now I'm hearing all the time, and we talked about this last week a little bit of like, oh, should you feel guilty that you're playing this class that you played forever right. that now is busted? You know, uh, uh, so every time I see people in chat complaining about Sakuno, I'm like, yeah, I, I get why they're mad. Yeah, but absolutely. Whenever I see a ninja in chat complaining about Sakuno, I'm like, that's fucking right, motherfucker. You had three <laughs> goddamn years where you were better than us, you piece of shit ninja abusing motherfucker. And now oh, I'm going to ten and cutter every time you use stand shift. I'm going to flash slash right behind your back and laugh about it because for three years you were dominating us. <laughs> and I didn't, re I don't remember a second where you're like, man, I feel bad for Kunos. Never. 
did you feel bad for Kunos? Not at all. And I do not feel bad for you, ninjas. I'm sorry. That is the fact. All right, that's all. Let's move on. Damn. Yeah. So, actually, yesterday I reruled uh, my weapons to Striker, which is ironic considering last <laughs> podcast I said I, I don't. I, I have so many coupons. And it's just because, like... I think it's 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 double sided. So on one hand, it's I don't want to play Zerker right now because I'm not enjoying Awakening. I don't want to be a flavor of the month person, so I'm not going to play Succession. So I just want Succession to get nerfed. I want Titan Blow to get nerfed, and then they can start making like meaningful good changes on the Awakening kit. Is honestly what I'm hoping for. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the other side of that is I'm honestly kind of down bad in this game right now. I, I my morale for this game uh -oh. is like really low. Uh oh, and I just kind of need to play something that uh, is just kind of like fun and that I can just like fuck around on. And the striker so, fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I play Succession Striker and it's really fun. Uh, the movement is like so satisfying to me. It's really fun. All the little things that like connect together. It's really, really fun. Um, so yeah, now I'm just like running around on Striker, just enjoying the game, having fun. And then I have uh, the Sage tag for like no doors and stuff. Uh, I mean, it has the added benefit of being one of the better grinders out there, too. So that's good. It's a good yeah, class. I don't do that. But uh, yeah, it's been a well, good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, true. that's true. But All yeah, right. I was just saying. We're, we're almost through the first section of comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, cybernetic. I, I'm, I'm probably going to have a tangent somewhere halfway through. I already know it. But go on. Okay. 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 Cybernetic argument creator says timestamp for down smash bug. I'm not aware of what this is referencing. Curious to hear about it. Edit. I didn't read the description and therefore a retard. Oh no. Oh, uh, man. Listen, man, it's not always there. Sometimes I don't have time or I forget to, um, but then somebody usually will comment it. Somebody's nice enough to usually comment it. So that's pretty nice of them. Sunfox PL one says there are people that says, uh, Corsair suck quite strong PVE. More of a matter of taste, I guess. Is it a matter of taste, Rossi? Suck Corsair strong in PVE? I guess a matter of getting more trash loot is a matter of taste. Sure. For some <laughs> people. That's weird, but I don't know why it would be that way. How uh, is getting less trash loot or more trash loot a matter of taste? <laughs> I What? I don't know. Uh, you, you personally have uh, been grinding on Kuno for a long time, preferring less trash than everyone else. I think it's, I think it's your particular yeah. taste. No, you know? yeah, no. You know, PA came to me. They sent me an email like, "Hey, Frosty, we want your feedback. Like, do you does Kuno need buffs and PVM? Like, ah, <laughs> it's a matter of taste. I like it less trash. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Low key, he says it on stream for everyone <laughs> to see, but he really talks to PA and says, "You know what? I really like the way this is right now." Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. This feels right. This uh, feels right. Balance Breaker says, guys, there's a whole arsenal of weapons from the 36 Chambers of Shaolin Lamau. I don't... 36 Chambers of Shaolin. 36 <laughs> no Chambers those referring of to. Shaolin. Oh. I can't say I have anything on that. Re Reslar's Lab. ads for the next six months are fucked. Whatever you get from Google or YouTube or Facebook. 18 classic fucked. weapons, 9 long and 9 short weapons Ranging from sword, saber, staffs, halberds, spears to more exotic looking spades? Like a shovel? <laughs> what? I don't know what this is. Dude, but I want a class with a shovel for a weapon. Apparently, there's a lot more weapons than are in the game. I think that's the point of this person's okay. comment. Uh, right. We're missing a lot of stuff. So there's a lot yeah. of options out there. Got it. Okay. I think we still need a yeah. shovel for a weapon. 
Alice, Alice Speed says, I like how Rizzler talks positively about the movement nerfs to Drac, ignoring the fact that Zerker movement hasn't been nerfed yet. I'm not going to bother. He was ignoring that way, fact. Uh, I'm with you, Ali. No. Uh, I guess this way it's even easier for Zerks to grab this grab bait class. In the heels, as a guy that plays like Valk, I find it unfair nerfing Drac when mine aren't touched. Just nerf the healing versus human players, then leave it alone for PvE. Lawn heals as she pleases with her major DPS skills in the combo. It's fine for Drac to heal due to how slow she is. IMO. Gonna be face tanking hits from mobs left and right during those long animations. On my Valk, I can just heal as I please with times 2 SA skills. And note, I have better resistances than Draconia, so it's unlikely to just grab me out of SA like you would on her. Why is the sorry ass class getting nerfed in the wrong places? Movement really looked slow as hell even before the nurse came in. Yet now it's going to be even slower since stamina costs are increased. Why do you nerf Draconia when a Valk can cover an entire map without any detriment besides skill cooldown? You know what? You made a fair argument for nerfing Valkyrie. <laughs> See? True. Shouldn't have done that. And shine. Uh, and shy. I uh, I think shy moves too fast when mounted. <laughs> I think the idea that like Drac movement is bad now is kind of laughable. Uh, no, Drac movement is says, very Drac movement is very good. It's not like the best in the game, but it's very good. It's and it feels smooth. good. It's pretty smooth. It feels nice. And when in, especially in the context of Node War, it's it's great movement. It's not good movement. Yeah. It's great movement in Node War. Wait. Have you actually used yeah. it? I did. I, I took it to, we did a 3v3 last week where it was us. It was uh, Apocalypse, Digital, and uh, Vertex versus Black Rose, Cho Nation, and Corrupt. And at the first, like the first hour, I was like hardcore limit testing because it was my first Node War with it. And like I started getting the hang of it. And yeah, I, I legitimately felt like a lot of times I could get out of bad situations with her movement. While also engaging from from relatively far away, that's pretty good. And then there were times where, like, and I I don't know, you know, because we don't see damage numbers in this game, and there's so much chaos going on in these wars. Yeah. There were times where I'm in PA where I'm like, dude, I am an unkillable god. And then there were times I'm in PA where I was like, oh my god, I died so fast, it felt like I didn't have PA at all. Was <laughs> this cap siege or uncapped siege? Uh, uncapped. Okay, so Mino was doing cap siege on Draconia and. He has just been absolutely dominating. He's done it two weeks in a row now. The first cap CG did, so the Saturday immediately after it got released, he uh, came second in frags. So apparently the caps are really good for Draconia. He's just been absolutely slaughtering people out there. Somehow this feels like an insult to Mina. What? You saying How? he can't do Why? that on any, any other class? Yes. Uh, look, he has an interesting <laughs> take, actually, which I don't know if I agree with this, but this is literally what he said, like, last night or the night before when we were, uh, a bunch of us were messing around in BA. He said something to the effect of Draconia, Succession Draconia is essentially old awakened witch, which is interesting. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I actually could see, and again, that's the thing that sucks. I, that's but the thing with that better sucks. movement, right? Right. That that's the thing that sucks about the way caps work and the way that there's different rules in so many different scenarios in the game is because my take and my experience and my feeling on the 3v3 and uncapped just does not it simply doesn't apply to capped. It's just totally yeah. different. It doesn't apply yeah. at all. Because yeah. people aren't going to have the damage to cut through 50% DR. <laughs> like Yeah, exactly. So it's it's 
I, I've, yeah, I don't know. I liked Cap Node Wars and stuff. I, I think it's actually good for the game overall, but yeah, I don't know. It just goes into like the deeper issue of so many different game modes have so many different rules for the way damage is applied. It's weird. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ali Speed also says, was thinking, why isn't it customary for all classes to have a spammable taunt skill for PvE? Ever since Lon got her Q skill to be spammable with taunt and increased range, PvE just doesn't feel right on other classes. I just wish all classes had a similar skill with just one button. Similar range across the board, spammable for PvE quality of life. Easiest buff they could give to all. Yep, and it would make it way easier to balance if that's a variable you don't have to account for. Yeah, and Bloodwolf makes a good point saying that even just like Sork's Mark of Shadow, just do it anytime, rotate, and it pulls. Like, that'd also be fine. Or like Chain Lightning or whatever, you know? Uh, Tamaham says at 143.02, if they're going to put objectives in Siege, make it like MOBAs do, Breaking Tower, some sort of before destroying the fort. Kind of like it anyway, fort equals throne. I mean, it's kind of like that whenever you have a bunch of nodes, or a bunch of guilds, rather, working with the Castle Guild. Because usually you kill the outside guilds first, right? You have like one guild go occupy the castle guild, essentially, while the the other guilds try and kill all their allies. Isn't that how it usually works nine times out of ten? Yeah. Frosty, help me out here. I don't see it. <laughs> um, yeah? Yeah? I mostly wasn't listening. Okay, that's fair. Maximum I went, I went full. Says... I went full nasty on that comment. <laughs> oh god! I, I think know. everyone missed a very important thing when PA explained about the Draconia Awakening. They said they want to make the Awakening feel right with the pre-Awakening kit, the same way Warrior Shield and Sword feel great. Uh, feel with the Greatsword. They acknowledged that this was not the case with the last few classes, and it's a bad thing. They said, "I." That said, I expect your playstyle to not change and remain similar. PS, you have to create a new tier list, guys. Wait, so, right. wait, what do, what do you want my take on this? I, what, okay, you're, you're wait, just, you're, okay, Nayashi actually, wait, Nayashi just made my not listening <laughs> seem so <laughs> yeah, much yeah. better. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, definitely. I, no, you said, I only said, you said, went, you I only said, I want take on this, and then I thought that was like a precursor. That to is not what he said No one said that. I said, I went, I said, I went, Full Nayashi on I said Resler, I'm sorry I didn't listen to that. I went full Nayashi. And then oh. you one up to oh. me by saying, Wait, <laughs> yeah, you want yeah. my take on this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Frosty, you can't do it better than me. You just can't. There's no way. He just made me he turned me into a shitter immediately. <laughs> yeah, he did. He just showed you off in his own game. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in the same league. He's like, oh yeah, Frosty, you think you're not listening? Well, watch how not listening I can be. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. God, oh my god. I like that the chat just over and over keeps saying we're drunk. Alright, oh I, I have god. a strong buzz, but I don't think Rezler and Nayashi, I'm pretty sure they're both completely sober. No, I've been yeah, drinking I'm, this whole time. Oh, Fuck what are you, you drinking? I thought you just had the shot. No, I'm dr I got a rum and coke, and then you made me go get a shot, and I'm I've been drinking this whole time. Okay, the one rum and coke, or have you no, been I'm refilling? On my, it? I'm on my second. How do you refill I'm it? Well, not oh yeah, because you didn't talk for a forty-five minute section. Yeah, I, I stepped away <laughs> quite a few times, my guy. I've stepped away quite nice. a few I'm times. I'm like, God, I would love to go get some wine right now, but then Nayashi's <laughs> gonna be like, Wait, Rezar, what'd you say? And Rezar's gonna be like, Wait, Nayashi, what'd you say? And it's just gonna go over We handled it just fine without you, sir. Yeah, we were fine. We went on 
the fucking we handled you know, it. Quest topic for okay, the uh, listen. I, I put my headphones down, and the only thing I heard is now actually say, "What? Well, I guess we just move on to the next topic." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, admittedly, I did say that, but yeah, I, fi- no, I figured no, you no. you were you were wrapped up with your point, your your monologue. I figured you were wrapped up. Yeah, Rezar already is... took a shower and sobered up from his previous drunk during this podcast, and is now starting to get I'm... drunk again a second time. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not drunk, but I, I. I'm tipsy. I don't know. I'm. I'm a. I'm a little buzzed. I'm not drunk though, for sure. Definitely not drunk. I don't get drunk. I really don't. I'm too okay. fat for that. Then um, I'm gonna go get a refill of my wine while you do this next comment. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So Nayashi, you have to pay attention for this. <laughs> I, I'm one, here. Right? I'm here. I, I, I'm I need. Present. I need you here, front and center, baby. Present. I need you here. All right. Uh, Blood Wolf says its awakening will be 18 Dragon Palm, like on AOW. What is AOW? I have no idea what that is. AOW? I know AOL. Some awakening bracelets with ranged palm abilities, like this stuff. And then he links a links a YouTube video. What is this? AOW. First, first 18 Dragon Palm. What? What is this? What? Is, what am I looking at here? So it just like, it's like, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, there's a Lost Ark class that shoots out a giant palm out of its hand. What is that? Pa- oh, Solfist? Uh, Solfist? Yeah. Yeah, Solfist. I guess I like that. I think it's that, probably Solfist. Yeah, maybe it's kind of like that. It looks like so God's the, hand coming out of there. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's kind of what it looked like, but like a lot more of that. Um, Studsy says, just getting into the game, I know I'm late, but was wondering if Frosty has any suck kuno guides. Just on some simple movement, catches, extensions, etc. Hard to find comprehensive guides. Everything I find on kuno is a montage. Frosty doesn't have guides because he he can't read. So when he went to go Damn. try out for the tournament, he just failed completely at the entrance exam. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's exempt from being able to make any sort of guides in the future. Wait, yeah, just, just Mark just put in my chat, so like Sage? Wait, yeah, it is like Sage, hold on. <laughs> With oh, yeah, the giant fist. Yeah. Yeah. Literally Sage. Well, uh, we'll we'll circle back to that whenever Frosty comes back. Uh, Little Pork Chop says, "I really hope we can stick to a sword with the Drac Awakening. I don't want a halberd. I'm so afraid it's going to be a dragoon halberd class. Just let me keep my doppelsaldner ways." The fuck is a doppel what is, doppel soldner? Is that the name of the weapon? The doppel soldner? The fuck? That's isn't that solder? Hey, I'm glad you're here. Hey, someone was asking for Kuno guides. They said everything I find on Kuno is a montage. And I and I said that basically you don't make guides because you can't read due to the entrance Wait. exam for that tournament recently. The montage is the guide. Watch it and learn. Wait, you put out a montage? Me? No. Oh. So who's montage? I, I do have a jump of shame montage in the works. Oh, oh no. really? No, I want one though. It'd be so cool. What is a doppel Saldner? Is that the name of the Draconia weapon, Frosty? I feel like is is Saldner how it's pronounced? I feel like isn't that solder? I, probably not. S- honestly, I have no idea. I thought it was a slayer. Wasn't it slayer? Her offhand is a slayer, yeah. but this is a couple weeks old, oh, so I don't know offhand. if we knew for sure. No, 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 no. The offhand is a uh, is uh, like shard. Something Sorry, weird. Shard. Shard. Yeah, shard. Yeah, the weapon is slayer. I think that's right. Isn't it called a slayer? Well, I guess they're guessing on awakening, right? Yeah. All right, I don't know. So okay. Soldner is 
a noun. It's a mercenary or a soldier from one country who hires his services to another country. Uh, Interesting. Huh. So a doppelsoldner. Okay. I, I don't fucking know. I don't. I have no idea, man. I, yeah, I'm still lost. But okay, yeah. Uh, Corinne Nalka says her healing is, I think, is fine because it's on a charge. She has to be lower than 50% HP and didn't heal if you drop below 50% while using the skill. I'm going to be honest. I'm a bit disappointed that she doesn't have any quick CC catches. Kind of gives me Sword Corsair vibes, which is worrying. If they nerf her gimmick slash strength, she could end up like Sword Cor Suck Corsair slash Corsair in general, non-existent. On a side note, I hope they buff. I hope they buff the newer classes because right now I'm feeling underpowered compared to the rest of the classes that got reworked. Example: Would love to have the iframes back on Absolute Mermaid skills for Awakening and removing the grab in exchange for another CC. I mean, those are fair. Feelings. I mean, what what classes do they think really feel underpowered? I think the well, the like newer. I think they're referring to like the newer un reworked classes like hash and corsair a year ago everyone was complaining about corsair and sage and nova yeah this year the problem is and it's not that they didn't need changes i do think they did but the problem is they reworked all the classes at the exact same time and then simultaneously nerfed the three strong classes sage nova True. and corsair yeah so it was like oh well fuck double fuck you yeah like we didn't <laughs> get time to test it out like all these buffs with the way those classes worked and now they're nerfed also so it's just like you know yeah similar reason why uh, it was really bad it was a bad 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 idea to nerf succession sages uh pve because they nerfed it at a time when they buffed everyone else people's pve now is is far and away better than what suck sages was yeah. pre-nerf it doesn't even make any sense now that they nerfed I... it I still think nerfing Bolt to no longer sense. BI frame was too much. I still maintain that. It's an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to keep saying I, it. I could see why you might think that. I mean, You're how's Nova Zerker. State right now, considering the rework? <laughs> suck circuit. <laughs> Sync says, man, at this point, I'm just sad for Rizzler. I just want Rizzler to be happy again, man. I haven't been happy in a long time, my guy. Oh, Don't man. worry about it. It's Dude, not going to happen. Listen, Rizzler is literally only happy when he's playing Paladins, all right? Outside of that, he Paladins? is very unhappy, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's fine. Listen, there's ups and downs and everything in life. Video games are no different. It's fine. I think this is just a low point for honestly. I think the game, but it's definitely a low point for my feelings on this game at the moment. So See, well, that's why I, I'm taking steps to try and get some more enjoyment out of it. Like play some striker, right, and just like fuck around on that. I'm not good at it. It's not. I'm not playing it because it's OP. It's just like something that I can play and have fun, basically. I hear red shy is the way to go for fun. What about duck red shy? Jesus Christ! What about reverse duckbill Nova? No, thank you. Mian says, "Hey guys, I want to ask something here because I think it will be too long. We'll just be missed if I ask on stream. I play on SEA. There's a lot of dramas between two of the biggest guilds. All the other guilds' allies branching down between these two main guilds. I don't want to be a part of this drama, but because I'm in said guild, I'm involved. Six guilds currently have a permanent deck with us, and because of that, a lot of people left temporarily to grind new region in peace. I, however, stayed. I asked for guild protection. My plan is to grief every single grinder from enemy guilds during their flame grind." 
I have prepared I have prepared my gear and replaced all my crystals temporarily. I have about 800 Elion's tears. <laughs> I even have bought a Morco's gears bag and put plus zero oh gear inside so I can quick switch to it and any enemy who attacks will kill me instantly and lose a lot of karma. Now my question is, am I in the wrong for wanting to grief them or not? Regardless of answer, I will continue what I am doing. Just asking for thoughts. <laughs> oh, Anyways, what? love the podcast as always. Keep up the good work. I think I think he just can wanted I, to fuck Can it. I? Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, me and you, you are an absolute piece of shit. Absolutely. Yes, no yes 100%. Question in my mind that you're a piece of shit. I don't know what your guild did to get six guilds to deck on them, but separately from that, actually not separately from that, it's probably because of you and this line of thinking. You are a piece of yeah, shit, yeah, that's and you're in the wrong, say. and this is probably why your guild is decked on by six different guilds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I was like, bro, this is not the way to get them to undeck you guys. I'm like, this is not gonna be the answer. Yeah, it's definitely the way to get them to think twice about killing him specifically. <laughs> yeah. I look, I I know I've been in this situation before and I, I've seen other people in this situation where they're decked on by multiple guilds and it feels like they can't even play the game because when, when multiple guilds are mad at you, there's like four or five, six guilds mad at you. It's like everywhere you go, like one of them is going to show up. There's someone like two, three people in it's every guild that's willing to run into one of them. Yeah. And, and they're like channel swapping to find you. And, and those situations are, are really awful. Um, and I don't know what it was that happened to make that happen. And, and that sucks. And I'm sorry that you're going through that. And uh, it's one of the shitty parts of the bad about the game and playing open world. But what you're doing does kind of give a little bit of like, okay. Justification? I, well, yeah. not justification so much, but of uh, like, I could understand why maybe these guilds are upset with you and why they're totally okay with killing you. Because I've run into, and this is different, different guilds where my guild is being hunted by a different guild. But when they run into me specifically, sometimes they'll kill me because it's like, hey, fuck your guild. Your guild started this. But sometimes they're like, oh, okay, like I don't have a problem with you because you always mind your own business and just do your grind, whatever. So like, I don't know. There, it's it's tough. There's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of variables here, and it's hard to say. But what you're doing is definitely toxic and a dick move, and and people are gonna hate you for it. But if that's yeah. what you feel like gets you off in the game, then you know, and it's a. I also would say, like, you gotta, like, if you want to grind in peace, man, you gotta try and, like, diffuse. Like, I, like maybe try and work out, like, some deal where it's, like, you know, I mean, this, you're not Guildmaster, I guess, but, because you can't get protection if you're, what, officer or higher. So, I don't know, like, maybe ask your leadership, like, hey, do you think we can work out something with these fellas while we grind out our, our respective flames? Is that possible? Like, did did you even try diplomacy or did you just go to straight karma bombing? I don't know. It's just weird. Um, Gunrock says, Stardog Gunrock says, is it because PA hates tamers, the people who play tamers or dogs and probably cats, that they just don't want to fix our pet skills? I know it's a conspiracy, but I need your keen intellect and vast game knowledge to help me figure out what the conspiracy is. I think that PA hates shies, and these days they can't tell the difference between a shy and a tamer. 
Is that a good? You can't cons- tell the difference between shy and tamer. Is that a good know. conspiracy theory? I think that works. That's a good. I I like that. That's a good. That's a conspiracy theory. I could put my tin hat, uh, tin tin foil hat on for. <laughs> All right, halfway through the comments. Halfway through, <laughs> baby, let's go. Dude, you know what's crazy? I think we started that comment section. I'm not 100% sure, but I was looking at the time of the recording. I'm pretty sure we yeah. started that comment section an hour and seven minutes ago. Probably. Do you want to try and rapid fire through these? No, let's just play it. Let's just play it by ear, dude. Let's do this. Okay. Hey, There's uh, some shit. Guys. We're going to have to fight again. Uh, no, Nayashi, yeah, no. Nayashi, no. You tell your wife that tonight is my birthday. <laughs> I would not cut you off on her birthday. You do not let her do this to us, Nayashi. Not this time. I I would. No. I got to take no! I got to take the dog to the No, you vet. don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Why I is you. she there? Man? Oh my god, it's my birthday. <laughs> I'll make it up to you. Oh my god, I hate. <laughs> oh, all right, now nah, she fuck. <laughs> Anytime now she says, "Hey guys, it's already he's <laughs> lost really the war. Really he's really already really lost the. He got that look where there's like a point of no return from her." Yeah, basically. Oh my god. I- I gotta take care of this, guys. I'm, All right. Good sorry, luck. I gotta dip out All early. Right. Later, man. Later. See ya. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. His, his <laughs> poor fish that he has to walk. Oh, no. All right, halfway through. Let's go. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's good. It says, I like turtles. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. That's sick. Uh, <laughs> no, Lebo what are you saying? Says, it's the meme from the video. You remember? Yeah, I like turtles. I like turtles. So good, dude. Oh my god, it's one of the best. Lebo, Lebo, Lebo says, uh, "What the fuck, Rizar? I've been waiting for this for the past couple of hours. You slacking, dude? Listen, all right. Here's the deal, right? I, I'm pretty sure the reason he said this is because this got uploaded in the evening. If we record on Sunday, it's really hard for me to get it uploaded sun uh, Monday morning." I, it almost is guaranteed going to come out Monday evening if we record on Sunday. If we record on Saturday, then it can go up on Monday morning. No problem. Easy peasy. No questions asked. Sunday is a rough timeline for me to try and pull off. So, Which is still pretty it, good. The the fact that, because we used to have a little issue where it'd be out like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yes. I think getting it out a few hours later because of a whole day delay is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about for it. sure. So be grateful, Levo. Um, yeah, so for for reference, because we're recording this on Monday, um, and Monday evening as well, hopefully you get this to me right away so I can start rendering it overnight. It's not going to be up until tomorrow evening. First thing uh, tomorrow, you'll get it. Yeah, so Tuesday evening <laughs> is when this should be up. Theoretically, theoretically. Uh, Lil Porkchop says, Oh, the dragon blood thing for awakening is ideal. I want to learn more. I want to lean more into the sword stuff for sure. New stance would make the sea swapping really cool too, rather than just pulling a halberd out of her ass and then puts a hashtag Swihander gang. <laughs> it's pronounced Vihander. Listen, man, I'm not a Nazi. I don't know what you want from me. Whoa, what the fuck, man? That's two strikes today. You only have one more. What? <laughs> what? That's not okay, man. Listen, man, you're gonna you're gonna talk like that. I'm gonna point it out, all right? Original German? HD... Just speaking German? My God. Yeah, yeah. Texans yeah. are dumb. Go on. They should know what they did. It's bad. 
Original HD says making classes not fully protected is fine, but then also remove iframes or max it out with one to two iframes. But let's be honest, this is never going to happen. Making classes not fully protected is fine, but then also remove... See, I hate iframes, and even I don't know if I fully agree with that statement. And I, I have a deep and burning hatred for iframes. You love sorks. I hate them. If they got removed from the game, my enjoyment of Black Desert Online would rise at least by 732%. <laughs> Minimum. Yeah. Probably higher, but I don't I don't know if I would uh I don't know if I would agree with that. I'd have to think about that. I don't know if I'd agree with that though. Jimmy Boy says I hope Armin will be reviewing the comments under this video and see mine as well because I have a serious question for myself and quite a lot of people from the BDO community. Where the hell is the class that you showed us at Calfion Ball 2020 and said we get it in 2021? Is it stuck on the top of this mountain? GMs also said that this class is quote unquote fun. So if it's Wukong, it would be nice to get it this summer for the story to have funny, cheerful feel like it was from Corsair last year. We don't have a male class that has this theme okay that was my three cents thank you for your attention i hope this comment will be noticed regards yeah it, was that the monkey king or was that hash or what was that teaser the one of like the the yeah. the like i mean just, it, like it, black it, figure on top of the mountain yeah it matches the idea of a, the monkey king i guess hold on let me um like kind of i guess i don't know um you're pulling up right now. Yeah, I'm pulling up the image. It's pretty easy to find because yeah. it's like I, I feel like people reference it so much because it's like what happened to this class? Yeah, what is it? Well, because is previously it like, is it something previously they they were pretty good about um when they did a teaser, like remember for the hash one or the the Corsair one, they like released it eventually. So it was like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, like yeah. we know what this teaser was for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This yeah, I don't know. But, I, I guess it kind of matches uh, Monkey King vibe in a way because it's like got kind of the yeah. Asian style roofs for this building in the top right. But outside of that, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I think this was the same time they said like the Demon Land stuff. So I don't know no. okay, so, if this was supposed oh, to be Hash yeah, or what. Anerville is saying, wait, that was Hash Machine, but Hash Machine was already out when this was shown. This was shown during the event that also showed the teasers for uh, Nova and talked about Nova. So Hash Machine was already out for four, five or six months. Was it? When we saw this image, yes. This was already out post-hash. This was like mm. during Nova's launch post-hash. I thought this got announced alongside Hash. Or not, this got teased alongside no, the this announcement got teased, of Hash. No, no, no. This got teased alongside the announcement of Nova in December. Okay. Of, I guess my at, the December 2020. Yeah, so now okay. like a, a year and whatever it would be, like five months. Um, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what this is. Let me see if I can find <laughs> the hash teaser um, image, which was just a sword in the sand. Ah, oh, God. it's This one, I don't even know what to type to search for it. Well, while you're looking for it, I'm going to read the next comment. Moist okay. Meatloaf says, Ooh, if her awakening was like Guts Berserk armor, and then links a YouTube video. 
Uh, if y'all haven't seen the anime, here's a two to three minute clip. Figured I'd also mention I'm still crying in a corner waiting for arenas. I think their expected release dates were mistranslated to development start dates. Sag. Oh, no. All right, I gave up. I can't find it. What yeah. Is, what, is, what is this Guts armor thing? Oh, wait, that's just the armor that we have in game. Oh, wow, that animation is really bad. What the fuck? Yeah. This YouTube clip? But you. Yeah, the YouTube clip from uh, Moist Meatloaf. It's a great name. He he linked the for the context of the uh the the guts berserk armor. If her awakening was the guts berserk armor. God, I'm so tilted. Yeah. I misclicked and reloaded the video twice. Nice, nice. I have nice. to find my spot in the comments again. We're on uh, Ponism. Ponism says, uh, good podcast. Agree fully with the whole I always was X-Class thing. Started as a Sork a year or so pre-CC changes. It was not fun. Everyone perma SA. No one geared enough to kill people in SA. After a bomb, CC changes a lot changed with Sork. So I'm not complaining anymore. The mountain is fun, but they should at least buff it a bit or add one to two accessories. The higher-up spots have some kind of purpose after you get the flame. The money there is not Shira, but it's not far from it in my opinion. Also, Turo was at least a fun spot to party up, had potential of a good money spot with the Kafris and belt drops from the beginning. Nothing like that on the mountain. Okay. This leads me into one of my theories. Okay. What's your theory? So we got we got the winter region. Yep. And I and I really think from the time they announced winter region until now that they felt because of the lack of content, because of the reworks or whatever it took, that they had to get this out quick. And my new theory, and this is, this is if you were to take a, uh, a positive spin on the release okay. of the winter region, but mm -hmm. I believe potentially that we only have eternal winter part one and that this yeah. was released quickly to get something out. It's like, okay, we have yep. this spot. You can grind for the flame here. There's, there's not much because it is the first region that doesn't release any new items outside of Labresca. Like there's no mm -hmm. new accessories. In yep. in uh Odalita, we at least got Turo spell and ominous ring. There's no new accessories. There's no new weapons or items or alternatives or or anything. There's like shoe crystals and some uh elixirs, but there's not much. And then the other thing, the other thing that kind of makes me believe in what I'm saying right now is they have this weird, you get frostbite debuff, but it's in yeah. like such a minute part of the region that you would never ever be in for any reason. Yeah, that's what Nexus just said is that their consumables to remove frostbite are useless. Yeah, and they also said that the shy can like create a campfire. So when you're lost in the mountains for this long, they teased it like pretty detailed. Like, oh, when you're up in these snow mountains, like the shy can help you get rid of your frostbite and recover these debuffs. And it's like, well, but there's no areas where that happens. So why would that even happen? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty popular opinion. I've seen a lot of people say that. Um, I I think it was last week, or maybe it was this week, I don't remember, but there was someone who posted a Reddit post and said uh, Valley of the Eternal Winter because this nothing about this is the mountain. <laughs> the mountain is like slightly to like yeah, the east of right? it. 
<laughs> it's just a big valley um so that's pretty funny so yeah i think there's a i think there's quite a bit of evidence actually that this is just a part one um that's me being hopeful a little bit because like yeah it does feel a little bit small and i the okay so if these are the end game spots, just works as snowboards. <laughs> yeah, snowboards didn't come. But if these are the end game spots, then it's really like a huge letdown. But if it's like, yeah. oh, by the way, these are like kind of the entry level spots, and then there's a bunch of harder spots later on when we release part two. But my hope is that they don't. If there is a part two, which again, this is all copium. But if there is a part two. I hope that they don't announce it until it's completely done, and then just like, by the way, Monday. Part two, three new zones, two new accessories, new item, blah, 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 like a bunch of stuff. It's really hard. Got to have decent gear. This whole first part was just to kind of get you warmed up to the winter region. Or chilled down. Because theme. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, I think this is the smallest region expansion that we've had. The only thing that I think might have been smaller, I'm pretty confident. I have some vague memory of Madaya being split into two parts. Don't remember if I'm misremembering that or not, but I have some vague memory of Madaya being split in two, so that probably would have been smaller. But Valencia um, 1 and 2 were separate, but Valencia 1 is huge. Valencia 1 is huge. It's yeah. huge. Uh, Camo 1 and 2 were separate. Camo 1 was pretty big. Combined, like Camo 1 and 2 are fucking huge. So if you yeah. did combine, Dregan was big. I, I Dregan was small. I don't know. Dregan is like a weird uh, landmass wise. Dregan is very big. It's Content wise, it wasn't very big. Yeah. Dregan's very spread out. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that there wasn't a lot to do, but yeah, no, I think, um, I think there's a lot of evidence. Uh, the reason I was pointing out the size of it is that I think an that's another like piece of evidence to, this is just part one is because if this was the entire region, this would be very, very small. The only region comparable to it in size would be Madaya, which was the first expansion region they ever did. Um, so that would be kind of bizarre. I don't think. Um, well, did Madaya release in part one and two? I'm almost positive it did, but I could be wrong and just like misremembering that honestly. But I, I, I have a memory in my head of it releasing in a one and two. Like we had, I want to say we had like Tariff and we had like the northern side of Madaya, and then Madaya two came out and it gave us like Altanova and Rogues and Abandoned Mine and stuff. I think, but I could be bullshitting. Because I'm it's like just some like vague memory I have. I'm looking at the landmass Madaya, like Madaya is huge like yeah. Madai is actually huge because if you look at like Hazra ancient ruins that whole area plus soldiers cemetery all the way up to uh, Elric shrine Helm's post like it's pretty fucking big yeah I guess yeah it's definitely yeah I guess it is bigger than it's probably bigger than uh, uh Alita huh yeah, Odalita's kind of small. Odalita's kind of small, but Odalita definitely has a mountainy feel. Like traveling around Odalita doesn't feel small. Yeah. Neither does Kama. I mean, none of the regions really do. The winter region is the first one that kind of feels a little bit small, but it doesn't feel that small to me. It just feels like there's more here that we're not seeing in the south, which is yeah. in the actual hills, like people are saying. Like it almost if this was the eternal mountain valley yeah like that's a, i like that description where it's like 
These Valley two of spots. <laughs> yeah, Mountain of Eternal Winter. Th this uh um what's it called? The Limbo. Aretha's Limbo. And then yeah. um the Murrowax. Like those are on the, yeah. the edges of the mountain. Like going into it kind of because they're both inside the mountain. They're not really on top. But there's nothing yeah. in the actual mountain. So if there's more to this, that would be really, really cool. And I, I kinda hope so. And I don't know what the map used to look like, but was it this big? Do you see this gray area? And let me see. I don't know if you could see my stream, but let me send you There's a screenshot. There's a lot of gray area on the south, a little bit to the like southwest too, which is kind of weird. Uh, I, and then like I, the I consider the the mountain, like the main mountain, to be to the east of Erethia's Limbo, like right, right next to it. That to me is the mountain of Eternal Winter. I don't remember what the map looked like prior to Eternal Winter, but do you see that giant landmass that's outlined? Yes. Is that? Yeah different than before is that the exact same because that looks no crazy that's the huge. same is it yeah yeah yeah. that's the same oh, okay i'm i'm pretty confident that that's the same there was always like this big so if you look below madaya you have this castle here that's been there and the cause for many uh uh, uh fan theories for yeah, a really long right? time yeah the castle's just and then you kind of have it like this madaya almost like madaya part three situated here where this like river kind of runs into like this mountainous zone and then you kind of have like this other valley over here right it's or other river rather so you have like this weird madaya part three thing south of madaya where it's basically like madaya separated by the two rivers then you have a whole mountain range going from southwest which i presume is the mountain of eternal winter that curves down hits the coast and then curves all the way back around and up to south of crescents and like that's like a whole giant ass mountain range basically um and i'm pretty confident that's like always been like that pretty confident not 100 percent, but i'm pretty confident also weren't we wasn't this area north of the desert also supposed to be something we got at some point i don't know man i don't know maybe looks cool but who knows yeah i thought that was supposed to be a thing i don't know man whatever anyway uh where were we we're we're lagging behind. Where am I? Here. Lebo says, uh hammer maker awakening a hammer, a big giant, massive, gigantic holy hammer. A holy hammer, huh? Holy hammer. Turning into a paladin. Yeah. XXX Harambe says I just made a new PC account, and goddamn is BDO different. I didn't do the new quest line, but ran through the regular quest line to unlock the Simplify Seasons quest line if they revamp pets tier 1 to tier 3 to make them more efficient and fix the free-to-play tent. Excuse me, to make that more accessible, I would say BDO isn't pay-to-win anymore. Currently, there's 6k plus 6k bonus, and two... Uh, two times 1k plus 1k bonuses plus you get a shitload of coupons when you first start out so almost everything you could want has an additional discount combined with the coupon codes from Calfion Ball 2 now it's one of the best times ever to start out in Black Desert especially since those coupon rewards can be used on a seasoned character it's really weird seeing cutscenes I watched a couple but having ran the quest line a bunch of times in the last four years I'm an R spamming even though they look decent sorry my music paused for some reason 
The craziest thing to me is that you can simply progression pass game tip section for like 40 completions from the rip and get 200 plus million, then skip baby stages completely. Even if you don't spend the silver, you can st you can simply quest till unlock Narcillion Exchange. All you have to do is finish Balanus quest line. Uh, I'm going to skip some of this. Biggest nuance overall was the pets and then the tent. Without tent, couldn't go too far to grind spots, but didn't need to. Pets just took a couple of days for the pre-orders to fill. Now getting 600 gear score wouldn't be won't be hard rather either, especially after ending seasons like 550 plus. Uh, then free pen armors till all pen cap. You can be full pen tent accessories less than 100 bill, which should take something like six months. I don't know how long it would take for the weekly Jatina quest, but you could start grinding Valencia with an Archillion with as little as 24 hours played. <clears throat> All you do is spam Valencia until you're full pen. That sounds miserable. I kind of think there might be an influx of hackers slash bots while this is available since the above stated things exist. The game is completely free, no strings attached. Make PC accounts to spam free enhancements after we get these ball rewards. Um, You die on me, Frosty? No, I just... <sighs> I don't want to rain on the parade because I think it's cool that he feels the way he feels. Um, and I do think BDO is more accessible now than, than probably ever before. Like if you're starting out, yeah. you get a lot of free pets and you get a lot of free stuff, but there's still some glaring issues to me. I, and there's definitely still pay to win. Like for example, what, some of his examples of cool bonuses are things you buy. Yep. So... It's a little bit confusing, but um, the big ones to me are the tent. I think the tent became so necessary that I, I really hate the price and I hate that it's not purchasable in the marketplace for newer players. <clears throat> um, and I, I hate that. Uh, I, I really dislike like to the point of like, it, it actually bothers me kind of a lot. And I, I think it's, gross at this point i don't think that they need to have it this way is that the value pack the camo blessing and the old moon book are three separate things yep uh, yeah, i think that that like you could couple that all into one 10 or 15 dollar monthly thing if you really wanted it to um is really annoying yeah and as dalian's pointing out the fairy system now the fairy system I'm I'm like half and half on this because obviously the fairy system is incredibly predatory and you want to get the best fairy possible, but you can just reroll tier four fairies to try to get your first, um, to try to get um, what's it called? Just the pot buff from your fairy. It it is annoying and and kind of a lot of work, but you can just keep like rolling fairies and get tier fours and like when it gets to level ten. And I, that's what I had to do originally, and it w didn't feel like the worst thing ever. But I, if they could make it easier, I'd be happy with that too. The, the fairy thing as well. But I think the tent is a little bit more egregious, and so is the um, uh, three essentially three subscriptions that are like yep. one subscription split up into three just to charge you forty five dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I really, really don't like. Yeah. Not a fan either. 
Methios War says, Holy S, Armin's answers were useless. Lapdogged into, I can't say anything about what I would like to see in the game. They're doing good, right? There's nothing wrong with things being wrong with a game. There are no perfect games. Not wanting to speak them out loud because you're not sure if you're allowed to. Tells a lot about PA. They just want to live with their heads in the sand. Of course, he knows what's wrong with the game, but better don't talk about it. I get why acknowledging a problem low-key sets an obligation to fix it, but so does announcing something new on a ball. PA has no problems with not following up on that for years, so meh. To the protection, there is a protection bloat. Remove some. If you don't have a grab, you can CC half or more of the classes. This is indeed part of the problem of why grab feels OP. It's the only answer to SA other than just gear checking. Skills without protection feel terrible in large skill. Uh, would be cool if, like, guild skills, you could add protection one or two skills when you enter node war. Also, I think SA trading meta is more new player friendly. Uh, I disagree with that last Ooh. part vehemently so how is that new player friendly to just get gear checked by everyone who's been playing longer than you <laughs> i i hard disagree with that what what do you mm, the problem is with i was gonna say it'd be kind of interesting to give some skills a different type of protection based on if you're in node war or not but then gvgs yeah. become node war level where your lack of protection starts to become a problem yeah so i'd be and that tough. adds another layer yeah. of this like every form of pvp has different rules yeah yeah no i think uh yeah i don't know it's um it's not a like a terrible idea but i don't know how you could implement it in a way that would make sense for the rest of the I, game can i i, I think we've talked thing. about it before i know you and i always end up on the side and i feel bad that we don't have nash here for this particular thing but I've noticed a lot of people talking about grabs being OP, but lately, if you're a non-grab class, like the thing that you catch people in so often, the one opening that some of these classes have is literally is a grab. grab. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's it's like you're sitting there, ho like it's this weird thing because I I noticed this when I was, I was playing Draconia, where I'm like, dude, please go for the grab, please go for the grab. If like, if you go for the grab, then I get that CC and I have a chance to get the CC and I'm like actually sitting there praying for the grab or even when, um, on Kuno, if I'm playing Awaken Kuno and I, and I go for a grab and I miss the grab, I'm sitting there hoping during those next 15 seconds, I'm like, dude, please go for a grab. Like whatever class I'm against, I'm like, please go for a grab, please go for a grab. So I can, I can actually like CC you out of something because your class has no openings whatsoever like i feel that kind of a lot it's a weird dynamic as powerful as grabs yeah. are and they are because they go through every cc except or every protection except for iframe um there's so many times where i'm sitting like please like i'm actually hoping they go for a grab um so it's a it's a weird thing granted classes are too protected overall and i, I do agree with the premise like oh that's part of the reason why it feels like grab so op uh, but at the same time, it's like people's grabs are their openings at the same time. So it's weird. So an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, also regarding the arm and stuff, I think that, okay, L let's break apart like Armin what Armin's obligation is whenever he's like acting as a member of the corporation no shot in hell 
he can go on to a public forum and trash his own company. Yeah. Now he can gather like us trashing his company, right? Um, like he asked us several times, like, what's your opinions? And if we just started like shitting on the region, he probably, I mean, he probably would have tried to argue a little bit, but I don't think he would have like stonewalled us or anything. He would have just been like, you know, okay, well, you know, we'll take that feedback or whatever. Some kind of generic, you know, response probably, but like, it's his job. It's his work. He, he can't come out the gate swinging, talking about how like his bosses are fucking everything up. Like, that's not what he's able to do. Can you do that at your job? Like, I can't do that at my job. <laughs> um, And also, like, he was there first and foremost to talk about Draconia and the new region. So, he, you know, we didn't have time to talk about, like, the problems of, of BDO necessarily. So, something else to, like, keep in mind, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think people, I honestly think people were a bit little little bit harsh on Armin, I think, honestly. But I don't know. That's just me. Um Elmsfjord El- Elmsfjord says one thing I'd like to see added to the game would be grind spots of skill and difficulty with party size, just like the boss in Murawak Labyrinth. I think this would bring a lot of benefits with it for every type of player slash grinder. By the way, how would you guys approach a whole oversaw overhaul of the CC protection system? Kind of thought differentiating skills into specific categories with individual balancing rules. Skills need to be dedicated to a defined use case. Look at it like it was a game of rock, paper, scissors, but a lot more complicated. Some deal damage, CC, heal, protect, buff, debuff. The point is single skill shouldn't be so overloaded with everything at the same time. In the end, those different categories of skills should punish or counter one another naturally, but what do I know? Great podcast as always, TY guys. Yeah, I, I I just think that you want your character it's this it's this eternal balancing act of like I think it's probably easier to balance things if you just give them one or two traits, but then you don't want your character to feel weak, right? Yeah. I think like that's part of the fun of BDO that I think we talked about last week. I think Armin brought it up specifically. He, he talked about how like you you like feeling like your character is really really powerful. I think that was Armin who brought it up last week. Maybe I'm misremembering, but um, that's a big part of BDO is that your character feels like hella fucking strong. Um, they have these like amazing abilities. That's actually a reason my cousin didn't want to play BDO. I couldn't get him into it. He, he's a big MMO fan. He's played a lot of WoW, and I tried to get him to play BDO. And it was actually... He literally said this. He said... I, I, I asked him what he thought about like the combat and stuff after he had like been playing it for a few hours and was like using skills and stuff. And he said, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm a fan. And I said, Really? Why like why is it the action combat? He said, No, it's not the action combat. And he literally said, I'm not kidding. He literally goes, It like every skill feels like it's an ultimate. And I'm like, Yeah, isn't that good? Like what? Like that's I like that about my skills that they uh, like most of them feel kind of crazy, but I don't know, he's he was he's he didn't like it I guess it's weird. Um, I know you like feeling very powerful, Frosty. You've talked about it multiple times as well, well so I think it's a big part of it. I think it. a lot of people do. It's one of the reasons why initially when people look at a new class or maybe even during the reworks you see it a lot where it's like oh that. That's like people's response immediately is like, that's busted. That needs to be nerfed. And it's like, well, it'd be cool to see kind of how it plays out because I do think the classes should feel powerful. I mean, we're, yeah, we're playing essentially like superhero classes and they all should feel powerful. 
Like, I hate the idea of rejecting a skill because it's strong, just inherent. Like, nope, that's strong. Gotta get it out of the game. It needs to be completely unprotected and unsafe and hard to use. Otherwise, out of my game. And and then especially like last week, I think last week or the week before I talked about it, where the people that have had protection and protected CCs and protected grabs for a long time now hate that some classes are too protected, but we're totally fine with it when most of the classes weren't too protected, but their class was too protected. So that was cool. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Skills should be powerful and fun. Otherwise, what's the point? But I, like, I also think reworks added a lot more protection they did they did they definitely did but they also had a lot more protection in a lot of classes that were lacking any protection yeah but but know. yeah they did and and i i said yes like last week i i said like i do think there's too much and it would be cool to see them reel a little bit of the protection back while still keeping the classes feeling strong i just don't know how you do it without pissing everybody off it'd be really hard that that is a hard yeah. task buffing everyone pissed everyone off imagine mm -hmm. like going through like all right guys now we gotta nerf everyone calm down growing 86 says i like Bugland's mechanic but the drop chance is crap also rng bug boxes need some changes opened over 170 boxes got two of the new crystal essences what's that's the, what's a crystal pretty essence? awful i'm not sure i don't know what that is i actually don't know what a crystal essence is well, you've only done what ten hours? You need to do more hours. At bugs? And yeah, at bugs. Yeah, good. Or uh, crabs, as they're called. Uh, Imperial Dreamer. Imagine ten hours at a place and be like, "Yeah, you don't know what the place is like yet." <laughs> Imperial Dreamer says it's not just too much protection; it's also too much protected CC. Just look at how many protected CC something like Striker has, not even including his core skills. I just don't see a justification for classes having so many protected CCs, especially classes like that or ranged classes. The current design philosophy is all over the place. Some classes are tanky, permanent SA, have decent protected CC. Then you have stuff like Hash or Suck Sage, which have almost entirely unprotected CC. Tons of gaps in general oh are squishy God. as hell. Don't Doesn't throw Hash. Sense. In there i'm sorry just do not throw ash in there <laughs> you can't even say well assassins do way more damage because that just isn't true shields and gauntlets hit just as hard or harder in some cases don't have any trade-off to pay for their tankiness base hp or insane blocks personally i think melee classes should have a minimum of two per, or sorry maximum of two protected ccs and ranged only one it needs to be less overall protection so people are forced to take some risk and there are actually some openings to exploit if you design classes with permanent sa and multiple protected ccs then you just end up with the current trading meta which turns the it turns an epic combat system into nothing more than a gear check i also think the quote-unquote bruisers need some kind of trade-off i just don't think it's fair that they deal just as much damage as almost every other class but also get to scale extremely well defensively while the rest of us have our guards blown up in one or two hits um so i i i like his uh the foundation of his idea like where it's coming from but every class being limited to two protected ccs can you i i want you to think of a, imagine a world where a succession ninja with two protected CCs is fighting against a guardian with two protected CCs. And tell me if you think that that's honestly fair. Or a, a, an awakened guardian with two protected CCs only versus an, a succession ninja or an awakened ninja or succession kuno with two protected CCs. 
How is that fair? There's no way on earth. You can't just arbitrarily limit the protected CCs to two per class. Like you have to take into consideration their speed, their mobility, their cooldowns, their stamina, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many variables. Do, should they reduce the amount of protected CCs and protection in the game? For sure. Definitely. Also, like another thing is like, how would you classify things like uh, Guardian Scoot and Stun, right? Or Scoot and Stiff. Because it's it's protection into a CC. It's not mm. a protected CC. But no, like, that, that one actually is a protected CC because it's iframe into a super armor stiff. Oh, is it super armor during the yeah, stiff animation? Yeah, it is. That class is so fucking OP. Why has that <laughs> class not been nerfed? That's Jesus what Christ. I was saying, right? Preach, Razzlar, preach. That class. Fucking hell. Oh my god. How does Amortat ever lose a fight? It makes no sense. <laughs> It makes no sense how Amortat would ever lose a fight against anyone. Oh, someone that please. class is so fucking busted. Clip that so I can send it to Amortat. He would love that. Oh my <laughs> god, that'll make Amortat's whole year. His whole year. Please, someone clip that for me. Please. Amortat, I, I will literally clip his response. I will record and be like, I, I'm going to show Amortat that clip. I'm going to record and be like, Amortat, what do you think about this? And he's going to be like, fucking Reslar! <laughs> That He's sounds like a new his sub mind. sound. His response sounds like a new sub sound to me, and I haven't even heard it yet. <laughs> oh, he's going to be so pissed. Crit uh, <laughs> uh, Naoka says, warning rant. Yeah, who the fuck suggested Harpoon Sword? Where's my fucking Blunderbuss or Swashbuckler Awakening for Corsair? Please, I beg, make a gun class. They have matchlocks and sniper rifles in the game. Their argument that guns don't belong is non-existent. And as soon as they made the life skill, or sorry, is non-existent as soon as they made the life skill. You would need to make it so it's not Sword Desert Online, LOL, or at least a steampunk-themed class. I don't know why they feel the need to exclude cool class archetypes that work in every other MMO and have to make it quote-unquote unique. I can guarantee most people don't think a harpoon sword is cool. All right, before you okay. go to the rest, before you go to the rest. Already, already, already. I, while I, I could understand why he wants a that class, that particular archetype with the guns or whatever. Fine. I, totally fair. That's his style. He likes that. But I don't think that that means like... I don't think they're excluding every cool class archetype that work in every other MMO. I mean, we have, we have a greatsword. We have a giant axe. We have two swords on lawn. We have a spear we have a lance we have a shield we have sword shield we have sword and board we have an axe and a shield like we literally have so many of the common archetypes we have a caster with a staff we have a bow staff we have martial artists we have fighters like literally we're in the game includes a bunch of archetypes that work in every other mmos so it's not they're not excluding all of the cool archetypes that work in every other mmo like that's just like not true Right? Yeah. Am I crazy? I like, think, I think it's more that like they're excluding like one of the biggest ones, which is the gunslinger thing. The gunslinger right? is definitely omitted entirely. Which is like weird, yeah, especially was... for a Korean MMO, because like Eastern MMOs love their gunslinger classes. But isn't it kind of there with Awakened Zerker? A little bit. I it's the don't Barrett. Know about that one, Chief. It's the Final Fantasy Seven Barrett. I don't, I don't know about that one. That's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's weird. I don't know. 
Strange. Also, there's this weird, like, anti-sword thing as well I've been seeing a lot lately. There's a lot of people on this anti-sword movement. It's interesting. Yeah, like too many uh, sword classes. Yeah, complaints. yeah, yeah, too many yeah. sword classes, yeah. It's I mean, just like you, you said, do... sword, sword Desert Online. I honestly think part part of the problem, or it, it's because you can do so much with a sword. Yeah, true. Like Lawn, I mean, look at like Lawn versus Warrior versus, I mean, essentially Corsair's Awakening Weapon or Corsair's Pre-Awakening. Like, they're not even close. Yeah, but I, I also think it's a problem of like, some weapons, you have to ask yourself like, how would you make them, make the playstyle different than like what already exists? So like, whenever I was thinking about Corsair Awakening, my first thought was going to be like, Okay, like a trident, right? Because it's like yeah, water that's or whatever. What everyone like, thought. Trident. I remember trident yeah. would make a lot of sense, but then like, okay, so you have a trident, right? But isn't wouldn't a trident class just kind unless it becomes like a magic class? Wouldn't it kind of just be like like used like a care spear? <laughs> like, well, I, I, unless it's I like imagine it would have very spells. similar animations. Yeah, unless right, and that's why I said unless it was yeah. a magic class, unless right. it was a magic class where it casted magic. Yeah, yeah, no, it it, it actually wouldn't make sense unless you're. Yeah, it it would be a a Maywa. No, for sure. Yeah, I I just think it would have very similar animations. But then people would argue that like the sword, like everyone with a sword has similar animations to everyone else with a sword. So I don't know. But does Ninja have similar animations to uh, Akuno and? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It you, does. Okay. Wait. Like awaken ninja, where it legitimately has a sword. Is nothing. Oh like no! Any I thought Akuno's you were animation. talking about the main hand. I'm like Frosty. It's the same main hand. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm talking about awaken ninja. Even compared to like pre-awaken ninja or pre-awaken Kuno, compared to awaken lawn. Like those are pretty fucking different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. While still For being sure. pretty traditional archetypes, a short sword, katanas. Um, yeah. What duel? I don't know. They called them. No, Crimson I think they've been doing a decent job. Even though it's been a lot of swords, I think they've been doing a decent job of keeping them different enough from like each other. Like there might be some similarities, some reused animations, whatever. But I think they've so far. I I don't really have a complaint of like. There's too much of like this type of class. I don't think. I don't know. Just me. Uh. Part two of this comment. Okay, so to my main comment, I do hope they change Drax PvE. Someone who is a Corsair main, I can tell you that their PvE feels shit compared to when I grind on my Valk Kuno Mewa. If they don't buff Drax PvE at all, people are going to reroll off of it. And with how the kit is made, it's like Corsair, you take Awakening Drax damage, nerf some protections, class is going to be, excuse me, dog shit. Uh, I wish they would make some of these new classes have some faster catches, like some of the older classes do. Example, Dragon Bite, Blind Thrust, Shadow Stomp, Stub Arrow, etc. I love the fact that three out of the four examples of their <laughs> faster catches on old classes are blader abilities. Yeah, and a lot I of bladers, a lot of bladers would argue that Dragon Bite, a Blind lot Thrust, of and Stub Arrow are right trash. Now. Yeah. Bladers are punching the air right now, dude. They're so mad. Yeah. Uh, like, why do they have to be permatech 
protected with slow animations and CCs because as soon as you nerf the damage, the gimmick of the class, people would roll back to their original class and please allow mouse movement on more frontal guarder movement skills. It's one of my biggest frustrations, at least with Corsair, that she is just physically incapable of mouse or camera turning in any of her frontal abilities and while standing still as well, mainly talking about awakening. I don't know, for me, mouse movement, that I don't know was the comment, not me for the record. For me, mouse movement allows people to become more creative with their class. Like, imagine Flannels on Awakening Ranger without mouse movement. It'd be a lot different. TLDR, I'm a Corsair class copium. Oh, I'm on Corsair class copium. Excuse me. Yeah. I, well, I, to address the mouse movement thing, I, I don't mind mouse movement anymore. I, I used to kind of hate it more, and, and I think if it was never in the game from the beginning, would have been better. But the fact that it is in the game... It's not so bad, and if people feel like it's fun and more creative, then so be it, whatever. But I don't think every class needs to have mouse movement. So for example, I think Awaken Hash is one of the most well-designed classes in terms of the way their pre-awaken and awaken flows together, the way every skill has a little bit of importance, but it's not the end-all be-all yeah, of the kit. And mouse movement is integral to their kit. No, mouse movement on awakening is like nothing in the kit. It no, no, no. It's like one of the most important things. It means literally nothing. That's the no, thing. No, because whenever you grab people, you mouse move to shake them around to disorient them from no, when they get back up That just off happens the by default. That happens by default. <laughs> Fantastically. Yeah, it, deor it deorients you in IRL. It's fantastic. <laughs> but that's the thing is like... um. So, okay, so like Aliri, he plays Witch in chat. He's saying, what about skills that are frontal that both can't be turned nor mouse movement? So, well, I, I don't know. It depends on if they feel like the skill is powerful enough that it shouldn't be allowed to move. But let's say, for example, a skill that is forward guard that you can move. So, uh, Zerker, like one of Zerker's heals, right? Can't you mouse move one of the heals that's forward guard? So that way you're like trying you to defend yourself? You mouse move all of them. But okay. yeah, one of them's frontal guard, and it's very important that you mouse move it so yeah, you, you don't get CC'd. Would it be the worst thing in the world if you could just move your camera? No, no, that'd the be perfectly player? fine. Like that My one, only concern that is one. they're gonna fuck it up and make it like gore roll, where it like only right, moves where it's too every slow. like where point two slow. seconds or yeah, some yeah. weird right, shit for sure. And that like those ones where it's like it literally makes so much sense to mouse to just camera move. Why do you? Why do I? Why am I forced to mouse move this skill that could be easily camera movable? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like 100%. those one, those ones I don't fully understand, but the ones like Lava Piercer where you're like left, right, left, right, like it's totally different. Or uh, I think a good one on, on Awaken Kuno is Dance Macabre where you can totally aim it, start your camera, and when it goes, it's a pretty fast skill, but if you mouse move quick enough, you can move it somewhere in particular. Like if you see someone move and you click in time, like that's that's pretty cool. It's a cool, unique thing that adds a little bit and it's not really game-breaking. I, I like that stuff. It's cool. It's like style points. That helps two minds montages, you know? But yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. It's just like I, I don't think every class needs to have mouse movement. Like I'm totally fine with Awaken Hash not having a bunch because I personally don't have fun mouse moving. So it's like but I, I think that Awaken Hash actually does have a lot of skill expression and the way it mechanically works. You can be like hash to hash people play so incredibly different so i don't know and i'll also awaken hash oh i said i don't know fuck rezar why didn't you stop me <laughs> well, listen man 
Awaken Ash, I hear a lot of people say the last, God, I'd have to look at a class list. The last like great design class with cancels, because people always refer to cancels is like Ninja Kuno. Some people say even Sork, all the way back to Sork. Um, yeah, but they got a lot of their cancels removed. A lot of them are mad about that. But I actually think, and, and Hash is relatively new. Hash has some amazing and unique cancels. Like you, you could sit there and teach yeah. someone hash, like the basics of hash, and they have no idea, like the just I, list of shit that they don't know how to do because it takes a little bit of time and practice to like figure out all this like hidden stuff. Yeah, I I would I would does built in cancels count? Because I would counter that Awakening Sage is hugely about cancels but it's all yeah. built in no i no, they all are built in that that that's the i think a misconception i think people think like turn backslash is built in that was designed that way that's not a, a unique find a glitch in the system that's not pylon hopping oh, in I starcraft don't know. there's 1. been some berserker combos over the years that are definitely I mean, no, glitches in for the sure. system <laughs> for sure but some of the main ones a lot of the cancels really are not like they're designed they're built yeah. in to be cancelable. They're they're slow when you hard cast them and they're fast when you don't. C swap on every class. C swap yeah. on every class is like I, literally gives you a slow you animation know, unless you use something before. If you think about it even like weirdly and kind of the technical sense, if I'm being honest, even Succession Sage is all about canceling with its pocketing mechanism, mm -hmm. right? You start a skill and then you rift chain, so you cancel the skill animation, and then when you come out of rift chain, you, like, let her rip, right? It's like the whole gimmick of the class, so... Yeah. One, one of the good examples that I always use, because I always hear, you know, like, oh, PA doesn't do cancels anymore, like, that whole thing, which I, I actually disagree with Sage. I think Sage is one of these ones that's, like, it got overshadowed by the fact that it was too strong, so it doesn't look mm. like the cancels and the way things flow together were well designed. And separately, I also think that the pre-awakening doesn't flow super well with the awakening, yep, but separate 100%. issue in, in general. But um, Warrior, about now, God, two years now, two years ago, we had, we had a patch that changed a bunch of Warrior skills. Hmm. Two years ago. This is this is like Warrior's been out for a long time. And they added like fifteen different cancels that were brand new. R remember when it went from like block cancel some of your stuff to block cancels everything? Yep. That yeah. that happened after like that was later in BDO's life. That was post CC changes. That was post that was three years, four years after BDO has been, already been out in NA. And it's like so when I hear people like Oh, they're just trying to make classes easier. It's like, dude, those but those cancels kind of separated really great warriors from average warriors even more. Because now they yeah, have a million 100%. more options. So it's not they're not always doing that. I don't know what makes them decide where a class needs to be like have a bunch of cancels or not have a bunch of cancels. But they yeah, they but, definitely yeah, still throw it in from time to time. That's exactly the point though, is that it's fucking bizarre because like they so they give warrior a million more cancel opportunities with their q block and then they rework sork and remove a bunch of cancels on sork like really dumbed down the class at least that's the impression that i've gotten from sorks in my guild is that it's it's been made a lot easier it, you don't have to do a whole bunch of shit to do what you used to do yeah so it's weird it's weird how it's like sometimes they do sometimes they don't i don't know 
God damn it, I said it, Frosty. Why didn't you stop me? What? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> well, Sor Sork is also a weird one because it, it it's just so protected now. So it's like you, you technically could still do all of the things that you could do before. It just is less efficient because it's so protected anyway. You don't need to do all that stuff. But it is still there. It's not yeah. like they removed the absolute... Did they remove the absolute darkness C-swap? They didn't. I, I, I don't I think. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Anyway, let's keep moving. Raikou right. uh, Ry says... The Draconia PvE part was really disappointing. No answer, no discussion, just nothing. Did it even register with the CM that it needs fixes? Not even just add damage row, but some abilities just feel so clunky to use. Headboxes are weird. Shift E is so much worse than, for example, Exenerator Incinerator on Guardian. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, in fairness to, to Armin... Like, he's not the person that's going to be able to answer that stuff, right? Or, yeah, or say I mean, that didn't, stuff. Didn't he literally say, like, if you have feedback, like, put it through the right channels? Because, like, we're listening. Yeah. But he said, like, I forget what example he used, but I think he said Reddit. He said, like, Reddit is not the right place to put it. Like, neither is our no, comments. Re Reddit, like actually, so I, I've been told by the CMs and GMs, and I've seen multiple times by the CMs and GMs, that they do monitor like every avenue that BDO players would think like they at least check on them and read them and listen to the feedback. No, there is an intern. <laughs> well, there is definitely someone that watches Reddit. There's someone that checks through comments on videos and stuff for sure. Does Twitch all of that get translated right. into changes? No, probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, he said, he they're said, looking. Uh, Dread Spark corrected me. He said, he said, Twitch chat yeah, is Twitch not chat, the place to put your feedback. Right. Twitch chat is probably less because it's just not there. They have to be there yeah. in that moment or watch the VOD yeah. in that moment. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Go to the forums and like go in the Discord and talk about it because they're definitely monitoring their forums and they're definitely monitoring their, their official Discord. So, Aaron X says, fixed Awakening Mystic PA. Did they? They fix some awakening mystic PA. Um, I don't know what he's saying. Or are they just saying that Draconia's PA is is fixed awakening mystics PA? Hey, I guess I don't fixed. know. I mean, what's awakening... broken about awakening mystics PA? Is it broken? I mean, a after the reworks, it works somewhat similar to Draconia's, except the AOE is way smaller. But it's kind of similar, dude. I always had this dream. We talked about this when we had Ellie on the show like a couple years ago or a year and a half ago mm. or whatever, where imagine if while you were in Mystics PA, you could use Wolf's Frenzy while you're in yeah. in that bubble. Oh, that would be so fun. It'd be busted, <laughs> but God, it'd be so fun. Uh, Lincoln Johnson says, starting to lose a lot more faith in the devs. Mountain of Eternal Winter. Where's the snowboards? I barely see much snow, etc. Whatever. Back to Lost Ark. Okay. This is the perfect segue before we finish here, Rezar, because we've got about eight more comments, and then we're yeah, done. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But Rezar, for the first time, I'm here to admit to you. Okay. I haven't logged into Lost Ark in, in two days, and I'm not oh, going to log in today. my God. I'm first, not of all, first of all, I'm going to need you to stop because this isn't a Lost Ark podcast, so <laughs> you're going to need to take it on to... Look, our, our, no, our sister uh, podcast. I, I think Lost Ark 
is a fantastic game. But I, I feel like in our current iteration of the game, there's not much to do. And every time, anytime I say that in front of Lost Ark fans, they get really mad at me and they say, well, just create an alt and do all the same stuff that you already did again. Yeah. Like, but I don't want to play. I don't enjoy those characters. And there's something about being where I already am that makes all those characters feel worse. You know what I mean? I, I don't even know how to explain mm. it. It's like a weird, like I've already been stronger than that in all of these areas. So I don't want to do that again and be like a weaker version of myself doing the same content again. I like the mm. game and I'm, I'm going to play all the new content as it comes out. I'm waiting for Volton, probably not coming for until June. My guess is early June, late, late, late May. One of those two, which is a new raid and whatever. But um, yeah, like right now, dude, it's just like everything. I don't even know why I can't explain it because you could easily make the arguments like, yeah, but grinding in BDO is a chore. And yeah, it is. But I, for whatever reason that I can't explain, and I was burnt out on BDO like those two months, these last two months, I, I would say February and March, I was, I didn't really want to log into BDO. Like I would log in kind of begrudgingly and then I would do uh, an hour of grind and log in and get my rewards and sell my fish and whatever. But now I'm like, I find myself when I'm not on BDO wishing I was playing BDO. And I, the thought of logging in and doing a chaos dungeon and running the night Fox again, like gives me dread. I actually dread it. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do those. They feel so long and, and awful and boring. I, I can't explain it. I do want the new raid and I'm excited about doing the new raid. But so this week was the first time. This week was the first time uh, since Lost Ark has come out where semi new high end content. Volton, for example, or not Volton, uh, uh, Argos, which is like the end game raid. In, in Lost Ark um, phases one through three, I was like, my friends were like, hey, we doing Argos today? And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like, oh, I don't want to do it. But I do have to, because I don't want to miss out, but I really don't want to. Because I've, I've done it five times. And it's not, the fight's not different. It's easier every time. My gear's a little bit better every time. It's literally just free as hell. I get, right. you know what I mean? I, I can't, I can't even explain it. I don't know what the difference is. I, I, I'm going to try to work on it. This is my mission when I'm flying out to PAX East this weekend and having panic attacks. I'm going to try to put together why I can tolerate grinding in BDO, but the moment I have to log on to an alt in Lost Ark, I get this overwhelming feeling of dread that I do not want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, I, I can't actually explain I don't know. it. I, I'm still it's, like, I'm a little bit dumbfounded by it. Like, I can't figure out what it is. I think Lost Ark for me was a lesson about a um, couple things. I, I actually, I don't mind top down as, as much long as, as you it's thought. done well. Right? As much as you thought. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Because the top down wasn't the main thing that killed it for me. 
to be perfectly honest, the main thing that killed it for me is that it felt to me as if all of my friends and all of my friend groups were trying to progress as fast as they possibly could. And because I was just playing casually, I was perpetually behind. And unlike in BDO, where I'm perpetually behind, but because all I do is like PvP, and so I, I don't really feel that bad. The the main thing that you're supposed to do with your friends in Lost Ark is like the dungeons and stuff, and that's always what they would want to do. And I can't participate in that content with them. Right. So it's like the main thing to do with your friends in there is dungeons, which I can't do compared to BDO, where the main thing I do with my friends is no doors, which I can do while being as undergeared as I want to be, because... I can just play better if I want to be better. So I don't know. I, I just kind of like, it got to the point where I went from like, okay, I got to catch up to like, I just don't want to bother catching up. I, Cause I don't even really like doing dungeons that much. Um, the PVP is equalized, which I do think is a good thing, but that means that I don't have to care about leveling or gearing cause it's equalized. So I don't have to give a shit about that. So if I ever want to, if my friends ever go like, hey, you want to do some Lost Ark 3v3s? I can say, yep. And then I can like log in real quick and how far I am in the game is irrelevant. Yeah. So. So I'm looking on Steam. I have 636.8 hours in Lost Ark. So I know a lot of people have a lot more than that. Jesus. For sure. But that's a lot of hours, right? Like that's a pretty, I mean, shit, this game is, this game is slightly over two months old. It means 300 hours per month. For context, every month you work, what, um, 40, 40, 80, 160 hours a month? So this is like double a full-time job is. worth of time I put into this game over the last two months. So, I, I, I like the game. I do enjoy the game, but I guess I hit like a content wall. It's a half trillion silver at orcs. <laughs> yeah, well, I would have run out of loot scrolls. The game, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. For the first time ever, yeah, this week, it, it kind of mostly hit me. Well, I guess it's only Monday, but a little bit like the end of last week was the first time where I'm like, God, man, like, I don't want to, I don't want to log in do all that crap again. And and what the moment they released Volton, I got to so for context, I got to 14 15 gear score. I'm 14 16 technically. <clears throat> the next content coming out, which is coming at the end of May or beginning of June, is going to require 14 15 and then the hard mode version 14 45. So my my thoughts were I was going to I got to 14 16 I'm just going to chill, save up materials and sil and gold and silver in the game over time and then probably go really hard and try to see if I could get to 1445 right when it comes out. But I don't know. I'm like, God, that's like two months away. So I'm, I'm, yeah. Why don't I do horizontal things? Well, that's the other, that's, that's fair, but the horizontal things are this. Let me, let me show you this, So this is horizontal content. We'll get back to the comments in just a second, but this is, this is what horizontal content is in Lost Ark. All right. 
you hop over here, you go to resources. I'm going to go to, okay. So one of the ones that I personally need, cause I already did a lot of these earlier ones. I need, um, uh, Annika. I haven't done the Annika. I'm going to go ahead and look at this and I'm going to go down this checklist and just follow along and do everything it tells me one by one. That's not that fun. I mean, I, I don't know. That's not that fun. It's like reading instructions and then doing it. It's like cooking. That's why I don't like cooking. You just read instructions and then you do it. And I, <laughs> I'm not a fan of cooking. It's like, I don't know. It's a weird. I can't explain it. But it, I, I, for the first time, I'm kind of burnt out on Lost Ark. But I will praise Lost Ark in this regard. That is the longest I have played another game since I started playing BDO that I was like into before I started feeling kind of burnt. I think the last one before this was uh, Anthem. God, please go. <laughs> <laughs> I played League of Legends for a little while, actually, at the start you of did, COVID. I, I had a good run yeah. of League of Legends where I started getting into it. I started watching videos, and then I was like, all right, I'm over it. I'm, I'm tired of farming the mo same mobs in the beginning of the game. Yeah. Uh, but, our next comment's a good one, Frosty. Right. Okay. It's from the Master Musassin himself. Ooh. As far as the discussion regarding too much protections, I agree with that thought. And to add to it, because when it comes to grab classes, grab classes shouldn't be able to rotate protection at all, <laughs> like classes, i.e. Musa, that have no grabs. I'll use rock, paper, scissors. Okay, I gotta Let's stop say... you. I gotta stop you. Okay, okay. okay I'm getting a request in chat, and the only reason I'm gonna do this is because it's my birthday, and I'm a little bit buzzed, but people want this read in the Musa voice, not Musassin. It's not Musassin voice, in the Musa voice. Oh, what is it a, is it a 50s gangster, right? It's, is that what it is? That, if that's what you want to call it. So we're gonna go through this. Let me reread this. Okay. How yeah, it's please, actually being take the, stated. Take the wheel. Take the how wheel. the person yes, who yes. wrote it wants it to be read. All right. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me take a sip of water real quick. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. Hey. See? All right. Here we go. As far as the discussion regarding too much protections, I agree with that thought. And to add to it, because when it comes to grab classes, grab classes shouldn't be able to rotate protections at all. Like classes, i.e. Musa, that have no grabs. I'll use rock, paper, scissors. Let's say rock, paper, scissors are the different protections. Grab ignores that whole concept. It's not fair. If anything, grab classes should only get two, have at most two of any protection and their grab. And if you have two grabs or more, depending on the specs, you should def get less protection. That sound pretty good? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> All right, you could do the edit now. My throat hurts. <laughs> Why well, you don't have the energy to do the edit? It's, I can't. All right. All right. So edit one. Yep, I think a protection reevaluation would be good, but PA shouldn't be stupid about it. Like, i.e., for Musa, obviously we have no grabs. So if you're gonna take any of our protected damage or trading important protections, you have to give us something in return. You can't bullshit us like you did hash by taking away its accuracy passive and not giving hash any accuracy modifiers on its skills. 
I don't know. I don't. I I I don't know what to do with people like this. What What do you say? I don't know. Well, I mean, he's basing his uh, opinion off a hypothetical. That's not. I know, but just yet. like the the. I don't know, man. Whatever. Who cares? Fuck it. Uh, Arc Dev Eric says, "Lol, this episode got neutered hard the moment Big Korean Brother showed up." Someone said, "Is is he a mafia don?" <laughs> is he a mafia don? Oh, <sighs> yeah. This episode got neutered hard the big moment Big Korean Brother showed up. I I don't know why you would think that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I think we were trying to be fair to Armin. While also, like, I mean, we said everything we wanted to say. I, 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 I pretty clearly said a, a couple things that I didn't like about the region. I said a couple things that I didn't like about Draconia, especially the week previously. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but. Anyways, Sven Hun says, I feel like Worker Empires could use some QOL updates. Probably. Um, yeah. Longhorn Finch says, Can we get a replacement for Rizlar for calling a crab a bug? Jordan is PA capturing every BDO player perfectly. Frosty just humphed at Lando. Yeah, Frosty, why'd you humph at Lando? Huh? I, 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 I don't know, Longhorn Finch. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh... Lebo says, Oi, Frosty, when are we getting Mr. Rapalus on the podcast? We'd love to hear his opinion on oh, the state of PvE. I would... Also, can we get Danny again? I'm sure he's happy than a motherfucker with the state of Zerky. Boy, we need you to pull some strings, man. Get these guys on the podcast. Yo, Stam Feev is another. No, Danny got put in that position where he's like playing other classes because Zerker's too busted. Dude, I, I would love to have Mr. Rapalus on the podcast, actually. That would be super cool. I'd be down. Dude, the person the person whose comment I was looking forward to the most fucking deleted their comment. Deleted it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so <laughs> mad. It's not here anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that as well. Yeah, there was another comment. There was another comment that was like really mad at Armin for like not uh like not shitting on the game, I guess. That got deleted, I noticed. I don't know if that happened after the show got started and we we talked about how we were looking forward to those comments or whatever, but yeah. That's They're not gone. that's not the one I'm referring to. Do you know the one I'm referring to? I do know the one you're referring to, okay. yes. I'm I referring to the crab I, one. I'm, I'm saying there's another comment that also got deleted. There was another Armin comment that someone made that got deleted. That was like no, this was pretty someone, vitriolic. This is someone that would talk more in like a they play in a brass section type of voice where they're like, oh, Frosty, God. you do realize that crabs are arachnids, right? And it's like I mean, are they? Because they're they not. They both have several uh, legs. Hello? They both have several legs. They both have several legs. <laughs> thus, arachnid. <laughs> yeah, Dex thanks dashed. for deleting your comment in time before I read it on the air. Because you literally, was, someone said, I was reading through the comments <laughs> on my phone one night. I was like, oh my fucking God. I showed me Frosty. I was like, this dude literally is saying right now, he's saying, Frosty, you do realize crabs are arachnids, yeah. right? No, they're fucking not. They've no, never can, been and never listen. will be. Listen, I can confirm that someone did make that comment. He is not making this up. I also, independently of him, saw that comment and went, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's that definitely happened. Um, 
Dex-2 says, to clarify, I am 80% PvE and 20% PvP. I was agreeing with Frosty that it is really important for PvE to feel really good on every class. Uh, as for PvP, I got lots of positive comments and good advice from the community. To be clear, though, stomping a player because I outgear them is not fun. Neither is getting ganked while grinding at half HP. I really just want a system for players like me who want to learn PvP and get good in an evenly matched environment. That's why Arena Solaire, if it ever becomes a real thing, which they haven't talked about it in a month, yeah, so right? exciting. it's been dead silent, so that's uh, not good. Anyways, Moonman93 says, Random thought, what are your thoughts on Suck Wizard using PA and DFS? Once you've given your answer, compare it to using to a Swerk using Nightmare and DFS. Thoughts <laughs> had some people complain about PA and wanted to know what you think. That's not a loaded question. That's not a, hey, guys, by the way, look at it this way before you answer. Uh, look, here's the thing. Nightmare is cheese as shit. I, I, but it's not, not in their kit. It's in their kit. So if they use Nightmare in a duel for spot, yeah. then they use Nightmare I, in a duel for spot. I, I feel the same way. I, I know other people get mad at PA, but my only thing with PA not bothering me so much is that it, it's a very long cooldown and it only lasts for eight seconds and it's very clear when they do it. So yeah. I, I've never been bothered by it in a 1v1 if someone uses PA, but I do know that there's people that are like, all right, let's duel. No PA, no E, no V. I, I think, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think the you said I don't know. Uh, I think the I think the aside from like I think the generally agreed upon norms of no e buff like no hundred percent sort of thing. Uh, the only thing I would say that I'm like I I think is kind of bullshit to use in a one v one is concealment. I I think everything I think everything else is fair game. I think concealment is like I I think that's scumbag territory if you're using concealment on 1v1 yeah okay so concealment and people are weird because i see a lot of people that are like use everything you've got i'm like dude you, you want me to walk around invisible in battle arena really yeah well okay well but like so my question would be what context because like if we're in open world and i'm grinding and you're flagging on me yeah i'm gonna use everything i have but if we're fighting in ba exactly like there's a, a certain amount of etiquette Really? That you're agreeing to. Yeah, you're sitting there and in I think the generally agreed upon norm is no e-buff, no 100%. And then I would also add concealment onto that. If someone I was fighting used concealment, I would immediately just stop and type like, dude, don't use concealment. What the fuck are you doing? Okay. And if they said like, oh, it's part of my kid, I'd be like, all right, later. Like, I'm not, I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to do this with you, my guy. Yeah, so here, here's my feelings on concealment. Because concealment in 1v1 is such a massive advantage. The only time I use concealment is if I'm in Nodor, which I will abuse the fuck out of it and sit in it and hide in it the whole time forever. No yep. guilt, no shame, whatever. And if someone is griefing my spot, that's it. That, those are the only yeah. two scenarios. And by griefing my spot, I mean like, they are just there to PvP and that's it. And I'm trying to grind and I all I want to do is grind and I'm just like, I'm just gonna concealment fuck you forever. I don't and this doesn't bother me. It's yeah. fine. If you want to stay here forever, I, I'm I just gonna be invisible. Like you mentioned, PA is very obvious, it has a very long cooldown. I don't mind them using PA. PA to me just means disengage for eight seconds. Uh and kind of a 
similar thing with Nightmare. It's not exactly the same. Where they go into Nightmare and it's like, okay, just rotate essays until they come out. And, like, use slows, like, when I know they're about to, like, come out of it. To try and get, like, a free slowdown, basically. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just... I mean, is it annoying? Yes. Is it cheese? Yes. Is it... Can it, can it be kind of, like, stupid sometimes and feel unfair? Absolutely. But I don't have a problem with them using it. Neither PA nor Nightmare. Um, well, where were we? Oh, Dalen. Wait, I a, Sorry, I, what? Before you get to Dalen, question. Would would you be bothered by concealment if it lasted for eight seconds and had a three-minute cooldown? Uh, can I follow them on the minimap? No. But it's a three-minute cooldown. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Uh, it's like... That's a three-minute no. cooldown. You use concealment. Then, like, I see you, you go invisible, you and I just step? disengage. Can't but... you still use ghost step and remain concealed? No, in, concealment? in the current version. I, I'm saying in a hypothetical world where there's, like, actual limitations. If it only lasted eight seconds, then I think people would be fine with it because then you just sure, disengage for eight seconds. But if, concealment if it, is infinite. Yeah. You literally just if keep going had, into it. If it had similar constraints that Nightmare has, where, like, they can't travel super far there's not an instant cc that they're gonna throw out like the problem with like one of the problems i'll say with concealment is you can concealment right up to block jump range block jump grab and there's no reacting to that there's nothing you can do uh sork has like no like they can jump behind you with nightmare but they can't just like instantly grab you so if you're staying in sa you're perfectly safe from the predations of nightmare jumping behind you um, I agree. I should so, be able to move around when I go into an invisibility with block jump. So, yeah. I think if they had similar limitations, then yeah, it'd, it'd be fine. But it doesn't, so no. Nightmare needs to go back down to four seconds. I mean, yes. I would probably agree with that. It's way too long right now. It's really annoying. Um, Dalen says, hi, mom. And that's it. We finally got through the comments after two hours and 30 minutes, or however long it's been. <laughs> mm-hmm. You did this to us, Frosty. You did this to us. You're welcome, everyone out there. We appreciate it's <laughs> a long podcast. Rez, do you give an estimate? How long do you think this recording is? Does it count as being a long podcast if half of it is comments? <laughs> I don't know. The, the podcast, I, I've been uh, recording. Hold on, let me guess, let me guess, let me okay. guess, let me guess, let me guess. Okay, I'm going to guess... Let's see. So my stream has been running for five hours and 35 minutes. I think we started the podcast maybe 45 minutes after I started streaming. So I'm going to guess around four hours and 50 minutes. We're at four hours and 34 minutes right now. I was I was over. Okay. Well, that's the longest podcast we've done in a while. In a while. Yeah, in a while. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a long one for sure. Two comment sections and we're drunk, so we didn't speed through it. All right, strong buzzed. Uh, also, I think another part of it is it's the end of the day as opposed to like early slash middle of the day when we have other things that we need to attend to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's it. Unless you got anything else, are we good to go? No, I, I got nothing. Got nothing? All right. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, make sure to uh, check out our Twitch streams in the description of the video or the MP3 if you're listening. Uh, Twitch.tv slash SoFrosty for the birthday ban himself. Uh, Twitch.tv slash... The birthday ban? Birthday ban. Did I say ban? Kelly said I had a lot of tangents to shit on people. 
That's true. It wasn't true. to shit on people. It was to <laughs> clear some. It was to clear the air. Listen, Frosty. Let me do the intro <laughs> or outro. Sorry, go ahead. Twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA. He had to dip out early, but go check him out. Twitch.tv slash Not Rizzler for myself streaming very erratically because uh, don't feel like it. Uh, thank you again very much to the patrons. Leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. You're my-